Hello, beautiful people, and welcome to our humble abode, the Thunderdome, on this super wild card, Martin Luther King Jr. Monday, January 15, 2024. This program starts now. Football! The title of today's show is a little bit wordy, but there's a lot to celebrate. Yep. yep. Obviously, Super Wild Card Weekend had a smashing success to end it. Woo. Now, the other three games were absolute blowouts. Had a game moved to today, so we got two games left on this Super Wild Card Weekend, and we'll be breaking it all down for the next three hours. Obviously, what happened this past weekend, what's going to take place tonight, and what the future looks like. For some NFL teams. Mm. Already doing interviews around the league. That's right. Who are the next coaches some places? Who are the next GMs some places? Are the Patriots going to even hire a GM? I guess that is certainly a discussion. Obviously, it is Martin Luther King Jr. Yeah, Yeah, He had a dream. And I think uh, Lank was one of the closest we have had to potentially that dream coming to fruition. So let's realize that as we look around that we're maybe more close than we've ever been. And there's an election about to take place next year where we need to remember that we are more close than we've ever been. And people could potentially try to drive us apart from the outside looking in. Now, as somebody who was canceled by both parties last week, Mm -hmm. both of them canceled me. Thank you. Two. Two two political parties canceled me last week. We are still alive. Let's remember, we don't need all the outside noise. All we need is a little bit of love. Hell yeah. Which is what we have for all other people that have good intentions every single day whenever they wake up just like us. Now, with that being said, football is awesome. Oh, yes, it is. There's some college football news happening. What? There's some firings potentially right, right. right. There's drama. What? And there's two new superstars that made their name in the annals of NFL history this weekend. The talk staples here at Boston Connor and at Ty Schmidt. One half of the hammer. Dad. Cowboys Town Diggs is here. A man who played in the NFL for nine years is a football IQ genius, David. Mm-hmm. Say. Yep. Ladies and gentlemen, Darius J. Ball. Hey, baby, hey, baby. All right, let's get to the big news. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, Green Bay Packers won in to Jerry's world mm-hmm. and ruined Jerry's life. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Green Bay Packers beat the dog shit out of the Dallas Cowboys. Now, <laughs> Dallas Cowboys were favored at home. The Dallas Cowboys were undefeated at home this season. The mm. Dallas Cowboys were different this year than they had been for the last 27 years. Right. Sure. This was the year in which they were going to go on a run. This was the year where they were packed on the offensive side. And Mike McCarthy was calling better plays. And Dak was playing better mm-hmm. than ever. And on the defense side of the ball, there's dogs everywhere. Yeah, we know they lost Diggs middle of the season, but they figured out how to even become better without him afterwards. And on special teams, they got a kicker they can't miss. Whoa. And a punter the bombs balls. This is the year, especially with the weapon that is Jerry World at home, that they go on mm-hmm. and maybe go to a conference championship or a Super Bowl. Ha! That is not true. They suck. That team stinks. <laughs> that team got their asses beat. They got exposed by this man, Jordan Love, who cemented himself as one of the next greats. Now, I know C.J. Stroud put on a damn show as the Houston Texans beat the Cleveland mm-hmm. Browns. We will talk about that as this show goes on because what they're doing in Houston certainly needs to be celebrated. They are Texas's team. Yeah. The Houston Texans are the only team from Texas that's still in the NFL playoffs. But what Aaron Jones did, what the Green Bay Packers offensive line did what What Jordan Love did was take the soul, take everything from the Dallas Cowboys. Now, early it looked like they might be able to stop Jordan Love in the run game. That was the first two plays. And then Matt LaFleur in Green Bay said, Are you gonna, are you gonna, 
Are you gonna? 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 And they didn't. They couldn't. And the Green Bay Packers railroaded the Dallas Cowboys. Now, here's the first pick that Dak Prescott threw by Jair Alexander, who needs to be on a microphone all the time. He thought he scored a touchdown. Cooks clearly touched him like 10 times as they were falling down to the ground, but they got the ball in like the 15. How you doing? Keep it moving. Jordan Love's gonna make a play for you. That is literally what he did the entirety of the game. 16 and 21 didn't need a lot of attempts. You know why? Because he's phenomenal. Jordan Love is the next one. Yeah. Yes. They want Brett Favre somehow, into Aaron Rodgers somehow, into this dude who does oh. fadeaway touch passes from 35, 40 yards, bikes down at defense, knows exactly where he needs to go, and somehow 31 other teams are wondering to themselves, how do the Packers continue to do it? How do they find that guy in a draft whenever they trade up, whenever they already have a Hall of Fame quarterback at quarterback? How do they have the wherewithal to be able to make that decision whenever they're going to get crucified publicly by us, yep. by their fans, yep. by us? Other media members, why aren't you trying to win a Super Bowl? Why are you thinking about the future? Well, that future that they were thinking about is now. And Dobbs, just like Watson, just like right, just like everybody they have, yeah. is in the first year or the second year. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> they got the next 10 years on lock potentially in the NFC North. And the Dallas Cowboys now are 0-6 at home against the Green Bay Packers whenever mm-hmm. they play in the playoffs. Wow. And this was a drumming. Now, pick six here mm. to end the half. See ya. 27 zip. It was seemingly only getting worse. Now, at the end of the game, Dak Prescott and the Dallas Cowboys would make a little okay. bit of a comeback, so the score wouldn't look as horrendous as it was if we all watched it, which we all did. I cannot wait to see the numbers on this. Yes. And the conversation yeah. immediately goes, Mike McCarthy's got to get out of here. See ya. Mm-hmm. Dak Prescott's got to get out of here. What? Dane Quinn's got to get out. That uh, guy's ooh. a head coach. Yeah. That's who the Seattle Seahawks, after they kick Pete Carroll out, Boom. Yeah. Which we have audio, uh, audio we'll get to. They kicked Pete Carroll's ass out. Big time. Pete Carroll actually said, these aren't football people. No. <laughs> They're not. These people don't know ball. <laughs> They're trying to tell me what to do. Anyways, Dank Wynn's supposed to go up there after how his defense played right there in the playoffs? Ah, I don't know about that. Dak Prescott, he's saying, I got Mike McCarthy's back. Well, people are saying, yeah, good. You guys get each other's back. <laughs> yeah, and yeah. just like the tandem skydiving they do, get the hell out of Dallas. That's the conversation that's happening immediately upon halftime starting yeah. the other day into now. Darius, how do you feel about it? Because Bill Belichick going to the Dallas Cowboys Man. is something that certainly some Cowboys fans have dreamed of. Jim Harbaugh. Going to the Dallas Cowboys is another thing that some Cowboys fans have dreamed of. Jason Garrett last night on Football Night in America, he said, uh, this is a very tough time for Jerry. Jerry's going to support the coaches and players for the next 48 hours because that's kind of what he has to do. You know, that's part of it. And then over the next few weeks, he will decide what the change is going to have to be made, which a change will be made. Fired Kellen Moore last year. Remember, Kellen yep. Moore's gone. He went over the Chargers. Now that ended up everybody getting air fired as well. But that is... Seemingly, the next move would be big Mike McCarthy, who's won 12 and 5 the last three years. Get him the hell out of here. He can't do it. D Butt, how are your thoughts? Yeah, quick playoff exit. And this is a bad, bad time for your head coach to, to shit down your leg in that type of stage where obviously Harbaugh been out there, variable, Bill Belichick, Pete Carroll. Um, but I mean, Jeez. Matt LaFleur, they had the guy, they had they had his team ready and they showed up, came up on a roll. Matt LaFleur, not only him, Joe Barry. Joe Barry had his guys going. Obviously, the stats aren't going to look great because they threw the ball a bunch uh, late, but they were prepared, came out, kicked ass. Offensively, they did whatever they wanted to do it was balance. Obviously, they wanted to start with the run game. Aaron Jones being healthy is huge. This offensive line all year long, I don't think have gotten the credit they deserve uh, nationally, protecting Jordan Love, allowing Jordan Love to develop as this year is going on. He's been lights out, you know, seeing the defense pre-snap, making checks, post-snap, you know, uh, 
you know, uh, escaping the pocket but not looking to run, keeping his eyes downfield, hitting guys in the cre- the separate separation that was created all afternoon long uh, was crazy for these young wide receivers. Jaden Reed, he had been kind of number one guy mm-hmm. down the stretch. No catches for him. Yeah. Romeo Dobbs goes off. Christian Watson plays. Um, just, just an all-around excellent performance from this Green Bay Packers team. And like you said, looks like they've done it again with the quarterback position. Uh, Jordan Love completed 16 passes in the game. The average separation between his target and nearest defender on those was 5.2 yards. What? <laughs> How? That was well, a Hembo stat. It's national football. They were wide-ass open. Yeah. And that Matt LaFleur offense was obviously working beautifully. Now, back to the Dallas Cowboys. Mm-hmm. They're saying Mike McCarthy, which I, I'm happy you didn't even want to touch that. You said, let's talk about the Packers. Sweet. I think the Packers deserve a lot more credit. Ty, I will certainly ask you in a second. But them saying Mike McCarthy fired at halftime is what was happening. Bill Belichick, and that's why I put a tweet out. I'm like, holy shit. Mm-hmm. Bill Belichick is about to be the head coach of the Dallas Cowboys. His sure. name, because that was, and you've heard people say, um, you don't like win the job, you kind of like get elected for mm-hmm. the job yeah. almost. You don't earn the job, you get elected for Not the job. Not selected, elected. Yeah, there it is. Not selected, you're elected for the job. Everybody was like McCarthy out. Yeah, done. And Dallas Cowboys Everyone. fans. Skip Bayless. Yeah. No. He waited. He waited in a hallway. Mm-hmm. Oh, he, he wait. What do you mean? He waited in a hallway. He had to... just like this. Yep. He doesn't have any more jerseys. Okay, camera's on. You can go now. No, no, no. It's this. I don't even care. I'm so mad. I didn't stand here and gather my thoughts. He stood right off camera because he was going to gather his thoughts mm-hmm. on what he was going to do. He right <laughs> at this moment he was way too emotional. Couldn't do it. And you hear the bang. Bang comes walking in. Mm-hmm. Throws everything away. Everybody's fed up with this Dallas Cowboys Mike McCarthy team. He came into the year with everybody talking about, hey, this is your last chance. What do they do? I don't know. Dak Prescott has his best year, about to win MVP. They win 12 games mm. in the NFC East, which was obviously very volatile. They have a successful, dominant year. And then as soon as you get in the playoffs, Super Wild Card Weekend at a home game, a, game, a place that you've made a real thing. Home field advantage is real for the Dallas Cowboys. Then Mike McCarthy goes out there, lays an egg. The team stinks. Jimmy Johnson gives a halftime speech that's on Fox, mm-hmm. and everybody's jacked up. About. Yeah. Everybody. Jimmy has more fire than anybody yeah. on that sideline right now. It only made it worse, only amplified it more. And now the whole, is it Belichick or Harbaugh? And then you mentioned Vrabes obviously still yeah. available. Maybe Vrabes down there. Ooh. Jerry Jones has a very difficult decision to make. But if Bill Belichick is the Dallas Cowboys head coach, the world might implode on itself. Yeah. This is just like when Tom Brady was potentially going to be a Dallas Cowboy yes. quarterback. Remember, because Jerry Jones had massive respect. Mm-hmm. We were in the sports media world kind of younger at the time, and everybody was like, if Tom Brady goes to the Dallas Cowboys, you might as well just move the ESPN headquarters down to Dallas. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, uh, if Bill Belichick goes to the Dallas Cowboys, Jerry, Bill, press conferences, Ooh. what happens with Dak on the defensive side with all that talent? I assume a Belichick-led defense ain't going to give up you know, 27 zip in the first half. I don't think that's going to take place. Dan Quinn's D kind of laid an egg. It's like they're set for success as well. It's almost like it feels like the right move. Do you think Jerry makes the play, and how do you feel for, about it all, Tone? Now, was yesterday bad? It was very, 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 very bad, but to be honest, it's been bad for the Cowboys for a long time. Maybe they need to lower their expectations a little bit. Three straight 12-5 and five seasons, and they want to fire big Mike McCarthy. Now, like I said, yesterday was horrendous, and Bill is out there, and everyone is out there. But, like, they haven't won, what, has it been 30 years? 96, I think. 30, yeah, 30, 30 years? Like, maybe this is just who they are, okay? Like, if, Foxy, if the Lions win 12-5 and five for three straight years, those fans would be... Ecstatic. Hell yeah. <laughs> yeah, but 
the situation. If you lost three straight, like, I don't but, know. But they won last. I mean, they, got beat, playoff eggs they got beat by the works. Niners last year after the, after they won one, I think the same the year before. But, yeah, I mean, listen, Jerry's getting old. Jerry uh, Jerry sees the right on the wall. And, and and if he only needs, what, build a coach three years, get them a Super Bowl and be fine. Like, he doesn't – I mean, Jerry doesn't care about ten years from now. Is Jerry going to be around ten and years? And Jerry, Steven, pretty good drafters. I think yeah. is what everybody said about Bill Belichick. Him going down to Dallas would be filthy. Same with Harbaugh. Oh, yeah. Would definitely be a tone change uh, as opposed to what Mike McCarthy has, I guess, is what everybody says. Yeah, I think it's done. I, I don't even know why the consideration of Big Mike is still being there. It, it won't be. Jason Garrett said 48 hours he'll support the players and the coaches. That was for you, Jason. You were part of the family. We all remember. It was a lot longer than that. Yeah, it was like two weeks, weeks. remember? Yeah, and, and that's – the thing about Jason Garrett, you might forget, is that I, I doubt they have the same relationship. He played quarterback for the Cowboys. But no, put Bill down there now. As a Patriots fan, I love it. I think Bill Belichick is the perfect coach for the Dallas Cowboys. Everyone doesn't like him. Everyone already hates the Cowboys. Bring him in together, and they'll probably win the Super Bowl. He'll get 15 wins probably maybe in a year, may, definitely within two. I feel like it's a done deal over signed, sealed, delivered. Wow. The 15 wins is the record for coaching's uh, Coaches, how many wins in the NFL history? He's 15 games away, 15 wins away, which some people thought he was going to be able to get uh, this past year in this upcoming season with the Patriots, which is how his contract was structured just last offseason whenever he did it with Gerard Mayo to succeed him. Now, Mm -hmm. it came much quicker because how terrible they were this season. Him going down there, I could see him having success. We could also see him, and this got mentioned on Friday by Lombeau, and Lombeau, I guess, does have a little thing against Matt LaFleur, but the thought of Bill Bell check on the Green Bay Packers uh, sideline mm. was not even thought of by me until Lombo brought it mm-hmm. up uh, during our conversation on Friday where he's like, everybody's talking about the Cowboys losing and Bill going down there. He's like, how about the Packers? The Packers lose. Do you don't think Mark Murphy's going to think to himself, Matt LaFleur, or Bill Belichick. Well, Lombo, I want to let you know, I think we got the answer. Yeah. yeah. Malafleur yeah. is the answer. This has been a phenomenal coaching job. Oh, yeah. Year one, year two. They talked about it the entire game pretty much, about how they went into this season with no number one wide receiver. Ah, we'll figure it out. Obviously, Watson had some experience from last year. Mm-hmm. Dobbs had some experience mm-hmm. from last year. We bring in 11 Reed or whatever. Yep. He mm-hmm. might be a guy. Aaron Jones is by far our best player, but he's going to end up going through injuries. So they just went into the year kind of like, let's figure it out. Let's see how it goes. And towards the end of it, Jordan Love, what, 21 touchdowns, one interception? Yeah, over the last nine games, yep. He's like the greatest... He's the greatest quarterback in the league. Yeah. It's his first year playing. A lot of people were wondering, is this guy going to get a shot? Is he going to be another kind of vicious cycle victim where it's just like never really gets a chance to do what he does, and he only has one year to kind of prove if he's going to be a starting NFL quarterback going forward? He is... Phenomenal. Yeah. yeah. So good. Stupendous. Healthy. I don't I don't know the proper adjective. I think that's what you call a word that describes somebody. All the good ones yeah. is what Jordan Love is. <laughs> mm-hmm. He's big, yep. he's fast. What? And he hasn't even really started running all over people yet. No, no, not at all. I mean, that's a whole nother weapon that he has at his disposal that we didn't even have to see the other night because the Green Bay Packers offensive line hmm. did so damn well. There was a one play early where Aaron Jones ran into left tackle or whatever, and I thought to myself, wait a minute. Yeah. Maybe this Dallas yeah. Cowboys D line is going to expose an offensive line. Then he went to the sideline, gut check time. They're back. He had all day. Yeah. And when he didn't have all day, he was manipulating the pocket, making the right reads down the field. This dude is so good. And Matt LaFleur needs to get a lot of the credit for making him this good because this is the LaFleur offense that he got hired to run, and it's being run 
perfectly. It's being run beautifully. Guys are open. Guys are scoring. And they just beat the dog shit out of the Dallas Cowboys defense, Ty. Yeah, I mean, I tweeted it last night. That was the most fun I've had watching a football game since the Packers won a Super Bowl in Jerry World 14 years ago. I mean, we talked about it on Friday, and I think it was like, I, I really did. I think a lot of people just assume that you're a Packers fan. Like, of course, you're going to say, you, I thought they were going to win. I really did. I, I would have never envisioned they were going to just beat the shit out of them from opening bell to closing bell. Like we, we mentioned it. Yeah. It, yeah. They're it, supposed to be a little stressful. Yeah. Just yeah. a tiny bit. They're supposed to be Not stressful. But it just, I mean, we, we talked about like love and kudos to the floor too for understanding like, hey, the, the last thing we want to do is defer to the second half, let the Cowboys go down the field and score and then be mm-hmm. able to kind of pin their ears back and come after Jordan Love. They took the was old... Jair out there for a coin toss or no? I do not believe he was, but oh, in, in spirit. That's a miss. In spirit, he was. Didn't, didn't, didn't need him yesterday. We'll see about next week. But no, they, they went right down the field, marched down the field and scored. And you, you said the thing about Hembo, you know, like the they were receivers were wide open all day, but on third downs when the coverage was a little bit stickier, every single time, Love in a keyhole when they needed it, moving the chains. Like he just... He's unbelievable, and, and again, you know, like a lot of people were sending the the draft thing, and yeah, hand up, you know, in the moment. Obviously, you think that's dumb because NFC Championship. They're coming off an NFC Championship, mm-hmm. but that's why I'm a fan and not the GM mm-hmm. of the Packers because they saw something in this guy and they knew, and obviously sitting behind Aaron, you know, and and just kind of because they mentioned that on the broadcast a lot yesterday. They're like the Lafleur offense with Rodgers was kind of a marrying of what Rodgers liked to do and what Lafleur wanted to do. This year is the first fully like. This is my offense. Love knows my offense, and it, I mean it is. It's just you can't. It's hard to to come to grips with the fact that they have all these young guys who are either fifth round picks, guys you've never really heard of, and they just they just ball. And a big part of it is is love, obviously, because they talk about him in the locker room too. Everyone loves him. He's very easy to be around. Like they just you, they all have supreme confidence in him. He is playing. I personally, I think he is the best quarterback in the NFL right now. We'll talk about C.J. Stroud later, and he's been unbelievable. But what Love has done over the last nine weeks, he looks so cool doing it. He does. He, he does. And, and, and all these young guys are kind of taking their turn too. It's, yeah, it's one, like you see with Dallas, like it's going to be certain situations. Uh, where, hey, we got to get the ball to 88. Mm-hmm. You know, let's find a way to get the ball to 88. Or years past, hey, they we got to get Devontae Adams. All right, and as a defense, we key and take that guy out. Now someone else has to mm. continue to be. But for the Packers, with how they are, all the weapons are alive. Like I talk, I'm sure they talked a bunch about Reed and those pre, um, you know, yep. pre-game meetings and his motions and coming across speed sweeps, verts, all that. He was almost like a decoy for, uh, for the most part. But Jordan Love, that touchdown, that third and seven touchdown against cover zero, him seeing that pre-snap, checking to it, getting his guys involved, and then having to work with all to sit in the pocket and still make that accurate throw off with somebody in his face. A lot of these throws, someone like a step away oh, from. Oh yeah. Him. So I mean, I mean, we, we, we can't quick, say that. Right? Yeah, this, yeah, this guy's it, it's special, man. Yeah. Yeah. There was some stuff being said about Gilmore last night because uh, of some of the route concepts that made him believe that maybe yeah, somebody yeah. was going the wrong direction mm-hmm. and he went the complete opposite way. <laughs> That's gonna happen. Yep. Okay, people run twenty miles an hour. Yep. There's a lot going on out there, but I do believe the Packers' offense. 
And the Packers defense. I was going to say, I'd be remiss if I didn't mention, like, the, the defense played unbelievable. I, I was kind of thinking in my head, like, in order for them to win this game, they're probably going to have to be at least plus two in the turnover mm-hmm. battle. And, will and behold, I mean, both of the, obviously, Jair with this one early in the game, which was massive, because if the Cowboys go down and score there and it's 7-7, seven, seven, mm-hmm. like, who knows what happens? But they, they punch it in right away. Me and too. then just the abs, I mean, the backbreaker of all backbreakers. Yeah, because Cowboys getting ball. Exactly. Second half. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And, and so they, they score there, and then they come out score. All of a sudden, we got, what, 2010? Mm-hmm. Right. That's a little bit different. 2014, that's yeah. a bit different than 27 nothing mentally. Exactly, because they did. Then they closed the half. They went down and scored a touchdown, got the ball back, and kicked a field goal. So it was a little bit. But then again, like the Packers... Okay, so the Cowboys, you know, in the middle eight, in the middle eight, they score ten points. Packers on their first possession of the second half go right down the field and mm-hmm. score a touchdown, and it's just like, all right, game set match. I mean, and and obviously later on when you know you can kind of just like, hey, let's just not yeah. lose this thing. The defense, they kind of you know they give up a couple garbage time touchdowns, but they they pressured Dak all day. the The secondary was unbelievable. The linebackers were unbelievable. It just all around the board. I mean, they they you they couldn't have played a more perfect game. I uh, I appreciate the fact that the Packers are advancing and won a playoff game. Yeah, yeah. unbelievable. Now, Unreal. Now they because they've a, had such success in Dallas, and now they go to their kryptonite. Yeah, everybody's kryptonite. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. The San Francisco 49ers are waiting for Jordan Love and the Packers to come on out. Mm-hmm. Do the Packers have what it takes to beat the Niners? Whoa! I'll tell you what. If the defense, Joe Barry's defense, plays the way. That they played the other day, it made Dak Prescott look terrible. Yeah, mm-hmm. made him look bad. No difference. He's San Fran once again, another team where everybody's alive. Debo, C. Matt, Kittle, IU. You know what I didn't like, and I'm sure a lot of people are saying this. What was that? Ceedee Lamb and Dak. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What's going on? That was like Weird. early. That was like third play. Yeah, first Fell second apart. play. Quick. Like, what happened in warm-ups? Something happened in warm-ups that they needed to get off? I mean, that was just not good. That was just not a positive sign. Joining us now, ladies and gentlemen, is a man who might have the answers for the questions that we have. And obviously, the Lions have their first playoff win in 30 years. Victory! We'll certainly dive into that and Houston Texans story and everything. But with everything that's popping around this Packers-Cowboys game, there's so many storylines that could potentially pop off. Is Bill Belichick going down to the Cowboys? Whoa. What happened to Jair Alexander? Is he going to be okay? Yeah, please. What are the What does the future look like for both these programs? Mm. Ladies and gentlemen, the senior NFL insider for ESPN, a man that seemed to be in a hotel room with Dan Orlovsky this morning wearing mm-hmm. the same exact clothes, yep. uh, Adam Schefter. Yay! Hey! Hello there, men. Yeah, Dan, let me borrow a shirt this morning. He was actually wearing, I don't want to say anything, well, he was wearing like these underwear on air, like this like Speedo bathing suit on the bottom oh. while he had a... Yeah, a dress shirt on top. It was a little odd, but that's what he was dressed up as. Well, where you guys were doing the show from was a little odd. So I, I appreciate the fact that Orlovsky made it even odder. Yeah, you know what I mean, nice. Yeah, uh, Orlovsky says, "Oh, you're going to put us in a hotel room with sure. uh, with just like one little lamp behind us uh, on Wild Card Monday yeah. with our game kind of ending Super <laughs> Wild Card, and you put us in this hotel room with no palm trees, no backdrop, nope, nobody has a clue where we are. That could be a Bristol, Connecticut. Oh yeah, where those two were sitting wearing the same exact clothes. Dan goes, "Let's make this a little weirder. I'm going in my underwear, mm-hmm. yep, banana hammock. He, hey, <laughs> chef, way to be a professional out there. Work out. Way to be a professional out there, Chef. Okay, let's." Let's talk about the main storylines, and obviously we're only a few hours removed from all of it, so who knows yeah. anything about anything. But the Packers go into Jerry World and beat the hell out of the Cowboys. Now, yep. everything is big Mike's out. 
Belichick's in. Harbaugh's in. Hey, maybe Frabes yeah. is in there. Maybe somebody else is coming in there to go. Hey, Ben Johnson is the new head coach Saban. of the Dallas Cowboys. Nick Saban's going to get lured out. Jimmy Johnson had a lot of juice. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Where do we stand with that? And how do you see that probably rolling out over the next few weeks, days? What do you think happens here, Shefty? Well, it's the question that everybody wants to know because as I was flying down to Tampa last night, it reminded me a lot of the Thursday night game when we were watching the Chargers give up 63 or whatever points it was to the Raiders. And there must have been 20 people that texted me from around the league saying, they're going to fire Brandon Staley tomorrow, right? Like, he's going to be out tomorrow, right? Like, I never have gotten so many texts during one game about the future of one head coach until yesterday. And they're rolling in even now. Everybody's asking if Mike McCarthy is going to make it. And I think the truth of the matter is there are a couple of things here to consider. Number one, Jerry Jones never, ever, expected to be in this position, having to make this decision today. I think, frankly, he's stunned that he has to even contemplate something like this. And so, I I mean, we may get something here in 30 minutes. It may go on into the week. He has to process it, and he or Stephen Jones really would be the only two guys who could say to you for sure, okay, we're standing with Mike or we're not standing with Mike, and we're going to make a decision on this day. But I think everybody across the league – has said to me, or at least agrees that there's a question there, and there have been people who said to me during the course of the season that Mike would be judged on how the last game goes for Dallas. Well, there we go. If if that's the case, and he's judged on that game, I think we all know how it's going to go. But Jerry has to take some time, process what he wants to do, because he was not expecting to be in this position today. Um, and so, to me, I guess what I would say, it's not the answer you want. Anything's possible. What's that whiskey that he drink? Maker's Mark, right? Yeah. He's yep. a, he has his own Maker's Mark whiskey blend. 120 mm-hmm. proof? No, it's 108. Oh, I think it's 108. 103? 108. Something absurd. Yeah, it's like 103 pr- proof. Uh, we had it whenever we were down there for the Cotton Bowl Classic. And also after WrestleMania, potentially a bottle of it. I assume Jerry's pouring through that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, I assume he is, him and Steven are potentially rolling through some of that maker's mark. Obviously not expected to be there. Neither was Dak Prescott. We assume Dak is a cowboy no matter what, right? Yeah, well, here's the issue there. When you have a loss like that, now, to me, it impacts first and foremost Mike McCarthy, but then there's fallout beyond that, right? Like, what happens to Dak? And he's on the books next year for $59.5 million cap charge. He's got the leverage over them and everybody thought that he would get a new deal this offseason, and he still might and probably will. Is it going to be the exact deal that we expected? Would it have been the same deal if they had had a deep playoff run and potentially won the Super Bowl? I don't know about that. There's got to be some fallout there. There's fallout with Dan Quinn, the defensive coordinator in Dallas, who is a candidate for jobs, head coaching jobs across the league, was thought to be square and play in Washington and Seattle uh, to succeed Pete Carroll, maybe even in Dallas. If the Cowboys wanted to make a change, well, if Jerry decides he's going to make a change, is Dan Quinn the guy now? Or is there fallout from yesterday's game? I, I don't know how that's going to go. But Dan Quinn still, to me, is a prime head coaching candidate. But Mike McCarthy's going to have to answer for yesterday. Dan Quinn's going to have to answer for yesterday. Dak Press, everybody involved, and there will be fallout from it. Bill Belichick to the Cowboys, possible? 
in your world? Because I, I put out a tweet. I think the internet was – I think Belichick was trending yes. alongside Mike McCarthy last night and then alleged uh, Bill Belichick was waiting to see if there was any playoff teams that were going to make a move. I think other people had alluded to that basically all week last week. And all eyes were on the Dallas Cowboys. But now that yeah. we're potentially at a spot where that could happen, I guess, is where we're at. Would that ever work? Do you think Bill Belichick, Jerry, would ever work? And how much do you know about their relationship? Well, I definitely think it could work if that's what both sides wanted to happen. Uh, I don't think it would be an issue. Jerry made it work with Bill Parcells. Bill Parcells made it work with Jerry. And I think the same would be true if that was the path that Jerry decided he wanted to go down. And Bill is the greatest coach of all time. If they decide to make a change, to me, he would be in play. One of the texts last night were coming down. Oh, I'm sure Bill Bel- Bill Belichick is on Zillow right now looking for homes in the <laughs> Dallas area, right? Like, that was going around during during the game last night. Uh, I, I I think he's – look, if Jerry makes the move, that's going to be the guy that everybody looks to right away as a prime candidate for that job if he makes a move. It, it, it's just logical because Jerry wants to win. Like how many more chances is he going to have to win? And if you can win and you go higher, arguably the greatest coach of all time, Whoa. would that make sense? I, again – these are the things that he has to think about and decide on. It's his team, and uh, we'll see where he comes in on it. I didn't even hear that because of uh, what I was thinking about. Are, he's the greatest coach of all time. <laughs> and yeah. Yeah. You said argument. So I said, yeah, he's the greatest coach of all time. Okay. Pro, okay. pro football coach, yes. Pro, yep. pro football. Okay. Who, who's, so. Well, who, we'll, give, we'll give Nick Saban the college title. We'll give Bill the pro title. I think we're good. Okay, good. Bingo. And we won't have to do what ESPN did immediately. No. No. And we are ESPN, so that sounds a little oh, bit self-serving yeah, there. Yeah. But, like, uh, get up first take immediately. Who's a better coach now that they both retired? Now that they both <laughs> moved on? Go ahead. Let's hear you why. Bill couldn't do it. Like, you got to, like, kill these people the day afterwards. I will say we will give Bill Belichick that call. Jerry Jones hiring him. You saying he's dying soon? That's why how many more opportunities uh, does he have to win this entire thing? Is that what you said? Jeez. <laughs> no, you, listen, uh, Shafter. That's what you said. Yeah, and Jerry Jones not going to die. We no, know that. Never. Vince McMahon's never going to die. Nope, Jerry Jones go. never going to sure. die. <laughs> there's a couple of these, and there's already AI in his stadium exactly. where he is answering people's questions. If you do recall, but you're talking about the window of the team with how great their team is. Because I don't think I've looked into all the contracts yeah. too. I don't think I've looked in, into that. Do we know how many are returning? They they have a ton of free agents that are. Uh, contracts that are up this offseason, expiring contracts. Uh, Tony Pollard, offensive lineman. Micah Parsons wants a new deal. C.D. Lamb wants a new deal. Dak wants a new deal. Like You can't huh. do everything for everybody, keep right. the players, and think that it's going to be the same team. And you know the best teams are able to find a way to reload. Like the Rams this year carrying, I think, like $60 million in dead cap money. This was supposed to be a rebuilding year, and lo and behold, they obviously go find Kyron Williams and Puka Nakua in the draft, and, and they're rolling along. And, and then what? Year, so. And then what? And then what, Shefter? What happened to that Rams team? Tell them, Shefter. And they they lost last night. To who? To to, to the Detroit Lions. Ooh. Wow. Wow. Let's go. 
in in the Super Wild Card. Yeah, in the Super Wild Card. Finally. All right. Before we move on from the Cowboys Packers, Ty has a question for you. Yeah, Shefty. Stemming from that game uh, before the game, Jair Alexander was 50-50 to go. He obviously plays, yeah. hasn't a uh, huge play, but then kind of turns that same ankle. I think in the third quarter. Do you know what his status is going to be going forward? It kind of seemed like the kind of thing where if they wouldn't have been beating the absolute dog shit out of the Cowboys, there's a chance he would have been uh, back out there. And then stemming from yeah. that, do you think last night's performance all but guarantees that Joe Barry's going to be back for another year? Whoa. Uh, some big statements. But by the way, weren't people ready to run off Joe Barry? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Sounds still like are. they still are. Yeah, this guy, he just said that that's why he asked that question. <laughs> I love this, right? So right now they're coming off a great game. Now, yeah. now Joe Barry's, we're clinching he's back. Done. And then okay. if they happen to go lose in San Francisco and play poorly defend, then you'll want him gone again next Monday, right? Like, so I never said you know, anything about wanting him back next year right now. I'm glad they won <laughs> yesterday. I'm glad the defense played well. But Ty's not sold, I don't think. Yeah. Ty's not sold. I don't know if he speaks for all Green Bay Packers fans, but that has been a story of the year because Jordan, what we all got yeah. to see him do mm-hmm. down in Dallas, has seemingly been playing very good football for a long time. The defense has more more so been the issue. So now that Joe Barry has got that defense humming. Yeah. Huh? A little bit. Maybe we're all the way back. And Jair's a big part of that, especially healthy. Well, that defense yesterday was great. And it was interesting to me, I'm watching the game, and, and they win the toss, and they take the ball right away. And I thought, wow, they're not deferring. That That's bold. But I, I understood it right away. Like, they wanted to get on top. They didn't want to fall behind Dallas. Dallas is a big front-running team. And they wanted to see if they could get that ball and get the lead. And that was it. Like, first series, like big statement, game over. And the defense responded, and they played great. Uh, Jair, in regards to the injury, Matt LaFleur didn't say much about it after the game. The short week doesn't help. I think I think we'll list him as questionable for Saturday night right now against the 49ers. Out there. All right. Jair. We'll see. I, I'm not sure about that yet. Gave another incredible Ooh. quote after the game. Uh, talking about quarterbacks throwing him multiple picks or whatever, mm-hmm. about Dak Prescott. He seemingly was in good spirits, and we need more microphones on this guy all the time. Please. Uh, I mean, it was a character. Real, it was lit, honestly. Like, there's no better feeling. Like... There's a, there's a few quarterbacks who've thrown me multiple picks in my career, and Dak is now one of them. So he's along my top QBs. <laughs> yes. Seems like he's a good spirits. Yeah. yeah. That that feels like a guy that's gonna play. Mm-hmm. That's uh, that, you know that is that's that's Captain Jair. Yep. Captain Jair. Amen. Well, that's funny because they did take the ball. Mm-hmm. You know, I wonder if Jair goes out there, likes himself, Captain. He goes. Let, please, I, I got one on yeah. Dak already. Yep. Let me go ahead and get another one. Uh, we have some more questions about other stuff popping off around the NFL. Conman has a question for you, Shefty. Yeah, Shefty, obviously it was a real cute press conference last week with Pete Carroll and the Seattle Seahawks, but clearly that is not what was uh, going down. There's a two-minute video now, and he was on a Seattle sports radio show, and he actually talked about how the decision that was made was not by you know football people, as he put it. Uh, what's the deal there? So clearly he got pushed out now. We can all assume that that is correct and he definitely is going to coach again somewhere else because it sounds like he does want to continue coaching Seattle just didn't want him to be their head coach I I think that is accurate Uh, if it were left to Pete Carroll he would have continued coaching that team he made it clear last Sunday that he did not intend to retire he said it again Monday and then they started the organizational calls that they had and clearly Jody Allen the owner had other ideas than Pete Carroll did and wanted to make a change and did make a change. And now whether Pete coaches again this year, we've never had a group of coaches ever 
that has been this decorated, all available for hire, all in the same class. You think about it. Bill Belichick, Pete Carroll, Jim Harbaugh, Mike Vrabel. We go on to the guys that really haven't been head coaches. Ben Johnson, Aaron Glenn, uh, uh, so many good guys. That Raheem Morris has been a head coach, but has learned an awful lot since then. There's just a, an incredible crop of candidates. I don't know if Pete is going to land a job in this cycle. To me, Los Angeles would have made a ton of sense. Like he brings so much positive energy and he brings so much positivity to that organization. But they seem like they're really going after Jim Harbaugh, who they're meeting with today. That seems to be their focus right now. And there will be obviously a lot of talks that have to happen to see if those two sides can figure out whether they can get it done and cement the relationship. But I, I really think that the Chargers are targeting Jim Harbaugh, and we'll see if they can get it done after those talks. If they couldn't, Pete Carroll to me, that's a no-brainer. But I think that they're interested in a veteran type of coach like a Jim Harbaugh, like a Bill Belichick, like a Mike Vrabel uh, that could help that organization reach its potential. A lot available right now. Pete Carroll going back to L.A. would certainly be a yeah, awesome. great story. We'd love to see that and see the energy yeah. that he brings to Herbert and that entire team that has seemingly been built for a playoff run. Darius picked them to go to the Super Bowl, mm -hmm. I think, like two years in a row now, and they have not. Oh, no, no. Obviously. Year. Okay, all right. Anyways, oh. they have not seemingly made it. Let's talk about that Harbaugh interview there. So Harbaugh is pretty much right now, if you could explain this to me as a Michigan man yourself, He's exploring his options just to see what's available. Now, to find out what's actually available in the NFL, he has to go through these interviews. He has to showcase who he is, what he is, how he is, so that they can get an accurate read and give him an accurate offer on what they would be able to offer him if he was going to become the L.A. Chargers head coach. Yeah. Or is this him showcasing that he's going to the NFL? J.J. McCarthy's announced he's going to the draft. Mm -hmm. Blake Corum has announced he's going to the draft. I think Zinter's gone. Yep. I, I think all their I'll stars have uh predominantly said they're going to go to the NFL. Is this meeting saying he's going as well, or is this just him trying to weigh all of his options at this point? No, well, first of all, with Michigan losing all that talent, there's no way that you're picking them next season. Because I saw a video this week, Pat, <laughs> that some Michigan people were picked, sending around. You, you didn't pick them once all year. Was, Not once. Well, good job, Shafty, I'm a, you're welcome. Yeah, yeah. There you go. First of all, motivated <laughs> the boys. Motivated the boys. Um, I'll say this. I'll tell you, but you didn't pick us. So like, I would, I would say pick. Tell me, why don't you pick where Jim's going to wind up? But I know if you pick, right. it will wind up being right. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. I get it. Go Wolverines. No, I so anyway. Hold on. Shefty, Shefty, well, hold, hold on. Hold on. Shefty, hold on. Shefty, please. <laughs> so National Championship College Game Day, I actually said that I've had a lot of Michigan people all week tell me, don't pick us now. Please. Do not pick us now. So with that being said, give me Washington <laughs> to beat Michigan. I actually did that. So follow up to that. I so thought I thought football gods were going to rear their heads into the Michigan situation. I thought, and they never did, which proves to me mm -hmm. that what Harbaugh said whenever he was on, we're innocent, by the way. We know nothing. It's like, I believe the football gods showcased to me after that Rose Bowl. Like, hey. They didn't do shit. Harbaugh didn't know anything, which is why I wanted to pick Michigan in the national championship because the uh, football gods, I thought, would have punished them the week for that. But for the good of Michigan, mm -hmm. I picked the Huskies. So I have yet to see a video saying thank you. Yeah, that's right. Not, not a single one huh. doing that whole thing. Well, hold on. Allow me. Allow me. 
Thank you, Pat. Thank you for allowing my school to come through to win it out. A game ball. A game ball from the University nice. of Michigan. Oh, Matt oh. McAfee. Yeah, respect. There you go. Respect. <laughs> Congrats. There it you did, go. It did become something, though. I, I felt it every time I picked against. I picked yeah. Rutgers at one point. They're hot. They're uh, playing by good. The way, yeah. I had no idea. I had no idea. Right? So all of a sudden, I'm on this text chain, and one of my buddies sent out this video. I'm like, watch the video. I'm watching it. I'm like, oh, there's Pat uh, against Michigan. Here's Pat. Uh, he picked against Michigan. There's and there, and I had no idea it was a thing until I saw this video within the last few days. I'm like, oh, I'm definitely gonna bring that up to As Pat. As you should. And we're, we're, I was wrong completely. And of course, they win the national championship. Yeah, well, <laughs> dominant fashion. What are you gonna do? It happens. You knew it. Hey, so congrats, good. boys. Yeah. Law and naysayers. Me being yeah. one of them. You know me. So being here's one. here's the Jim Harbaugh situation, right? So he is gonna meet with the Chargers. And I believe that Jim has done everything that he set out to do at the University of Michigan. He restored the program's pride. He helped them beat Ohio State. He got them to the college football playoff. He won a national champion. He's done everything that you could want to do in Ann Arbor. And he loves Ann Arbor. It's a part of him. And if he were to go back, I think he'd be comfortable with that. But I also think he wants to win a Super Bowl. I also think the money in the NFL coaching ranks is greater than it's ever been. I also think there's seven different opportunities right now. Maybe there'll be more. There's a whole host of things, and there's some attractive options. So all of that says to me that Jim is completely open to listening, and I believe the Chargers are targeting Jim Harbaugh to be their guy, and we'll see if they can sit down and figure it out. And that means, okay, can the Chargers set up their organization in a way that Jim would be comfortable? Are they saying the same kind of things and speaking the same kind of language? Like, hey, can we get this nutrition program going? Can we have the weight room in your team's new training complex the way I want? I want X number of analytics people. I want more employees, more scouting, like all the infrastructure that's involved, right? And if they're talking the same language, I think in a perfect world, Jim would like to go do it. But... Jim can be highly unpredictable. There's no assurances it gets done. But I can tell you this. The Chargers, I believe, want him. I believe he wants Justin Herbert. And now we see if the two sides can sit down and figure out a way to make it happen. Mike Greenberg said on our show whenever we were in New York, um, he said, me and Harbaugh were at a funeral. Mm-hmm. Somebody died. <laughs> yep. Sorry. Uh, we sat. We did a full moment of silence for the person. Yes, Har- we did. Greeny didn't care. We weren't invited to the funeral. No. Greeny was invited to the funeral. Right. We had a moment of silence for whoever it was that died. Greeny did not. No. But he said he sat next to Harbaugh and he talked to Harbaugh for a little bit. And he said Harbaugh just talking about Herbert. Just like what he had to say about Herbert was this thing like massive amount of compliments and obviously respect. Harbaugh going in there, we all just assume he'll win, right? Because that's what Harbaugh does. Harbaugh is... One of the greatest football coaches to ever exist. Getting to know him over the national championship run and like through paying attention to him, he is beloved by his players, man. Absolutely beloved and a genius. Yeah, I had John Harbaugh. I taped John Harbaugh for my podcast that runs tomorrow. And I asked him, what will make Jim successful at the NFL level should he go? And John went on and on about Jim being as good a team builder as there is in football. And you can hear the comments tomorrow. He just went on and on about it. Um, Everywhere he's been, he's built a team. Whether he was in San Diego, Stanford, 49ers, Michigan, and 
John believes, based on his comments, he's going to do it again. He's going to do it and, again. And they all play like they're all physical teams, mm -hmm, too. Yeah. You know, yeah. that is the kind of the notion. And now, with where the NFL has come back perfect. to, it is like the perfect time for him to get back into the NFL. I hope it does take place up there or over there in L.A. for Jim Harbaugh. Then that would mean, that would probably mean that, like, Belichick's going the Cowboys versus change. Yeah, yeah need for sure. And then where's Vrabes headed to? Where's Vrabes? Carolina? Ooh. People are saying Seattle. Seattle. Yeah. Seattle Vrabes over there. Yeah. West Coast Vrabes. Mm -hmm. Yep. That oh, defense. That would be awesome. Yeah. Do they have enough dip for him over there? Do oh, they? yeah. No, it's expensive. I don't there. know. Yeah. They'll open it up. Oh, they're going to have to. Vrabel rule. We're in Ohio. Yeah, all drugs are legal in Seattle, so. No, that's Portland. Oregon, Oregon I think. Yeah. Seattle is a city within a state called Washington. Mm -hmm. Beautiful. <laughs> Absolutely beautiful. Anyway, Schefter, sorry we're ruining your journalism credibility here as we speak. Uh, there's other places that obviously have question marks but have some answers as well. Yeah, over, over in New England, Foxborough, since uh, the Gerard Mayo hire, um, any um, anything coming out as far as who's going to be leading the personnel department or even maybe the offense with, uh, on Gerard Mayo's New England Patriots? I think on the GM front, first of all, the Crafts never have hired a GM in their 30 years of owning the team. <laughs> I've never had one. Wow. And my understanding is that they very well may wait until after the draft to even pursue hiring somebody in that area. They have right now Matt Groh in the front office. They have Elliot Wolf in Shefty, the front office. Shefty. Yeah. I've heard the Patriots people hate that Mac Rowe guy. I'm just reading. I'm just telling you what the internet's telling me, and what a mulleted man who has a lot of ties up there. Yeah, pub, public uh, perception on Mac Rowe is that he is the dipshit behind a lot of the bad decisions Whoa. in New England. Now, maybe that is because people have eased up. Allegedly, the bill we're just left. telling you that is just what I am hearing and have seen a lot of. They hate him up there. Allegedly. Well, again, my point: they're going to be patient on the front office. I think they're going to leave things intact. And if, if, if they hire a GM, it would not surprise a lot of people across the league if they didn't do it until after the draft. Now, this is a big draft. They got the third pick. Oh, yeah. And I think there's every possibility, uh, probability, in fact, that we may see three quarterbacks, despite how good Marvin Harrison Jr. and some of the other players are. I think we may see three quarterbacks go one, two, three, bang, bang, bang. Woo! And the Patriots, under that scenario, where they are, we get the third quarterback. So unless they want to try to move up, but they may, I think they're going to leave that front office for the time being intact until after the draft. And then we'll see what direction the franchise decides to go. So is Robert Kraft making the decision on which quarterback or John? Well, I would think that Gerard Mayo is going to have a big say into that. I would okay. think the existing, mem okay. the, the existing so members he's gonna, of the front hey, Is he going to be... He's going to have, like, get-to-go, shop-for-the-groceries conversation. No, I, no I'm not saying that. I'm just saying there will be a bunch of voices. Now, how it shakes out, how they filter through all that to make the decision to decide which quarterback they're taking, I don't know. But I'm just saying they're not going to ignore Gerard Mayo's voice. And I don't think he, you know, will have the ultimate, like, I'm buying all the groceries, cooking all the, I don't think it's like that either right now. Well, I think, I think right. they're kind of feeling this all out. Yeah. This yeah. is new to all. This is new to all of them. This is not a situation that the crafts have been in very often over time, and I think they're figuring it out as they go. That'd be awesome if he gets a couple right, and all of a sudden they're like, yep, you got it. He's yeah, the yeah. next one. Yep. Do it. Give them both hats. Take, give them another hat.
He's the general manager and the head coach, just like Belichick. A video had surfaced from back in the day of Tom Brady uh, doing a sit-down interview with Scott Zolak, I believe, yep. inside the Patriots. And it is very fascinating to hear how they talk about Gerard Mayo then. Here's the clip that kind of changed everything from my perspective on this Gerard Mayo hiring. If somebody's got to say something or there's a complaint within that locker room, who's got the most clout? I don't know. You know, I would say that his Matt. son, Gerard, has a pretty good pull. <laughs> outside if of, we want outside of done, the family. We go to, we go to Gerard Belichick. Did you, I did not. So that was the first. When I saw that on the internet, I literally sent it to Connor. Yeah. I'm like, hey, did we know that this was the case? And that's years ago there. Years Connor had short hair. Yeah. Tom had short hair. I think still, I think. Oh, yeah, the, Matt, Matt Light's still on the team. That's a long time ago. He, yeah. Now he's a vodka owner. Yeah. That guy owns a vodka thing. Mm-hmm. That guy owns a basketball team. What? Uh, boat. What? Seven Super Bowl rings. What? I mean, that, that, in there. Boat team. And there's, yeah, he's got a, what was that? I don't know. Is it like a G3 league or Water something? Water sports yeah, team. Yeah, I don't know. Super Super duper water sports. Mm, cool new boat knows. league. Jet ski racing. Yeah. Is he running drugs? Is this a cover? I think there's <laughs> any chance. Well, anyway, so no, before he did all that stuff, he was saying Gerard Belichick's the guy. This has seemingly been written in the stars for New England as soon as the guy out of Tennessee got to New England. Is that what we're learning from this as we roll on here, Shefty? He's somebody that the organization has thought a lot of for a long period of time. And I think, you know, there are a lot of different relationships that take on different forms as they go along, but clearly his standing there was very high, has been very high, and somebody that they had viewed as a potential successor for quite some time. Now, you know, there had been some talk during the season about whether or not that would actually happen, which shows you that it just goes to be talked, that there's a lot of talk at this time of the year. Some of it's real, some of it's not, because with the plan they had in place, he was always going to be the guy when Belichick walked away. And look, they have the press conference on Thursday. By Friday, Gerard Mayo officially is named as the head coach of the Patriots, and on they go. They don't even talk to any other candidates, and he becomes the guy now moving forward. Don't even need to hear it. Now on the flip side, (laughs) Las Vegas. Antonio Pierce is interviewing Tennessee and Atlanta, I believe. Mm -hmm. They started with Leslie Frazier. Mm -hmm. That's an interesting scene over there. Max Crosby's coming out. Saying, I'm gone. I'm gone. I'm going to walk my ass right out of the facility (laughs) to hire Antonio Pierce. Love that. Wild scene. Love that out of Max Mm -hmm. because he's friends with the owner, right? Yeah, they smoke cigars together. So, like, that's a whole... Why are the Raiders are raidering right now? What's going on here? You know, I just think that they just appointed this whole committee to go through a search. They don't seem to be in any great rush. There's not a lot of urgency, and maybe there's not a lot of urgency because they feel like Antonio is the guy, but they need to go take a look at some other candidates as well by the rules and because that's the right thing to do. Uh, I think the people that I've spoken to believe ultimately that he's the leading guy and very well could be the choice, but Mark Davis also is a wild card, and you just never know what he's going to think. I think if Harbaugh is taken out of the equation, uh, I think that's just that much more evidence for a guy like Antonio Pierce. He's very popular amongst the players. They want him. The key players do. Uh, I would think eventually Mark Davis will get to that spot where you'd like to think that Antonio would be the choice. Uh, They're just not there right now, and while they're not there, and he's going out to take the interviews that he is with the Titans and the Falcons and whoever else calls. You said the rules. He has to do that. The rules in a process, they have to interview somebody from outside the building? Is that the rule? Uh, the rule is that they have to still, still sit down and meet with minority candidates, at least two, face-to-face. Oh, two. I didn't know that was because oh, we got to and the contract. Not only that, but... Like if you, you hired a black yeah, dude... No, no, no. no you can, they, they can't would, just hire They. They have they they have to go 
talk to other candidates. And the issue is you're not allowed to meet with candidates who are under contract until after the divisional playoff round, which is why this is moving slowly. Okay, okay, okay. That makes a lot more sense, by the way. Patriots also don't get any of the benefits of the Rooney Rule because it is Mm in-house. But Antonio Pierce will be in-house, too. Yeah, but I'm assuming because... But the the, Patriots had a plan. the, The Patriots submitted it to the league office. So the league office had notice. Now, I'm not telling you this rule makes sense. There are some people who are not it happy about it. It doesn't. Because you're potentially screwing Antonio Pierce right now. Right? Yeah, there are some people there's people who are pissed off about it. But that is the rule. You could submit a successor plan uh, to writing, and I guess that basically protects you from the Rooney Rule, or like you don't have to go out and abide by it. it it's kind of weird to me, but that's how it is. I get it that it's in... Tent is to obviously make the situation a lot better, but it's like black dude ready to be hired. Get it should done. Should be open shut. Book. Should be yeah. able to. Mm-hmm. But anyway, we expedited the process. Like right. we made things even better. Hopefully it all works out. It makes sense though why it hasn't happened yet. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So maybe we all need to relax a little bit on Mark Davis making this hiring because he can't can't interview anybody until after yeah. the divisional round. He's still coach. I mean that's yeah, a whole. Got some good, yeah, I also good think the Ben Johnson obviously. Karen Glenn. Yeah. yeah, yeah, but Bill. They, they're going to have to meet with people in Vegas. And, you know, Mark Davis never seems to uh, act with urgency. Plus, the last time he went through this, the players wanted Rich Passaccia. They did. And he went with Josh McDaniels. So, to me, it's hard again to go mm-hmm. overlook what your players are saying, what we all saw was very obvious to us that Antonio Pierce looked like a leader of men and go ignore that and go hire somebody else. Like, you may be getting a great coach, but you've been through this before. You have a great coaching candidate. It's pretty simple. You just go make it happen. I understand there's a potential, like, uh, the players are emotional and they're they're not thinking mm-hmm. soundly. And that could be true, and that has certainly happened with interim coaches in the past and everything like that. But you've failed picking coaches before. A lot of people fail. Mm-hmm. Like, that is just a very normal thing in the NFL is failing on the head coaching search. So if everybody's all in and it's seemingly going well, why not? Mm-hmm. Let's just go ahead and do that. Well, I can't. Because the Rooney Rule is kind of slowing the entire thing down for hiring a black guy. Anyways, let's move to tonight because there's a lot of things yeah. that we need to know before we gamble on the games. Yeah, Sheffy, let's talk about the two games tonight. Or one definite game tonight. I heard there might be light dusting in Buffalo, so who knows if they play that game there at 4.30 today. Uh, but Jalen Hurts. Tony. Tony, did you see the band? Tony. Yeah, yeah band. I saw it. That's Buffalo. Um. It was terrible. If that game would have been played, it would have been <laughs> no. awesome. so terrible. Oh, I would love it. Good decision. Yeah. I think, okay. Um, it Jay- sucked, though, waiting until yeah. 4.30. Yeah. Jalen Hurts' his finger. Uh, the other day, we heard he hadn't thrown a pass yet. What are we dealing with there? A.J. Brown is out, correct? Is Devonta Smith healthy? And then um, for the other game, I know since it got delayed a game, does, does that bring Gabe Davis a chance to play or not? Or what's the injury situation today? Gabe's not going to play. He's out still. Okay. That's not changing. In regards to the Eagles, Jalen Hurts went through a full practice at the end. They took him off the injury report. So they're saying they're saying he's healthy and ready to go. Now, we'll see tonight. You pay attention to whether that, that middle finger. Jeez, Shefty. This is our show's bad influence. Yeah. This is on us. Lost of Michigan journalists, man. That's on us. How about the yeah. other injuries, though? Uh, Devontae Smith, good to go. With A.J. Brown, they're going to need him. Uh, and so it was, it was Jalen Hurts, it was Devontae Smith, and who was the third one? A.J. Brown, Brown, I think, out. was. He's out. 
Well, and, and the last time the Eagles played a game without A.J. Brown was the wild card game in 2022 in Tampa, and they lost 31-15. Wow. Hmm. That's a fun stat. Correct. You guys live tonight? How long? Uh, you know what? I'm literally going to the stadium. I'm hanging up with you right now. I'm going over there right now, 1 o'clock, NFL Live, Sports Center, Monday Night Countdown, game. We're on coaches' watch. Who knows what's going to happen, right, during the course of a day. Hell, yeah. We'll see. Is there, is there a set over there, or are you just holding your cell phone like you were in that hotel this morning? It's, it's, it's going to rain. I, I got myself, you know, you drained some of the battery here. I'm a little disappointed about that, but that's the way it goes. <laughs> did we we get a, get hey, did we get you the yeah, portable, yeah. You charger. Need a portable charger with Jesus. a portable speaker, too? I can't believe you don't have that. That is yeah. a mind yeah. blower yeah. to me. Yeah. yeah. Well, right. I got to get that. Still, it's been a week and a half. Ladies and gentlemen, Adam Schefter, thank you. The fact that he relies upon his phone so yeah. often yeah. and doesn't have a portable charger. It's crazy. Wow. Wild. He's mind-boggling. I can't have But it. I think he answered, ESPN gave me this phone. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, like, so ESPN got to give you a portable charger as I well? I guess. Or that's it. Can you just maybe go to a gas station? He's never. No, never been to one. <laughs> Ever. Ever. No. You know how it works. I mean, just like Rapture, he's not driving any cars. He hasn't, he hasn't driven a car in years. He has no clue how to no. even pump gas no. No. What are we even talking about? Push to start blew his mind. You know, malls and Apple stores have like the portable chargers that are like sleek in it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He, no chance. No, 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 no. no way is Schefter in a store. Not a chance. I just see him going from his office where he's typing up his mm-hmm. entire day. Mm-hmm. I believe. And mm-hmm. Back to the journal. Yep. Bingo. Boom. Back to this. Back to the bed that has massive dogs on it, right? Of course. He told mm-hmm. us about. Yep. Schefter's always there for us. We appreciate the hell out of him. Him from that hotel room this morning, right next Hilarious. to Dan Orlovsky, was wild. Yeah, knowing yeah. that Dan was in a banana hammock now, too, yep. even makes it better. Yeah, because it did look like an internet movie scene. Yeah. It did. And then now even more so because the guy's meat was almost on TV. Exactly. Mm-hmm. That was like old CNN Zoom call situation. Yeah, yeah, yeah tubing. What are they doing? Tubing Orlovsky. <laughs> What's up, everybody? Michael Fabiano here from Sports Illustrated to tell you that if you love football as much as I do, you'll want to cash in on this season with Prize Picks, the number one daily fantasy sports app. Just select two or more players, pick more or less on their projection, and place your entry. Pick more, pick less. It's that easy. Play for a shot to turn $10 into $250 with just a few taps. Easy gameplay, quick withdrawals, and a wide variety of players and stat options are right at your fingertips. Prize Picks is also the only daily fantasy platform with injury insurance if one of your players leaves the game. Over 7 million football fans have already signed up, and I'm one of them. So join us and get in on the action today. Right now, Prize Picks will match your first deposit up to $100. Use code TPMS to cash in on your sports fandom this season at prizepicks.com slash TPMS. That's code TPMS at prizepicks.com slash TPMS for a first deposit match up to $100. Prize Picks. Getting engaged is a moment worth cherishing. A one-of-a-kind ring that you design at Blue Nile can help your love sparkle. Just choose your diamond and setting. When you've found the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Finding the right engagement ring can be nerve-wracking. At Blue Nile, you'll have the expert guidance needed and a diamond guarantee that ensures you're getting the highest quality at the best price. Cherish all of life's moments and save up to 30% at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. 
football. Happened in a big way the last two days. We got two games coming up. One at 4.30 in Buffalo where the Pittsburgh Steelers Mm -hmm. will travel to a chilly, snow-filled Buffalo to see who will advance to a chance to maybe go win the Lombardi. And then wrap up the entire Super Wildcard Weekend on ESPN. We have the Tampa Bay Buccaneers hosting the Philadelphia Eagles. Now, this Philadelphia Eagles team has a dislocated finger on the quarterback. They have a Don Moxie. But they got big Dom DeCastro returning to the sideline. Mm -hmm. And I believe that they're going to play the best football that they've played in a month and a half. And on the other side, Baker Mayfield. This dude started out the season with Tampa Bay phenomenal. Then he got a little bit cold. Then he came all the way back towards the end. Three-point spread. Home dog and wild card playoff weekend for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Home dogs have done what? One half of the hammer. The Cowboys turned digs. Uh, they were 8-3-2 and two in the last 10 seasons coming into this weekend. Houston Texans make it 9-3-2. and two. Home dogs who normally ride the energy of the crowd a little bit whenever it's playoff Hopes on the line. Oh, yeah. uh, the Talks Table is here. At Boston Connor and at Ty Schmidt. Sweet shirt, Connor. And I appreciate that very much. It is freezing cold out there. It has been oh. pre- pretty wild these past couple of days. Stack of dimes at all times. But we uh talking about Tampa versus Philly. Who's the one guy that's been able to stop the tush push on his own this entire year? Vita Vea will be <laughs> right in the middle of that uh-huh. Tampa Bay defense. You'll know who he is because mm. he's an actual commercial refrigerator. Yep. 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 And he runs a 4-7 somehow. He's Solomon right there. Person. He's phenomenal. His <laughs> calves are the size of your body, yeah. pretty much. <laughs> mm-hmm. And that is just one part of the freak show that is Vita Vea. A nine-year NFL vet, Darius J. Butler, is here. Hey, last, time, last time these two teams played, though. I think Philly ran the ball like 40-something times to get a win. So It was a long time ago. Yeah, was that the hey. breakout Swift game? Yes. That the, yeah. Are those two different teams now? Are they playing the same style no, of football? No A.J. Brown. You're going to lean on that. Will Jason Kelsey and the Philadelphia Eagles offensive line get it done? Because the mm-hmm. playoffs are here. The all eyes are on them, which is what they love, especially with that uh, chunky soup commercial. Jason Kelsey yeah. does well in there. He's yeah, good actor. he does. Donna Kelsey does great in there. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Yep. Swag surfing a little bit. And he was loving that. Fourth coldest game in the history of the NFL. Donna Kelsey with a multi-billionaire swag yep. surfing alongside Brittany Mahomes wearing Kristen Juszczyk jacket. Yep. Uh-huh. Oh, vibing it. I don't know who's in the second row. Feeling it, though. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? not. <laughs> feeling <laughs> it in the second row. Donna's never it. swags her. No. She's there for football. She's not there to swag. It was good to see the Chiefs be the Chiefs. And uh, mm-hmm. I picked the Dolphins what? plus four and a half. What a dumb choice. I mean, I'm from cold. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's like different levels of this. Oh, yeah. Negative 27 wind chill. The Miami boys had no shot. No shot. None. Yeah. They had no chance it at showed, There dude. was Jalen Ramsey had a one on one tackle <laughs> with Pacheco. And he literally, you saw him go, ah, nope, not yeah. doing that, and get bumped in the end zone for a touchdown. And then you got a chilly evening. Yeah. Science says freezing. Jesus. Evening, actually. And now. There's probably some humans from warm weather climates that are like, well, 32 is uh, freezing temperature. It's like, that ain't happening unless it is at the point of, if you're not from the cold, you got no shot, Tom. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that is what it was in Kansas City. And the Chiefs might be back, by the way. They might be. Patrick Mahomes might be back. Him skirting mm-hmm. on the fourth down, picking up the first down, doing his full Patrick yeah. Mahomes thing. Oh, yeah. Haven't seen that in a long time. No, nope. we haven't. Have not seen that in a long time. Joining us now is Amanda we all. Had a chance to celebrate on Friday night. That's right. Hell yeah. He's 40 years old. Mm-hmm. Whoa. In his 40 years on this earth, circling the sun, 
He's become a college football national champion, what? a Super Bowl champion, what? a Ryder Cup winner, what? a COVID survivor, what? a father of 10, what? and he is currently the president of Ohio. Wow. No big deal. Ladies and gentlemen, A.J. Hawk. Yeah. yeah. Happy birthday, A.J. Happy birthday, Hawk. Oh, yeah. Thanks. Appreciate you guys showing up. It was all a surprise to me. It was awesome. Everything was, was great. So thank you all for being there. No problem. We loved it. We enjoyed it. Uh, weather was a little sketchy getting in and out of there. Yep. Uh, on the way home, there was almost a dead body on the road. Crazy. So there's a lot going on. We were lucky, though, to get a chance to go see you and your people over there. You guys certainly get done. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, big time. Certainly get down. Down oh, yeah. low. Yeah, down low. Real, down, real low. Real down low. Right. Doing a lot of stuff. Uh, interesting party for sure. Had a blast. Yeah, uh, a lot of fun. Collection of humans that were there were awesome. Mm-hmm. I mean, literally walking around the room, it's a who's who. Holy shit. Yeah. Holy shit. Mm-hmm. Laurenitis. Wow. Yeah. Schlegel. <laughs> Schlegel. 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 Oh, the general Bob Carpenter was wearing a three-quarter zip oh, yeah. with nothing underneath, <laughs> zipped all the way down, just sweating. Yeah. Dog. Just <laughs> absolutely wide open. Obviously, straight out of a meditation retreat in the woods, Aaron was there. That's right. We did not fist fight, turns out. No. That's going to piss oh. off the Republicans. Yeah, uh, sure. You know, who uh, called me a big-time coward last <laughs> week. <laughs> AJ, we chatted about this in the first hour. Whenever we're talking about the world coming together, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Feels like we're closer than we've ever been. Hey, Does it's it your birthday. Really? Where, yeah. It depends on where you're at, I guess, in yeah. the country and who you're talking to. Is my, that's all I have to say. But I feel great. Yeah. I feel very positive. I feel uh-huh. like football brings us all together. Absolutely. I feel like this great slate of games we had, and we have a couple more ahead of us. I think that definitely helps kind of bring everyone together. The party was a good time, and uh, we're thankful to be where we are right now. Uh, I was canceled by both political parties last week. I, I, I kind of realized that at your party. A couple people brought that up, mm-hmm. and I was like, yeah, I didn't even think about that. You're right. Yeah, both of them. Does that ever happen to other – like, has that happened to other people? I don't know if both? it's ever happened like, to anybody in history. And then on Friday, oh. back. I don't know. Yeah. That might be the new Twitter bio, well, to be honest with you. I'm not 100% sure. We do know Gonzo. Gonzo is probably on yep. that list. He yeah, did, but yeah. he's not putting in his Twitter bio. No, no, no he's not. No, it's he's a little not. different. He's changing uh, his Twitter bio. Anyways, your party was fantastic. Your wife did a fantastic job setting it up. Shout out Laura. Yeah, yeah. Laura. Laura's family was getting after it, obviously. Uh-huh. That's the whole family. All of, yep. them. All of them. I talked to Chopper Bopper a little bit. Oh, yeah. That was a good time. Weapon. Hey, Chopper. Hey, Chopper. He went up to the DJ before anybody else was fed up with the music that guy was playing. Mm-hmm. Chopper goes, I need to hear a little Zach Bryan. <laughs> yes. He comes up to me, he goes, Chops, I need to hear Zach Brown. I'm like, I'm not the DJ. He was like, why is this guy playing Zach Brown, Chopper? I'm like, I have no idea, Chops. Why don't you go up to him? They love requests. DJs oh, love yeah. it. And he just yep. walks right over, full suit. This guy's in. Full suit, holding a beer, I think. Uh-huh. He goes, Chops, how about some Zach Brown? I see him say the whole thing. And then you see the DJ take the, okay, yeah, yeah. put the headphone back on. He comes over, Chops, he's not going to play Zach Brown. <laughs> no. <laughs> That's what he said uh-uh. it was. This dude, how old is Chopper? How old is that guy? I believe Chopper is 75 now. Seems like what? he's about 17, though. Dude, just <laughs> strapped, bald head. I mean, he's got both ears, you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. So it looks like he's a special agent because mm-hmm. he's like, plug, you know, that's what <laughs> That's what I felt like I was talking to. Had a blast. Let's talk about having a blast. The Green Bay Packers go into the Dallas Cowboys and just ruin their entire livelihood. Literally. Walk into their house, kiss their wife, eat their food, and then bounce out and say, this is our home now. Packers against the Dallas Cowboys, 6-0 in the playoffs. Mm -hmm. Jordan Love now has more wins, I guess, than any, but whatever. Dallas Cowboy thing. Mm -hmm. Now Mike McCarthy's on chopping block. We don't need to talk about the Dallas Cowboys. You're the all-time leading tackler for the Green Bay Packers. How does it feel to know that with Jordan Love, 
they're definitely back in the conversation every single year yep. with a Super Bowl oh, yeah. expectation going into the year. Defense played better than it has played seemingly all year. They had Dallas out of sorts from jump. AJ, you got to be pumped about this as a Packer legend. Uh, yeah, this was honestly, this is a very fun game to watch. Now, obviously, I have some ties to, to Dallas with, with Big Mike McCarthy and other guys on the staff, so I felt for them, especially after the game with all the, man, like everything that's that's being talked about in Dallas. We'll see what happens there over the next couple of days, I guess. But, man, Jordan Love, like, you can't say enough about how special this guy is. We, I think we mentioned, like, yes. hey, yeah, the Packers are kind of going in with house money, as you say, but it doesn't feel like that when you're out there on the field. I mean, Jordan Love knows, like, hey, I, I have to produce – and credit to the O-line. I don't know if enough credit is being given to that O-line and how they held up uh, and what they did throughout the day. But, man, Jordan Love, they found their dude. He has it, and it seems like the guys love him. But also credit to that defense, man. Like, the defense looked very, very good. There was a couple moments late, obviously, that made it made it scary for about a half a second, I think, if you thought, oh, okay, this, this about is About two minutes of game clock. It was a little sketchy yeah, right. at the yeah. end. But this this going into half, I mean, that's just that's such a backbreaker right there for the Cowboys. It's what a great play. Yeah, great for the Green Bay Packers to have it. And you talk about the conversation that's happening on the other side about Big Mike McCarthy. Uh, let's let's talk about the conversation that's happening with the floor. Yeah. This is his offense mm-hmm. doing this entire thing. And with the way Jordan Love knows it, understands it, is comfortable in it, is confident in it. And he can make every single throw. They're only going to get better, Agent. That offense is only going to get better through this entire thing. Year one, year two, everywhere across the board. Yeah, like when you look at it and you sit there and you think of the Packers, yeah, you're thinking these guys are so young. They're so, like, they're relatively inexperienced compared to other teams, other offenses you look at. And what they're able to do and kind of the moxie, the confidence, I think that this, this game had to just build huge confidence from the top down. Everybody in that organization, and man, just. They stood up when they needed. They stood up. Jordan Love was was the, the ringleader of that. And just did he miss any throws? Like, do you remember him missing any throws? No. I know he only had twenty one attempts, but still, like everything was beautiful. Yeah, and he's fading away. He's reading the D. I mean, he's he's on the move. He hasn't even started running all over people yet, which is going to happen. Yeah, uh, Lafleur. To your guys' point about them being on like the same page and everything, that touchdown to Musgrave. So apparently, Lafleur called that the play before. Love checked it at the line to a run to Aaron Jones. Aaron Jones goes for 23 yards down the the right side. And then Love asks for that play again on the next play because he just noticed something oh, yeah. in the defense. And then, boom, it goes for a touchdown. Like Love in that section, too. Yeah. yeah. The Lions run that play against the Packers early in the year? Yep. Oh, that's a... Hey. It's Copcat League, baby. Mm-hmm. Hey, oh, we, yeah. we can't stop this thing. We need to uh, see if anybody else can. Let's move away from the Packers, but let's stay in the NFC North. Ladies and gentlemen, the brand new Lions are officially here. Because at that end of the game, you know, there's been a couple moments this year yep. where the same old Lions could have reared their head back into this historic season that mm-hmm. Detroit is having. There's been a couple games where they could have given it away, and it's like, oh, no, mm-hmm. this isn't. Is this 2006 again? Is this 2007? Is this 2018? Is this 2017 again? And each time, the brand new Lions answered. Jared Goff answered. And last night, ball in Jared Goff's hands. Ben Johnson's ears and brain. They put the game away. You punt that ball back, potentially. Matthew Stafford does what Matthew Stafford do. But instead, the brand new Lions put the game away. What a staple type of game for an entire program, an entire franchise, a pillar that they'll lean upon going forward in front of a fan base 
that was treating that like a college game. Oh, yeah. They're an hour and a half before the game, chanting, screaming. And you heard MCDC say the building was humming, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was humming, man. All year they've been great. Obviously, they've been the kindling, man, yep. on the fire, man. But it was just different. The Jared Goff chants, yep. the boos, right. the Lions. Love what a time. Congratulations, Foxy. you got to feel oh, great yeah. about yeah. it. Pat, I will never forget last night for the rest of my life. It was the greatest thing of all time. As you guys know, since the sixth grade, I have been screaming 10 and 6 playoff win. 10 and 6 playoff win. Change that to 10 and 7 playoff win. We start this show. I bring that into your guys' life. And we're talking Lions football when this or when they stink. This show talked about Lions football forever, even during the bad years. And you Thank guys you. witnessed the heartbreak every single time. It was actually eye-opening for you guys, I think, to see the heartbreak after heartbreak after heartbreak. Yeah. And then finally Somebody. something changed. Sheila Fordham, White, Brad Holmes, White. and MCDC, and we birthed the brand new Lions. Lions. And finally, after saying it my whole life, 30 years, I've been saying this is the year, this is the year, this is the year, I can finally say the Detroit Lions have won a playoff game, and this is actually the year. And that's why sports are the best, by the way. Yeah, you're 100% right. You've been hanging on for a long time. Forever. A lot of your livelihood has been spent uh-huh. in the fall, mm. just being disappointed and let down. Watching with my brothers, my dad, mm. everyone, every single Thanksgiving, watching them lose year after year after year. This year too. And actually thinking we weren't going to have the year. I can officially say it. Can yeah. I say this right now? Absolutely. You say whatever the hell you want. The curse. Well, 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 well. well the well, curse. Well, 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 you're not going to say anything about the know. island or anything. Or vaccines. <laughs> what are you talking about? The curse Shape is officially shifters. dead. Okay. Wow. Okay. You can definitely okay. say that. It's curse over. is dead. Congratulations, Lions. Thank Jeez. you. I didn't know what you were going to say. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? I didn't know what you were going to say there. I'm happy that's what you went with, and that is the truth. I believe the curse is dead, AJ. And as a guy who played in the NFC North for a long time and got a chance to experience the fruits of playing against the Lions for so many years, it's wild to think that this team now, with the culture that they've instilled, the quarterback that they have is grateful to be there. And then you hear MCDC afterwards, the game ball. Got two game balls, obviously. One, Brad Holmes. He goes crazy. And then he goes, hey, Jared Goff, you're good enough for Detroit, man. Pitching the ball. It's like, oh, you don't think they were playing on that? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You don't think MCDC was reminding him, like, mm-hmm. hey, they were in Cabo together and said, yeah. this Jared Goff guy stinks. <laughs> mm-hmm. Kicked you here uh-huh. in Detroit. And then remember, everybody said, oh, they got the they got Jared Goff in that contract. What a loss. What a loss. What a loss. And then they win a Super Bowl down there. And they say, this guy, you remember that? MCDC was just telling them that. Over. Over and over yeah. and over again. And the offense shows up. The defense shows up. Special teams. Jack Fox hits a six. 60-yard fair catch in the fourth quarter. 60-yard or 59-yard fair catch, which is just absurd. I mean, this ball is absolutely murdered. It's from the 30, so quick math. It goes to a touchback. That'll be a 70-yarder, right? Instead, it's fair caught at the 10, the 9. Okay, so that's a 60-yard fair catch whenever they need it. Huge play. Fourth quarter, up one. All right, so field goal obviously swings that thing the other way. Jack Fox murders Absolutely slaughters a football. Lions mm-hmm. offense had just went three and out too, and that's where I'm saying, "Oh no, it's happening! It's happening! It's happening!" <laughs> yeah. And then he hits that bomb. It was huge. And Jack Fox says, "You guys remember you paid me for a reason. Yes, yes. this is the reason why. Let's mm-hmm. get a win. Buy in from all parts, AJ. This team's for real, and it's only getting started. It seems like with the brand new Lions. 
Yeah, it is. Did you guys happen to see Laporta's interview on the field, or did you play it in the first hour? I didn't see. No, we did not play it. We did not see it. It was awesome to do. Like, I haven't heard him speak that much. Seeing like the joy that he had and how pumped he was, and he mentioned golf, how they're playing for golf. This is what we're doing. Like, it seems like everything runs through that dude. And they, I don't know, they have something going. MCDC figured out a way. The the GM as well. The GM in the elevator. I'm sure you guys may have seen oh, that. Yeah. Yeah, he awesome. is juiced. Chris Spielman sitting right in the front. I know Chris a little bit. You see Chris standing in the front. Chris is more of a subdued guy, but he probably he showed a little bit of emotion. He was bopping a little bit, like excited. So. Yeah, it's a new it's a new world, and that's what I wanted to ask Foxy though. How nervous were you that whole fourth when you're up one point and there's still seven something left on the clock? Like you had to be dying. Same old, brand new. Same (laughs) Same old, old, brand brand new. new. Oh no, we're back at Stafford here. Stafford from same old, who brand new. I was absolutely losing my mind. My heart was going to explode, and that was literally everything I've said for this whole year was relying on that moment. Are we the same old, or are we finally the brand new? And they they did it. They They actually did it. They answered, and I think a big reason is because of the culture because of the locker room. Here's Jared Goff running into the locker room after the game, after doing his interviews. Not only watch him and obviously how much his teammates love him, and obviously we're drawing on that L.A. Rams kicked you out of L.A. You were actually benched the last couple games that you played for the Rams and McVay. But also look at MCDC's face watching it all happen for Jared Goff behind him as he comes in. It's a beautiful thing up yeah. there in Detroit. Congratulations, Woo! Lions and Lions fans. Hell yeah. So Eminem was there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Saw Big Sean was there with a tie. That's yeah. right. Ooh. Super fresh. Mm-hmm. Super that. fresh there. I saw a lot they of... Sent, uh, they sent Cranston packing. I know really? Cranston was there with his Rams gear on the sideline. Yeah, he did a nice hit on the NFL game day morning show that was four and a half hours long uh, from earlier at like two o'clock in the afternoon. It was a beautiful day for Detroit, and they showed up, by the way. Lions fans showed up. The Lions showed up. The legends showed up. I'm happy for the entire city. Congrats to the brand new Lions. Now, ladies and gentlemen, let's focus our attention on this evening. Actually, this afternoon. 4.30 Eastern time, a game will be played in western New York in a city that's on the lake that took a hammering of snow from a lake effect snow band that was dumping all over the place so much so that the governor of new york actually called for the game to be delayed and traveled to be stopped ladies and gentlemen our friend of the program boots on the ground true buffalonian member member of the bills mafia sal capaccio yes, what's up guys sal it looks good it looks really good out there is that accurate is this what it's going to be for game time it's bright out here, actually. You know what? There's a lot of snow. Let me show you the field, though. Good conditions. Look at this. Great Ooh. job by the field ops staff. Uh, they're still out here. Some shoveling was just going on behind me here. But, I mean, they've done a great job to clear this field. The issue is going to be up here in the stands, guys. Let me show you right now. Oh. Check this out. <laughs> <laughs> those people didn't pay a lot of money for those seats either, Sal. They'll be really okay with that. I think they're going to be fine because it's Buffalo. They're going to be standing and cheering the whole game. I think the um, the heat from their body should melt some of this snow. I'll just tell you, take my mic here. Watch this. Okay. <laughs> yeah, lost though. Oh, there you go. Lost though. 
Is it, wa- is it waterproof, Sal? Yeah, I don't know. I want to see if the mic's still working. I don't know. Hope you can still hear me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, was, it sounded like a good idea. <laughs> yeah. uh, okay, Sal, so obviously we all saw the videos of what it looked like at different times over the weekend. Now, there was a mixed reaction from Pittsburgh people when this game was delayed until today at 4.30. I don't think they fully comprehended the severity of the situation. The travel ban and everything like that. When was that lifted? How do you think Buffalonians are going to get to the game? And do we think the place is going to be packed out? Listen, the travel ban was all different parts of Western New York. It was lifted at different times. The closer you got to the city, you might have had a travel ban that was up until maybe 6 a.m. today. There might have been another couple areas that were lifted last night. Look at look at some knuckleheads out there. I mean, come on. You know, people come out here and there's a safety situation out here with the travel and everything going on. But that said, guys, outside this stadium right now, right over where I'm standing here, if you look out there, that's where a lot of the parking lots are, right over top of there. I mean, they're really trying to feverishly, you know, make sure people have enough um, space to park, things like that. And on top of that, they are offering shuttles for fans. Normally, that's not necessarily the case out here at the stadium in Orchard Park where there's plenty of room. They're offering shuttles out here. So they're going to get people out here. and People are going to come to the stadium. They're going to be able to park. It's, uh, it's okay to travel out here in Western New York. I think maybe one or two towns in the surrounding areas still have a ban going on. It was really bad, really bad, dangerous. And I just want to tell everybody, like, you might see some videos showing downtown Buffalo or other places. Look, if you're not familiar with the way the geography works here, you could have a difference of two or three miles and really have a difference of two or three feet in snow and the way the wind blows off the lake. And that's why you see some of those videos like that. Yeah, they kept saying the band, the band. There's like a band of snow that comes through. This is normal for you guys? This is how it hits every single time? No, not necessarily. But, you know, we had a great winter so far, actually, Pat, to be honest with you. Like, right now, like, this is the first storm we've had. But when the lake is not frozen and the lake actually is a little bit warmer, that's what happens with the water coming off and getting the precipitation. So I'm not a meteorologist, but I learned a lot about this growing up here in Western New York, obviously. But the band does basically stay. It's like this this um, maybe a two or three mile band. It gets narrower, but it gets really, really tough. Think of a hurricane right maybe near the eye wall and then a little bit outside, it's different. Mm-hmm. If you're right there, you're going to get hit pretty hard. And then it moves up, it moves down. It's going to be in the north towns. So the city in north, uh, most of the game today. So I think we're going to be okay to play football out here in this pretty nice, uh, I guess, cold but bright weather. Yeah, it looks, it looks phenomenal. We're all happy about that for 4.30 Eastern time as the Bills host the Pittsburgh Steelers. Go ahead, AJ. Sal, can you, uh, are you allowed to go out there and try to get boots on the ground and actually see what that field feels like? I know they don't have heating coils from stuff I've seen earlier today. I know it's field turf, but is that thing frozen? What's it feel like? No, I would tell you this, like, Normally, so the Run pellets, L drill maybe? The pellets yeah. work. W drill. Right? You guys know how the pellets work mm-hmm. down here. Break. Got my boots on. And, you know, this is ground up tire. This is actually really good. Now, it is turf. It's going to be a little bit slick, but that's kind of normal. Um, but the tarp has been on it all night. I think the turf looks pretty good, guys, to be honest with you. I'm out here. It looks great. I mean, it doesn't look frozen. Yeah. doesn't not look frozen. No, nope. no, not at all. And they had the tarp on it, like I said, all night. So hopefully you can see what I'm doing here with my boots. I'm trying to keep my camera on it as best I can. But anyway, the turf looks pretty good. From down here, so I like think it'll be okay. Fans model. Got it. Whoa, pretty good. Yeah, keep the camera <laughs> on while you're doing some flexibility. <laughs> Last question for me before the boys have some yeah. questions, Sal. Now, a lot of us have always said that every single stadium should be a dome. They can afford it. Everybody's billionaires. Now, I'm a punter. I've talked to every kicker. Mm-hmm. I've talked to every quarterback. They've said dome every single stadium. Every single one of them, Sal. Oh, I love Put them. a dome over top. There's a there's a defensive back from South Florida. Yep. He's saying put a dome. We all there's a, there's a contingency of us that say dome at all. We want it 70 and sunny. Now, 
football fans say, hey, there's football weather mm -hmm. for mm -hmm. a reason. Damn right. The next stadium you guys are building does not have a roof, right? Not even one that's a retractable roof. So if something like this was to happen again, we would have to delay and suspend the game again. Do you think there's any second thoughts to that? Or this is Buffalo football. This is how it's going to go. Well, there's a lot of layers there to what you're asking. The new stadium is not going to have a dome, but it's going to have like a canopy, kind of like in Seattle or Miami, if you want to look at it that way. If you've ever been to Tottenham, uh, Hotspur Stadium, the Bills played there in London this year, actually it's designed after that stadium. It looks like that. There was a survey done amongst Bills season ticket holders before the new stadium was you know, finalized, and basically they said, we don't mind being cold, we just don't like being wet. So to keep the elements, but to keep people a little more dry, they're going to put a little canopy. I think 60 to 70% of the seats will be covered in that regard. Now, I understand, like, hey, football would be great. You have this Josh Allen guy who could throw the ball all over the place. It'd be great to have pristine conditions. But we enjoy our football outside and the experience and everything goes along with it here in Western New York. But I want to dispel the myth right now. Pat, guys, you could take a dome right now, put it in downtown Buffalo. This game still would have been postponed yesterday. Oh. It's because of the travel. I want to remind everybody that last year during the Christmas storm that the team, myself on the charter, we couldn't get back until Christmas Day from Chicago. It was so bad here. Close to 50 people actually died, froze to death in their cars, Damn, uh, outside their cars because they couldn't walk anywhere and people ignored the travel ban and things like that. So this was about travel. This was about safety. It's about first responders getting in and out. You could not get in and out of the area. The Steelers couldn't fly in until yesterday. They wouldn't have been able to fly in on Saturday. So it doesn't matter if there was a dome. This is the kind of thing that happens here in Buffalo because of the snow and the travel. But that said, the one being built, it's going to be beautiful but it's going to have a canopy and not a dome on it. Yeah, and we all would love a team to remain in Buffalo, mm -hmm. obviously. Yeah. So that isn't even a conversation piece. What a great city you guys have. That's a 50 people. Yeah, that's crazy. That's a lot. Yeah, that crazy. is bananas. There's winter in places, and then I guess there's winter mm -hmm. up there in Buffalo. What a – that lake is yeah. just a creator. It's like a creator of – Crushes them. Just like in Chicago. Hey, you're tough people. Hey, right. tough people up there in Buffalo. We appreciate the hell out of that. Speaking of tough, Tone has a question for you. Yeah, Sal, uh, you mentioned Josh Allen. Not Tone. Tone is not the tough one. Yeah. <laughs> Talking about what you're about to ask. Oh. Tony used to be tough, but now, you know. Pretty Thank tough. You. That's factual. Sal. He lost 60 pounds. He did. <laughs> Sal, you talked about Josh Allen throwing it all over the place, and I think a lot of the reason why the Steelers fans were so bummed out that it got moved was because of the wind that we were going to see, and it was going to kind of – not take away Josh Allen, but it was gonna it was gonna make him more Mason Rudolph like maybe. Um, what's the win like today, and is it more is it better throwing conditions today than it would have been? Obviously, great question. It is breezy today. It is not nearly as windy. Yesterday at one o'clock, we were talking thirty mile an hour winds gusts up to 40, 45. Today. We're talking maybe 15 to 20 mile an hour winds. Maybe you can get a gust up to 25, 30. But that said, it should be pretty much nothing that we're not used to here in Buffalo. Shouldn't be any precipitation really during the game. Maybe a little light snow. But the wind should not be a factor in this game the way it would have been, obviously, if it wasn't played today. It was played this weekend. Total one from 33 up to 38 and a half, 39, oh, I believe. So huge. they're expecting a couple more touchdowns or points at least. D-Bud has a question for you, Sal. Yeah, I got to ask about, uh, I know Gabe Davis been ruled out, Taylor Rapp as well. Uh, Rasul Douglas, Ooh. any update on his status for uh, tonight, today's game? No, we're not going to have an update on that until uh, inactives come out. But I would say the extra day might have given a day for Rasul Douglas to be ready to play. He did have a big wrap on his knee last Sunday night down in Miami, but he didn't practice all week. Whereas Tyrell Dodson, a linebacker, did practice on Friday, but he was declared questionable. Now, that hmm. said, the Bills did elevate A.J. Klein, which tells me maybe Tyrell can't go, uh, the linebacker A.J. Klein. 
So for Russell Douglas, they can still activate Kyrie Elam to give themselves numbers, but we'll see. It might be dicey. And this might be the kind of game where, you know, a guy like Dane Jackson, guys, who, you know, lost his starting job when Rasul Douglas was traded for. Dane Jackson can play, and he's a good tackler. And you might need a guy like that anyway that can hold up on the edge on the uh, at corner. Especially with Naj coming to town, mm. running the way he's running, and Jalen Warren. Go ahead, AJ. So what's kind of the vibe with not only the fans, but like the team? When you're around any like, – I don't know when the last time is you talk to the coaches or the head coach or the, the team, but – what does it feel like? Are they? Does it feel more excited and confident, or is there anxiousness? Like, what is it, especially with this game being pushed another day? You know, I think that this team is really confident the way they're playing, and the fact that they've played every single game for their playoff lives, really, for the last seven weeks, they went 6-1 and one over the last seven. The only loss was in uh, Philly in that overtime game. They've won five in a row, you know, and they beat Kansas City, they beat Dallas, they beat Miami at the end of the year. I feel like they feel they're playing their best football at the right time and that they've played on the edge. I think the biggest thing for this team, the way they feel right now, guys, is that they've had to have such a sense of urgency every single game up to this point, and now that continues here today, obviously. Oh, Dallas, Miami. Yep. Started listing off teams. <laughs> they had rough weekends. Go ahead, Con Man. Yeah, Sal, another team who kind of similar to what you're saying finished really strong like Buffalo was Dallas. And now, obviously, after what happened yesterday, the conversation now is, you know, Big Mikey went 12-5, and 12-5, and 12-5 and in his first three seasons, but is it enough? And Buffalo's won four straight AFC East championships, and, you know, they're still trying to get over the hump to get to that Super Bowl. So the question I have for you is because there are all these coaches out there that are great you know Vrabel, Belichick, Pete Carroll, Harbaugh there's so many guys there's so many options now is there any rumblings in Buffalo that are similar to Dallas where let's say this team maybe underperforms in the playoffs are there any sort of hey changes could be coming is that even a possibility or is there no way is that that's happening and everyone's safe in Buffalo? We've been hearing from fans all year who basically ask, has this team hit their ceiling with Sean McDermott? And fans, a segment of the fans want to change if the Bills don't ultimately get to their goal. I I think Sean McDermott's an excellent coach, and I don't think that's going to happen because I think that Pagula is the ownership, uh, Terry and Kim Pagula. I think they believe in what they have in Sean McDermott, especially the synergy and the cohesiveness with Sean McDermott and Brandon Bean and what they've built here, guys, right? I mean, for 20 years of... You know, 17 years, obviously, of no playoffs at all. Then Sean McDermott comes in here, and they've made the playoffs all but one year since he's been here since 2017. So, sure, there's going to be a segment of the fans and population who believe that. I just don't think so. And on top of that, you're talking about the Pagulas who own the NHL team in town, the Buffalo Sabres, who go out, you know, they, they change head coaches and GMs a lot. They have a new stadium being built across the street. Yeah, you like that music in the yeah, background? Yeah, I want to dance with somebody. Because of We're somebody who loves me. That's going to get a strike on YouTube, yeah. especially with 100,000 people watching at this exact moment. Well, but, if we get Sal on the drums, maybe. Yeah, you know, well, I was about to say, Ooh, actually, yeah. that microphone might be the best microphone I've ever seen. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. This thing is drenched and yeah. in the snow. And look at it, it's just powering through. Sal, your voice sounds strong. Mm-hmm. You look fantastic. And it seems like the Pagulas and McDermott's relationship is strong. With last question for me, because we haven't had a chance to chat with you since then. Now, I think. You know, Jordan Poyer kind of mentioned it on Friday, and it's obviously been something that we've seen kind of take place in the locker room after the next game against Kansas City. That little hit piece thing about McDermott and his culture, and there's somebody wearing shorts back there. Shout out to them, obviously, very tough. That little hit piece there that was written about McDermott, they used that, right? I mean, that was certainly a motivator, a galvanizer for the Buffalo Bills. And what did you see from the team whenever that kind of all took place? You know, Pat, I think that yes, but not outwardly like we're going to go do this. And we didn't, you know, we didn't like that. But I do think that, you know, 
the players wanted to show that they have their coaches back. And I will tell you, after that game in Kansas City, every single player in the locker room that I put, put a mic in front of said the same thing. We have our coaches back. We love him. We trust him. Now, some of them said it was a bit of a distraction. Some of them said it wasn't a distraction. But I think all of them knew that their coach was under fire and they didn't like that. And I think that this way that they've played over the last several weeks shows that this team is unified behind Sean McDermott. And, you know, Sean was very hurt by the piece, and he said that, obviously. But this team to play the way they have since that came out, I think it shows a lot of what they feel about their head coach and about each other. All right, well, have a great game. We know you'll be on the sideline. Is that what you're going to be looking like, or are you going to let that bald head shine in Super Wild Card Monday? So hold on. I got oh, – I yeah. can do the bald head here if you want, wow. all right? It's a little bit cold out here. Wow. But awesome. I also got – I got my, my ski goggles. Nice. Oh, yes. All right, you never know. Yeah. If I have to do that, I'll be on the silence. I'll be well prepared today. It's Buffalo. We're not a Yeah, you're damn right. We appreciate that. And also, after the game, whenever the two coaches are heading to shake each other's hands, sure. mm-hmm. keep an eye out for their snow. Yeah, oh, yeah. you'll see yeah. them. Yeah. For their snow goggles. We appreciate you, ladies and gentlemen. Sal Capaccio. Thank hey, you, Sal. Consummate professional. Love that guy. Best. Do you remember when he started showing up with that microphone every time? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. He was like, yep. I got a studio with me at all times. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I got a little mixer over here. I plug this thing into my phone. I hold it. I sound, He sounds better than everybody. We love Sal Capaccio. Weather looks great over there. It does. Yeah, it looks good. It's good. And I was worried because the it said the field was frozen earlier today. Yeah. It's, it feels like that was a false report. And I hope they do get the seats clean because you don't want to. You don't want a playoff game with. I don't know how the people are going to. They're sit not there. getting those clean tone. Look I at know. we don't have much time. That's, Man, that's a lot of snow. Twenty dollars yeah. an hour. That's yeah, twenty bucks an hour, and there's different videos circulating about maybe a hundred people went in there. Yep. Maybe there was fifty people in there. Whatever the case, if you got seventy thousand seats, you're going to need yeah. a lot of human beings. Yeah. I, I appreciate that some Buffalonian showed up to do this, but I think it was hard to get to the stadium from what Sal oh, was saying. Yeah. Right. To even be for, able to clear anything yeah. out. For sure. And yeah, and to be honest, I was bummed out because now Josh Allen can be fully Josh Allen and that's a problem. That's a problem for me. Well, yeah. people are saying that you had no idea what you were talking about. You sound like an ignoramus whenever you're talking about the whole thing. Saw a lot of that. Talk a little shit, and everyone gets up in arms. <laughs> oh, buddy, you're telling me. <laughs> yeah. You don't, think Mason, you don't think Mason can spin it in his weather? Better than Josh? I mean, no. no. Mason was built for this shit. We all know This is that. a brand new Mason Rudolph. We yeah. have no idea what he's going to look like. Maybe. Come on. This Mason has never seen this weather, and we've never seen Mason see this weather. How's George Pickens going to do? Great. Obviously, dog, we think he's going to do fantastic. That guy right down there, though, is going to have to be the key. Naj yeah. G. Harris. So much upside, so much potential, so much power. What? Very rarely this season did he decide to use it until the end of the season. Right. Now he's playing his best football. Remember, there was a time where Derrick Henry did not run downhill, where Derrick Henry thought he was a scat back. Then Eddie George had to sit him down and say, hey, listen, you're bigger, stronger, and faster than everybody. Mm-hmm. You can intimidate people. You just run at him. There's a chance that that will set the tone. Derrick Henry changed the trajectory of his entire career with that said advice. Najee Harris has the chance to do the same exact thing coming up on a potential contract year. He has been running behind his pads. He's been lowering his shoulder and then Jalen Warren comes in is a nice spark plug. So I don't think the run game thing for the Steelers is anywhere near what it was at the beginning of the season. It's real now, oh, which yeah. certainly helps Mason Rudolph. And anytime you can get a little play, a little suck him up. Yeah. yeah. Get him sucked up. Especially in that cold weather up there in Buffalo. Mm-hmm. Get him sucked up with well, that play action. Mason can make those throws. Yeah, Buffalo don't have the biggest guys in the box. Bingo. Either, and the they got some guys out. Uh, since week 12, I think it was, Steelers are number one in carries. Uh, the Bills are number two in carries. So you're going to see uh, probably a lot of ground game today. A lot of this. A lot of hardball of this. I like that. Uh-huh. 
Football. football. Speaking of hard-nosed football, how about the Chiefs? Yeah. yeah. Hey, Chiefs got a good defense. Great defense. Great defense. Chiefs have a great offensive line. Yeah. Chiefs have Pacheco who runs harder than you do. Yeah. Chiefs have a little momentum. Might be back. The Chiefs have swag surfing with Donna Kelsey and Taylor Swift in the yep. stands. Yeah. The Chiefs have Patrick Mahomes back to being Patrick Mahomes. The Chiefs right. have Travis Kelsey making Travis Kelsey-like plays. The Chiefs. Is the Chiefs again? Because the playoffs are here. Another home playoff victory for Patrick Mahomes, who is obviously every single stat that you look at is at the top of it somehow. So early in his career, he could still play another 15 years. People forget that. With how much he has done already with that guy joining the team. Rasheed Rice, certainly the number two. uh, Whenever you're talking about throwing the ball behind Travis Kelsey, it's like what they did to the Dolphins, who I don't even think cared because of how cold it was. (laughs) Look, he's just standing there. They're playing seven on seven there for a little bit, and that's not a good place to be with Patrick Mahomes throwing the ball. The entire defense thought to themselves, we had the air conditioning on on the indoor down there in Miami. It was nothing like it. (laughs) Turns out every hit you make, your spine is uh, 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 Jalen Jalen. Bam! Shoot! He said. I mean, there was a lot of that, and we should have known that. And AJ, you picked the Chiefs. I picked the Dolphins to cover plus four and a half, even though I thought the Chiefs would win the game. I should have known better. I should have known that the Miami boys were not going to be able to handle the fourth coldest game in the history of the NFL. And Patrick Mahomes sliced and diced as if it was regular. Is this what we're going to see going forward? Is the Chiefs back to being the Chiefs, AJ Hawk? I mean, I, I think I said multiple times throughout the year, like it, sometimes it just takes one game to kind of get that spark going, to get the team kind of going in the right direction. I'm not saying they are 100% back, but we should have known this is. coming in. Yeah. The fact that the Chiefs, I don't know what the stats are, but the Chiefs and Patrick Mahomes seem to be very good in the elements, especially cold games. Like they, It that. doesn't seem to affect uh, them like it does some other teams right here, and it sucks. Cold games, people talk about playing in the cold. Playing the cold is cool. It's fun when you win the game. And when you lose, and especially if you lose by a lot, it sucks balls, and it is no fun. Darius, obviously, (laughs) you cannot replicate the cold conditions in practice. You can't replicate, like, every single little touch of somebody else hurts now Mm -hmm. because your body is just nowhere near prepared for the elements and for everything. The Miami Dolphins had no shot. No shot. Off the bus. That's what I'm thinking, no getting shot. off the bus or just heading to No pits. shot. And some people have been telling me this is karma for the Dolphins cooking their opposing uh, teams all Not year nine. long down there in the Hard Rock Stadium on their sideline. But, yeah, no shot. And it's, what, 80 degrees? Uh, no, you know, like, real talk down in South Florida right now. So, I felt like <laughs> probably second quarter, those boys were looking, hey, heat the jet up. We're ready to get back out there. But no chance. And that, I'll tell you, that's the first, that's the only time really in football when it's that cold that you really think about hitting somebody before you hit them or hitting the ball. And the guys just just weren't ready to play. You mentioned it. Mahomes looked like he was playing. I think the first two plays, they came out and threw the ball. Like, it was a normal game uh, for Mahomes and those elements. We didn't have a shot. Yeah, there was a clip going around before the game because I fell into the same trap you did. I was like, Miami Dolphins, like, this, this, has been Come a tough, on. this is a tough team. They, they were great all uh-huh. year. And there was a clip of Brady and Belichick talking before a snow game, really cold game, like, hey, when it's this cold and it's so slick, there's no pass rush. No matter what, there is no pass rush. These guys can't grip it. I'm like, okay, Tua, Tua to Tyreek, baby. This is going to happen the whole entire game. They one can time, run the ball, too. It, ha- it did happen one time, but then yeah. you, you look at what Kansas City did on defense. I think yeah. they had four sacks, four and a half sacks. Like It felt like a game that maybe comes down to one of these type of plays, like some absurd Tyreek slant and go, and it, it wasn't the case. I, I was a big 
Kansas City doubter this weekend. Huge Kansas City doubter this weekend. So for that to happen, now I am back on the, okay, well, if they go to the Super Bowl this year, yeah, book it. This is a dynasty. Yeah, there's people saying they stink this year. They did earlier. Uh This team stinks is what people are saying. I was making excuses for this team. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Ah, Patrick's sick. Against Denver. It was windy. Mm -hmm. Well, what do you expect from them? They don't have everybody. They're obviously going through some stuff. And then I even gave up on this Chiefs team at one point. I said, all right. That's it. Can't do it. I, I, there's no more excuses for me to make for this team. I can't do it. He, this guy's snot was frozen to his mustache. Yeah. He didn't know. Didn't even think about fixing it. Mm-mm. Didn't even think about getting it off his lip. There's a couple times, I guess, uh, some members of the team said he was be talking to us, but it was impossible to hear what was coming out of his mouth. <laughs> yeah. Hey, buddy, all we see is all your snot frozen to your mustache there. But it's like this Chiefs team, in the biggest moment, and listen, Rydell's taking oh, yeah. a victory lap. Oh, yes, yeah. they are. Well... They let him stay in for like three plays, which I was shocked that that happened. Well, not only because of his safety, but like player opposing player getting finger yeah. trapped in there. You have Ooh, you have AJ right. Hawk. Or I thought if he I thought if he took a big shot, that thing might oh, just yeah. explode oh. on him. Yeah, and we're happy to hear that Patrick Mahomes isn't scared still at this stage to lower his helmet exactly and try to run somebody over for a touchdown. I respect that. I appreciate that. Now that being said, Patrick probably just slide. You're a baseball guy. Mm-hmm. Just go ahead and get out of that. Uh, Rydell helmet though. One. Mm-hmm. Never seen that. Whatever this one is. Yeah. They don't even have their, their name on there. Smart. That's a very smart mm-hmm. play. I saw a couple posts from, uh, I know some guys that are Rydell salespeople. Mm-hmm. This photo is taking a, this one's taking a victory lap. I bet. Get your high school team suited with the best helmet in the game by far. On break it. Look what happened. They're both in the freezing cold elements. They're mm-hmm. both playing football uh-huh. in the NFL. They've both somehow been certified to be on NFL players' heads. Only one of them didn't bust. You tell me who that is. Rydell. Get you a Rydell. Victory lap for the Rydell team. But I think this should be a victory lap for Patrick Mahomes, too, who's not scared to bust his helmet open to score a touchdown at this stage. Well, and I think that's why, like, the making excuses make sense. Because we we always knew that, that they were capable of doing this, and for whatever reason, they just weren't. And he was playing... He was playing good before that, but I'm not so certain when his helmet busted and he, t- and he ate that. Oh, yeah. Like, a couple of those wires reconnected in his brain, and he was like, oh, yeah, I'm Patrick Mahomes. Like, this is oh, January. Yeah. I mean, get rid of this goddamn thing. Give me another one. Let's go play football. We're going to win this game. So, like, it makes sense. Like, yeah, we doubted them because we know what they're capable of. They've shown it time and time again, and for whatever reason, they weren't doing it. And then they go out and they show it in the playoffs when it matters most. Oh, yeah. I'm Patrick Mahomes. Yeah. Uh, what, 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 Playing like I'm Chad Henney. What the hell's going on? (laughs) I am. Patrick Mahim. I forgot about that. It's great to be here. Yeah. Did did Christy Juszczyk make a couple jackets? (laughs) Oh, yeah. Yeah. He did. Those look good. (laughs) Hey, that's incredible. Hey, good for her, man. I want one. Pretty cool. Good business. Very talented. Good business. She also, I think, made one for Debo. Yep. There was uh, couple, Simone Biles. Simone Taylor, was, Taylor yep. Lautner. Taylor was, yeah, Taylor Lautner up there in Detroit. He's the wolf thing. Yep. Oh, yeah. Bingo. I, They're all where, hey, Chris Eustchuk, all over. Hey, congrats on the biz. Yeah. And talent. Those things look sweet. Yeah, yeah. Love one. Yeah. Love one. Who, who, Honor, which player? I, I just, so. yeah, I'm just throwing it <laughs> which out player? there. Why not? Mac? No, put a, put a six on it. Put Belichick on the back. For what? All oh, those rings, baby. He said, I'm already making a custom jersey. <laughs> already, already on the way. Already on the way. Speaking of a custom jersey, I think, I'm think i thinking about buying a C.J. Stroud's The One uh, jersey. Should. Smart investment. Rookie. He's a rookie right now. Really? Is he? He is a rookie quarterback. Right now, he's not vested in the NFL. He was playing college ball a little over a year ago. Yep. 
He is a rook-ass rook right now. And he appears to be a 45-year-old on the <laughs> football field. His constant composure. It's unbelievable. Just his confidence. Everything about him oozes and radiates face of a franchise. He came on our show last week in person. We got a chance to meet him again. And it's like everything about this guy is phenomenal. And then you look at the way he played in his first playoff game with NRG Stadium, the Stride House, buzzing with everything on the line. Him and Nico showed up. Mm -hmm. Obviously, all the young guys they have on their team showed up. It's like the Texans all of a sudden with the best defense in the league. Now, on the road, they were terrible, so I don't know why or how, how that happens. But with the best defense in the league, statistically, depending upon which stat you look at, Singletary running all over the place, it's like they didn't blink. AJ, they were not scared about anything. He's throwing the ball into tiny little windows. As a rookie, mm. as a rookie, he's doing these things. So you'd assume Slowick probably going to get a head coaching job. Maybe not. Maybe he sticks around to continue to grow something special with C.J. Stroud down there with D'Amico Ryans. But this was a phenomenal showcase of what the next looks like in the NFL, and C.J. Stroud is it. And then obviously Jordan Love joined him the next day in tight end pulling away from everybody absurd. It's like... This Houston Texans team, AJ, is fun. This Houston Texans team is young. And C.J. Stroud is ridiculous, oh. AJ. Absolutely ridiculous. Yeah, this, this touchdown right here, that was one of my favorite plays of the game, obviously. Yeah, they came out, of the, came out of the gates just absolutely hot. The moment was never too big for him. And, I mean, think about it. Their defense scored two touchdowns. Mm-hmm. You, your probability of, of winning that game already is skyrocketed when that happens. And you couple that with how well and how efficient this offense is. Like, yeah, how, how do you beat this team if they continue to play like this? AJ, uh, Joe Flacco made some plays. Flacco. And the Flacco story was obviously one we all fell in love with. Yeah. And we love Joe Flacco. We still think Joe Flacco has a lot of football left in him. And this defense just had him absolutely rattled. And Joe Flacco had a couple Flacco throws. That's going to happen when Flacco's playing football. But they showed a play, I think, from like four weeks ago or five weeks ago, where this particular linebacker there, he was late on the read and he broke it up as opposed to the pick. And it's like now every single game, these Houston Texans are like learning and Mm -hmm. getting better and better and better playing their best ball. I absolutely love it. It yeah. sucks. Defensively been healthy and they've been Certain great. Uh, against, uh, it sucks for us for sure. Yes. But been great against the run uh, for the majority of the year and that was one of their biggest issues coming into this year. Uh, great against the run. You saw that pick on that little stick route. He was obviously ready to prepare for that. But C.J. Stroud, like, I mean, he looks like a 10-year vet. His composure, his understanding of the game. I feel like his warm-up, his you know quirky warm-ups when he's doing all the off-platform. Like, he does all that same shit in the game. Like, all those little quick throws, the ball just jumps off his wrist. Uh, his his surra- supporting cast wouldn't be guys that you're necessarily right about coming into this season, but they've taken off and ball all year long. Nico Collins showed up again. Schultz had to drop early, uh, but he showed up as well. Uh, just hats off to Nico, CJ, that, un- unbelievable. You talk about Don Schultz, who's kind of a vet in the mm-hmm. entire thing. He has that drop. He and CJ just quick. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. on to the next. Hey, we, we don't even worry about this thing. And you talk about nobody expected anything from this team. They were a dumpster fire. Yes. yes. Dumpster fire. Dumpster. March 2020. Didn't feel like a very good job, did it? Didn't feel like a very good job for D'Amico no. to take. We're like, yeah, of course, D'Amico makes sense to hire him, but it wasn't like a job yeah. people were probably clamoring for compared to others. Look at the odds of winning the Super Bowl in March. Back-to-back one and done. Worst in the league. Colts right there. Is that, good? Is that good or bad for people that don't know? Plus 20,000. Oh. You w- you bet 100, you win 2,000. No, 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 no. You no, win no. 20,000. 20. You win 20 grand if you bet 100 bucks. 
Yikes. Some people are going to win a lot of money down there. Right they, now, right now you should. I don't cash know. Out. They weren't showing up at games, so I doubt they're betting Matt? on them. No, but there's somebody down there in Houston who's. I'm sure somebody. Yeah. No doubt about it. I mean, a buck to win two grand, but you could probably cash out of that immediately. Worst in the league. Everybody thought they potentially sucked for the forever, forever. Talking about them drafting Martin where, Harrison where this upcoming year. Uh, Panthers. Panthers are pretty high because Steph Curry. Right there, they're about in between the Falcons and the Steelers. Oh, Steelers. Wow, I was told. Yeah, fifty-five hundred. Wow, Houston Texans plus twenty thousand. That was one of those things. Just Tony just said it and it reminded me when they after the draft when they do like next year's draft projections they had them taking Marvin Harrison at like two. Yeah, Houston yeah. Texans are going to be back in the top five. Yep, easy. This is how this is going to go, and then D'Amico. Builds a culture immediately. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And isn't it funny that if you get like the right couple people, like Will Anderson, yep. I think He's all they awesome. say about him in behind closed doors is like ball. The guy. He, then, up. he got a sack yesterday. Mm-hmm. He got a sack. And then oh, yeah. CJ Stroud, all he does is show up in ball. And then you hear, heard him give us the answer that was like, yeah, I do believe in the quote, like winners win and losers lose. A lot of people have won in our building. We just kind of had to make sure that was the case. They've all kind of bought in and expected themselves to be great immediately. And I know McNair, I saw him dap up C.J. Stroud as he was going in the locker room. Thank you, God. You are the best. (laughs) Thank you, God, that you are here, pal. And for them to do it against the Browns who gave them three first-round picks, a third-round pick, Mm. a fifth-round pick. Basically, all the players that they drafted with it were contributors in this game. That's awesome for the Texans. That's classic Browns. The, the NFL scriptwriters, they had the Browns, Deshaun Watson, Houston Texans, C.J. Stroud situation. Yep. yep. You had the Stafford Lions, yep. Jared Goff. Jared Goff wins mm-hmm. that situation. Right. You talk about Big Mike McCarthy, yep. LaFleur, yep. Jordan Love, sure. Green Bay Packers win that game. Steelers' bills being moved because of snow. Got to think who's in Breland, that country musician, 4-0 right now. Yeah, he's yeah. hot. He's hot. Did you see that, A.J.? Oh yeah, the the the, uh, the guy that you sent the other night. Hey, show me. Yeah, he actually says got the Lions win and it's a close call. Yep. He was like one point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah Breland, it is. Go ahead and run this thing. This guy, we need to think. What does he say about the Bills and the, Bills. the Eagles? Obviously, we're gonna listen oh, to that. <laughs> Smart. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I got the Texans over Brown. Okay. Black on made a comeback, but he'll come back to the ground. He did. AFC them got a little different in the South. Oh, got it. Three TDs and 250 passes. 247, I think. The South is going down. And three. Dolphins are the cheeks. Both have had an underwhelming past couple of weeks. I would pick Miami if it wasn't five degrees. Okay, smart. I predict yeah, Pacheco for 100 yards at least. Okay, almost. Give what they need. Bill's about to close the steel curtain. Oh, no. I'm almost certain. <laughs> but the game got moved. He's almost certain. Touchdown, Paula. Upset, you never know. Jordan Love is up next Sunday. He gonna let it show. Yep. He did. All right, here we go. Do you really trust? And here's this. Hell no. It's a banger. He did go off. He did. So this fanhood. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. mentioned AJ Brown too. Okay. Nope. So we won't hold that against. Him. No. Whatever happens in that particular okay. game, we will not hold against him. Mm-mm. But he did have the Bills closing the steel too. curtain yeah. on the Pittsburgh Steelers. Mm. Breland might be the greatest sports handicapper on earth right now. AJ, we got to remember that. Yeah. Where's the, who's the old buddy we had in the show? He should call him and you hire him on the staff. Uh, Walters. Guy wrote, 
He wrote the book. Oh, it's in the book. book. Oh, there's in the book. book. Bill Walters. Yeah, yeah. Bill, Bill. Bill Walters. Yep. Yeah. Him and Phil get back. I think they're good um, now. I think I think they're good now. I don't Hurt. think so. Uh, I must have missed that news. <laughs> I think they went to a birthday party, right? <laughs> yeah, I, I think I did see <laughs> that. That was a DJ. Why is everybody at all these places trying to tell me that their whiskey's better than Jack? I'm about sick of it. <laughs> yeah, what's the deal <laughs> with that? that? Can I get a Jack and Diet double glass single shot? I like the taste of Diet. Thank you. We got this whiskey. It's better than Jack. It's not. Okay, Jack Dane is worth six and a half billion dollars. <laughs> I am sick of it. It's everywhere, Gumps, isn't it? Everywhere we go, they tell us the same damn thing, and it ain't true. Can I get a Jack and Diet, please? We got this whiskey that's way better than Jack. Oh, Can't wait weird. to try it and hate it. <laughs> All right, overreaction Tuesday, tomorrow after both games and Super Wild Card weekend tonight. We'll see you then. Nailed it. Right on. Let's go. Scream. Hell yeah. Jack's a great mixing whiskey. Yes. I don't know if it's a sipping. You're not having it on the rock. Double normally, jet. But. Splash. Well, that's the thing now. Like, whiskey, bourbon is like, it's people's Splash. identities now. So they, like, you know, they freak out, yeah. I think. If, you know, like, oh, all- how dare you do this? How dare you put an ice cube or pour a titch of water in this? Yeah. yeah. It's also nice when, uh, like, you go up and order a drink. Like, hey, just fucking pour me what I want. What I ordered. <laughs> like, yeah, whatever whiskey you got there, I'm sure that's not what I asked for. <laughs> pour me what I fucking asked you to pour me. Yeah, but they're just being nice. Yeah. Sure. Yeah, they're just but being nice. I'm just being nice too. Like, hey, I didn't say it's not dealer's <laughs> choice. Fucking pour me whatever you want. It's like, no, pour me what I fucking asked you to pour me, please. Thank you. Ty and I a little bit different the way we go about doing things. I entertain the entire conversation. Normally learn a lot about all these sure. whiskeys. Oh, man. I appreciate well, it. And I try it. I'll say, I'll take two then. I'll, I'll take one. With the one that I know is good. The one that I know I'm going to like. The one I know I'm probably going to have Hang one on. or two of these all night. Yeah. Yeah. Hang your hat on. And then... Give me the other one that I'll take a sip of and then go dump in the bathroom. Uh, that'd, that'd be great. Thank you. <laughs> it was AJ's. It was for AJ, too. So at one point, I was like, hey, do you need anything? He's like, yeah, just, just give me a crown on the rocks. That's what I get. So I go over to the bar. Can I get a crown on the rocks for uh, AJ? We, we're not doing that here. Oh, what the fuck are we doing? <laughs> it's uh, whose party is this? Yeah, is this your party? This is what the guy wants. The wow. people are nice. Though. The place was yeah, very they, nice. they, yeah, they gorgeous. Were. That place was incredibly kind. Yeah. Nice Good and staff. beautiful and set up. But that bartender selling me another whiskey on Jack four different times was like, all right. Bud. Just know I'm going right yeah. back to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, we're doing this again? Okay, yeah. So. <laughs> yep. He had sweet Perfect. earrings. He did. Those they things, were so cool. Those things are they were. awesome. And the people were so cool. I just know there were a, a few people with us that really enjoyed the selection of booze, and they didn't have any issues with it whatsoever, so much that they kept it going all night long. Oh, uh, yeah. Hey, uh, AJ, Uh-oh. I think you're going to have to pay that hotel about two, $300. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, at least. <laughs> well, I don't know anything about what happened with anyone else, and the whole thing was a surprise to me, so I didn't know like any plans leading into it, but I've heard from multiple people that I know that they puked that night, on Friday night, I guess. Oh, fr- that was the night oh, I was there? That- yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, Later, like, some people woke up. <laughs> I was getting some people, uh, I, was, I was getting some chug drinks, you know what I mean? I was like, oh, I'm sure. You know what, it's been a long week. It's been a long week. Let's have some good times. Why I not? saw one of those. There's people, yeah, it was good to have it back. What were you talking about, though? What are you talking about? Yeah, what happened in the hotel? What do you, what do you mean? Someone, oh, yeah, someone Matt, poop Matt, on the Brown, couch? Matt Brown broke over the bar, stole all the booze. <laughs> yeah, Danny Ocean the lobby. Uh-huh, yeah. They're pouring drinks for people. He, he grabbed nine glasses, kicked two of them. They you, shattered on you, the ground. You should call June Tower, whatever the yeah. place is called. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Hey, we Where at? Like at, a, at one of the bars or in a room? In the lobby. Yeah. Hotel lobby. In oh, the lobby nice. where everybody That's walks nice. in at. 1 a.m. I was not there either. I heard about this the next day. You know how I heard about it? Met down in the lobby, saw the boys. I go, how we doing, guys? A little hungover? What we got cooking? And Bruce is acting real weird. 
<laughs> Who's <laughs> Matt Brown? Somebody's got to find this guy, dude. <laughs> so you guys were partying with Juntao? Bro, that was the name of the rush. Yeah. The oh, hotel. no. It yeah. was not so rush nice. hour. It was so cool. Juntao was not. <laughs> no. uh, might have been. Bruce was the Juntao <laughs> yeah. of this situation. But everybody's like, yeah, fun night, fun night, whatever. That was a little weird, but fun night, that fun night. And I look at Bruce, and he's just acting weird. And I'm like, the fuck happened to you, Bruce? Right. And he goes, uh, we robbed this place last night. We should get out of here. <laughs> and I'm like, what? He was like, there's a bottle of Woodford Reserve in that couch right Yeah, there. underneath it. Underneath it. And I'm like, what are you talking about? He's like, they shut down the bar, and I guess we just wanted to keep going. We and he walked out of the hotel. It's accurate. They're they, kind of cool. Awesome. With it. Boys had my back. We voted were, on it. They were not we cool with it. it. About five minutes after he did it, some guy came up. He was like, "We have you on camera. We saw, we saw you do that." <laughs> Whoops! Happy to pay if they yeah. reach out. Nah, <laughs> if they reach out, they should. It's only half oh, a bottle of Woodford. Should. It's not like we stole anything that big. I was not. Uh, I was not able to stay up for that particular part of it, but I do wish I was there. I wish I would have walked down. You know, yeah. after maybe passing out, the Bruce waking back up and just walking down, and Bruce just being like, "What are you doing here? <laughs> what are you doing?" Bruce? This makes sense. Hey, this makes sense now. I didn't, I didn't respond on the old group chat, but I saw something on Saturday where I believe it was Bruce said, "I think we robbed this place." So that must be uh, with that or something. That was, uh, or somebody said that something. was me quoting what Bruce told yep. me. Uh-huh. <laughs> we robbed this place last night. We should get out of here. Is what Bruce has. Like, Who's we? Now nah, we're good. We talked to him, Bruce. We're all good. No, there didn't, no one brought up anything. That they were glad Bruce. you had a good time. There you go, Bruce. Bruce. Hell yeah. Also, the place is beautiful. I, I had brunch there the next day. Food was mm. phenomenal. Really? Nice hotel. Yeah. Some of the hors d'oeuvres are also fantastic. I, I've never stayed at a hotel like that. I mean, yeah, it's like a little boutique, if you will. It was. It was there super nice, but the whole lobby was like a restaurant. Yeah, it had like a sweet fireplace. You can just sit anywhere in the lobby and then they'll just like oh, bring nice. you food. Yeah. It was really nice. Yeah. It was really, really nice. It was awesome. All coming together for AJ. Yeah, baby AJ. Love you, Hawker. The Bobby Carpenter Show recapped the evening a little bit. We saw a minute-long clip with uh, Bobby Carpenter and Schlegel talking about it. Mm-hmm. Seemed like Bob had a good one. Seemed yeah. like Bob had a good one. I remember driving home. <laughs> no. <laughs> he, he no, Tony. Bob exactly. actually left early. Bob oh. had early, early games the next day. He left early. He still got his dancing in while he was there, but he left a little earlier than normal. He certainly did. He did not drive either. <laughs> oh. No, he didn't remember getting in the car. Yeah. Oh, okay. And I'm sure his wife was pumped. <laughs> I'm sure that was. Yeah, I got a photo from Bob at about 8 a.m. Uh, of a basketball court. He said, yeah, I woke up at 6.45 for this. Yeah, and he's probably did a workout, too. Oh, yeah. yeah. You had a couple yeah. animals in there, bro. There, there were some animals lurking. Mm-hmm. James Laurinaitis mm-hmm. is an animal. He's a specimen. Yeah. He'd been, you know, he told me, as I talked to him, he'd been on the road recruiting for seven and a half hours on Friday. So he came basically straight from like four different high schools and the, all the corners of Ohio, and he came right to the party. We need to get that guy a better job. Yeah, get him a head coach. <sighs> you know what I mean? Come on. You also we, forget how big uh, Brady Quinn is in person. Huge. He's a big son of a bitch. <laughs> He's fake. Yeah. Seriously. So yeah. attractive. Oh, yeah. AI. So jacked. So tall. Wears like, mm-hmm. wears like really nice clothes that you've never seen before as well. Like he was wearing a sweet jacket when he showed up. I'm like, where do you even get that thing? Like, yeah, it's just, that's Brady. Well, it looks a lot different on him than all of us. I'd say. I would say so, yeah. That's like yeah. Foxy when Foxy goes right yeah. into H&M and just says, give me the mannequin. Yeah. It's like, wow, you look so much cooler than that than me. Mm-hmm. If I was to put that on, it would be shooting out sideways. Mm-hmm. But not like Brady Quinn. Well, Brady's a different build than he's a yeah. jocked model. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. You're just like mannequin model. His clothes are like kind of like Augusta. Like to be a member at Augusta, they send them to you. Like for Brady Quinn in his clothes, they make them and they're like, 
Brady fucking Quinn needs to wear this. And Schlegel. And Schlegel, yeah. <laughs> Send it to those two. Only those two. Everybody else can't wear it. Schlegel and I agreed on him putting together a workout plan for the entire office. Yeah. Nice. By 11th. He's awesome at that. I'm telling you. Schlegel's still backing up with science. Like, he knows everything. He's really good at that. So, Ohio, obviously, medicinal marijuana is legal. So, I have a card in the state of Ohio. So, I was trying to get Schlegel high shit oh. for a lot what of What happened? No, I don't, didn't happen. Yeah, or? I don't think. I was trying to get you high shit too. I don't know if you recall that. You weren't buying in, obviously. I remember. There was a guy that followed me into the bathroom, though. That's Ooh, nice. Boy. Bobby. How'd it go? I don't remember who he was, but he was trying to smoke uh, when I was smoking. Oh. Yeah, me and Sam smoking on balcony. Sure. Mm-hmm. Medicine, Ohio. Mm-hmm. Legal. Yeah, yeah. Everybody smells it. Sure. Isn't it, yeah. isn't it <laughs> recreational there now? It smell great. Uh, it got voted. It got voted in, but it's not. Okay. You know, I don't think you know. It takes a while. It takes a couple of years. Whatever the case. We got our card. Yeah, it was medicinal. Yeah, yeah doing it it illegally. We're doing illegal. Everybody smelled it, mm-hmm. so that attracts the crowd. Sure. So I had to pee as crowd was coming, so we weren't going to finish said smoke. Only one we brought to party. Mm-hmm. Had others in room for sure. ourselves, obviously yeah. selfishly, but this was party smoke. Mm-hmm. So as everybody makes their way to us, oh, sorry guys, go go to dinner. You know, got it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's one guy that followed me and Sam all the way to the bathroom into the other room. As soon as we get out, he goes, we going back outside and smoke that? I was like, I don't think so. He's let's go smoke. Follows me all the way back in the room. Okay. I do a little dosey do with a couple people. Hey, probably getting out of here. A little mm-hmm. bit too high, a little bit too drunk. This guy all the way around, followed me the whole way. Until Sam said, You're creeping us out. <laughs> who, who was it? I didn't even know who it was. I don't know. Mm. I don't he, he was a nice guy. I think he just wanted to smoke a little bit. I think he had the Huga hat on, right? No, no, he did not. Who, that was Ryan Hawk. <laughs> yeah, that was Ryan. Ryan Hawk had a Huga hat on. Yeah. Oh, yeah, Ryan's Ratchet. important. I don't think – I think Ryan, had, Ryan has uh, – he has a lot of awareness usually. I don't think he'd be creeping around on your, on your six and falling into the bathroom, but I'm sure there's other people that would. I appreciate that guy was potentially just looking out for us too. Yeah. You yeah. Know what I mean? Sure. It, was, it was a follow people into the bathroom type of party. <laughs> it's not It's not like that was out of the ordinary at an event yeah. like that. It was a long walk to it too. It oh, yeah, yeah. So it was yeah. a long setup. Got to earn it. Hey, that was a fun – hey, good <laughs> people around you. Hell yeah. Yeah. It was fun, man. All right, let's get to a break. Uh, We have Ice Cube joining us in about 27 minutes. He went into the Naismith Basketball Hall of Fame yesterday. Okay, big deal. An award, the Ice Cube Award, basically for bettering the game and bettering the future of basketball. So we'll chit chat with him. I assume he'll have takes on the Raiders who they're hiring. Yep. Mm -hmm. I assume he's going to talk about Antonio Pierce getting a gig. Yeah, Mm -hmm. absolutely. Is what we should think Mm -hmm. about. And then also, he knows what's going on. He knows. Yeah, he does. Can't wait for Ice Cube to join us. We haven't talked to him in a bit. Yeah, it's been a while. Big three tips off in June, right? Yeah, season seven, June 15th. All right. That should be a blast. Steelers, Bills, 430. Eagles, Bucks, 801. Hated waiting until 430. That was terrible. Boy, that was tough. Wasn't it, AJ? Yeah. You're like, man, we could have already, yeah. It was terrible. It sucks. I I still, I understand though. Sal, Sal turned me. I get it. Can't travel. We can't move. Yeah. Nobody could get in and out of the place. Steelers wouldn't have been able to even get there. So I guess if it was COVID, they would have played though, because they don't need the fans. The fans would be coming anyway. (laughs) They could still play the game. Great point. But could the teams get there? Like, could the Steelers get there? They would have snowmobile. You have the snowmobile there. Tomlin would have walked them. Yeah. Did you imagine them showing up with 53 snowmobiles? Or so sled dogs. They would have found a way. Yeah, I heard some of them dogs don't make it. No, yeah, that's a bad. One. We don't like that. No, they don't. What do you mean? That, that they that? kill them like horses? No, nah, no. I mean, no. they're just cold. I'd say I did it wrong. They're running in, say they're running in zero degrees. That's yeah, how exactly. you win. It's a much different. It's the situation. only sled that all the dogs survive usually is the winter. We were asked if we wanted to go do that one time a couple years back. Did a little research. 
I don't think that's my style. No. no. It's real cold. And you're kind of fucked. Yes. If it doesn't go right. Mm-hmm. Wait, you're, to do the Iditarod or to just dog sledding? Dog sledding out there. But you got to go. I know some people that have done it. They said they like it. I don't I've never. Are those survivalists? No, people, you know, I'm sure they were, I think it was in Alaska or something. People take those fancy vacations and I think they like, it was a cool people. tour. You probably paid, paid $80,000 to go dog sledding for 60 minutes. <laughs> oh, I get it. I know what you're, that was not what I was, I was offered. Might have been like a glamping, a glamping situation of uh, dog Got a glamorous dog sled. Sure. Yeah, like wheels on the sled. A gledding, if you will. Yeah. There we go. Yes. Yeah. A dog gledding. Mm-hmm. That, that was not yeah. what we were, we were going out to live basically out in the arctic yeah, yeah. Like, real, real i am shit. out on that come on be a good experience nah, ice fishing was about enough yeah in terms of that mm-hmm. type, that type of stuff lake minnetonka that's right we learned a lot out there yeah we did pulled a swordfish out of that place yeah. oh my god huge so, so big how many pounds was that again Eight, i don't even nine. know if they weighed it they just said damn damn near capsized the yeah the sh- shelter like we were 340 in. or something i mean is that what Ooh. you said i think so Jeez, i didn't hear that I was holding one arm because I was my adrenaline was all jacked. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. biggest fish they ever seen. Three hundred forty pounds. Yeah, yeah. yeah how long would you like? Jack looked adrenaline. like a tuna. What's that? That might be the densest fish ever to live because it was about five and a half inches no. long. If it weighed three hundred forty pounds, no. five and a half. Are you talking about its dong? Yeah. <laughs> I don't think fish have dongs that protrude from that, their body. I don't know. That's maybe they do. You didn't they see made... the fish that I caught. Yeah. Plus the guys who uh, put. All the weights in the fish, they were there like the day yeah. before, so they might have put more weights in it to make Those are it. Ohio people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, maybe they did. Maybe they, they duped you. I'm surprised they weren't at your party. They might have been. I don't know. Are they out of jail? <laughs> this birthday party a little different than the one a couple years back. Yeah. yeah. We went to. Oh, the yeah. dust up? Well, kind I'm happy we went to this one instead of that one. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, I agree. What are you talking about? You know what we're talking about. Oh, when you had the alumni band come to my house on January 6th, whatever the year it was, of the dust-up. That was pretty cool. That was awesome. I was about that. Shot that was very cool. That was the one before, I think, the one you you had a, yeah. a public party. You had a speaker before. Yeah, because you led the band at the one with the dust-up. You let everyone in. Yeah. Give me liberty. Remember, <laughs> your older brother had the Viking hat on. <laughs> Hold on. I met your older brother at your party. Burke. You met Burke. Yeah, he's awesome. He is very. He was. Cool he does guy. not. He is very. He sat outside and smoked cigars with Chopper. He is very happy to just do his thing, and he's not going to try to. He's not going to. He's not following you in any bathroom. Like he is going to stand his ground and do whatever the hell he wants. He, stand his ground. Yeah, he was. <laughs> you don't say. <laughs> yeah, yeah, don't tread on him. Hey, watch it. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I met him outside as I was. Uh, the wife and I were potentially going to smoke our own cigar, and I was like, oh. Very nice. I got into like a five, ten minute conversation with he, his family. Mm-hmm. Nice he watches. Actually, he doesn't even. T- I mean, he doesn't even tell me, but he watches a lot of the show. He, he watches most of it. He was a good guy. Yeah, his same wife, with the people he was yeah. with. Yeah, his wife was awesome as well. Everybody was cool. Yeah, everybody's getting after it. Yeah, they were. Yeah, some more than others. People are really getting after it, Bruce. Yep. Let's get to a break. Yeah. Third hour. Let's talk about the night's game. Hell yeah. yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. D, but do you know which way you're picking for both these games already? Uh, yeah, after seeing um, Breland, that was his name. Mm-hmm. I get him on my Apple Music too. Yeah, I know where I'm going. Ooh. AJ, Take you know where him. AJ, you know where you're headed. So I, old Breland was very, very accurate. Uh, there's one game that I'm waffling on that I might. We'll see. Mm-hmm. How about that? Lions get to win, but it's a close. Oh. CJ Stroud, three touchdowns, 250 yards. CJ Stroud goes for. 
274 yards, three touchdowns. That's a suit. Right on it. What's this guy's deal? Yeah. <laughs> What's his deal, AJ? Are you saying he's like a government plant or something, or this is like one of those things? All right, AJ. Clone. Let's get to a break. We don't need to do this again. Okay, we had this no, last week. What do you mean, what's his deal? If he's that accurate, does he know something we don't know? Who yeah, but the way you just went about describing that, we could have danced around some of the words that you chose. Right. Because now all of a sudden, welcome back to the buzzsaw. Mm-hmm. It's great to be here. Got a call from Michael Cold Day. How's he? said, how you doing, buddy? Okay. I said, I'm okay. Mm-hmm. A new week has started. The okay. reporter? He goes, boy, last week you were in the news. <laughs> I said, you're telling me, Cole. You're telling me. He said, everywhere I looked, you were getting sawed down. I was like, oh, it was a long week. Mm-hmm. I did my analytics thing for uh, X. Mm-hmm. As of yesterday, the last seven days, I had 14,000 replies in seven days. I'm going to say 13,000 of them. <laughs> nice. Yeah. We're not. No. Yeah. We're not nice. That was a lot. What was the amount of, what was the impressions? 128 million. Seven days. Mm-hmm. 13,000 negative things said. We grow stronger. Wild Card Weekend is still wrapping up. Things are good. Life is beautiful. We can't thank you enough for allowing us to do this for a living. Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act... That sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. Looking for a fun way to win up to 25 times your money this football season? Test your skills on prize picks, the most exciting way to play daily fantasy sports. Just select two or more players. Pick more or less on their projection for a wide variety of stats and place your entry. It's as easy as that. If you have the skills, you can turn $10 into $250 with just a few taps. Easy gameplay, quick withdrawals, and injury insurance on your picks are what makes Prize Picks the number one daily fantasy sports app. Ready to test your skills? Join the Prize Picks community of more than 7 million players who have already signed up. Right now, PrizePix will match your first deposit up to $100. Just visit prizepix.com slash TPMS and use code TPMS. That's code TPMS at prizepix.com slash TPMS for a first deposit match up to $100. PrizePix, daily fantasy sports made easy. Football! is happening in a massive way in a matter of two hours and 15 minutes as the Pittsburgh Steelers are traveling to the Buffalo Bills to take them on at 4.30 on a Monday. This is not the normally scheduled time they were supposed to play this particular playoff game, but it was moved because of massive snowstorm that hit Buffalo over the weekend that was torrential and so severe that the governor said it must be moved. The spread has remained 10. The over-under was 33. Now it's 38.5 or 39, depending upon the book that you're at. Josh Allen's favored over Mason Rudolph mm-hmm. in the Pittsburgh Steelers. And then to cap off this super wild card weekend, and we hope that game's close. Yes. We hope that, that first one's close. Yes. Need it to be. Yep. Because if that game's a blowout, and then the last game, Eagles-Bucks, with a battle of NFC Super Bowl contending Philadelphia Eagles 
taking on this resurgence of Baker Mayfield in the Tampa Bay Buccaneers representing the NFC South. If that game's a blowout, you'll look at Super Wild Card Weekend and go, oh, I won't go game. That's it? Packers game was fun to watch. <laughs> Entertaining game. Yeah, yeah, that's Talks Table at Boston Connor and that's Ty Schmidt. That's AJ Hawk next to me. One half of the hammer. Yeah. Yeah. Cowboys Tone Diggs is here. And nine year NFL vet Darius J. Butler. D but the Dolphins got slaughtered. Smack. Browns got Smack. What? Cowboys got Smack. And then the Rams losing a close one. Mm-hmm. So shout out to the Detroit Lions keeping that thing close for all of us. Hell Talks yeah. Detroit. Now, as we see these blowouts continue to roll on. What was your thoughts, Boston Connor? Uh, I mean, I'm hoping that there, there are no more blots. It is fun to watch, like the new guard. Like I think even even with the sure. Texans blot, it's sweet to experience the C.J. Stroud show, the Jordan Love show. As a Patriots fan myself, it gives me so much hope for for the next for the future, and that that is possible to bring in a guy and for it to change. But have you seen the theories now behind Joe Flacco for next weekend? I, I don't know if you have seen any of these. They've said, uh, you know, this is a perfect time for Baltimore. To bring in Joe Flacco as the you know honorary you know member of the Ravens team next weekend if they do play the Texans, I don't think that's how it works. You know, that, that's just how they've thrown it out. So, I don't think you're allowed to just sign a guy. No, 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 not not as like a player as like oh the, like Ezekiel Elliott was down in Dallas. Bingo, yeah, like as okay. like the the surprise captain for the Ravens oh. against the Texans, so he loses <laughs> to the Texans, gets the Ravens to obviously play them, and then becomes a Raven. Whoa, whoa, that whoa, next whoa, whoa, week. whoa, 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 whoa! What's that? That is pending the game tonight. Thank you. Yeah, Steelers can change a lot of things, obviously, Mm -hmm. as we try to project who's playing where at what time. But if you look at the next generation of the NFL, because there was obviously the Tom, Peyton, I think Aaron even falls Mm -hmm. into that particular one. He's still playing. Then there was that next generation, Patrick, Lamar. Remember uh, Joey Burrow, I think you put in there. Josh Allen's in there. Herbert. Herbert was supposed to be in there. Hasn't really won anything of importance. Tua was supposed to be in there. Hasn't yet won anything of importance, but we assume he will. And then this next generation here now. Okay. Mm-hmm. Jordan Love, completely different angle or path to get to this point than C.J. Stroud, who's dropped out of nowhere. They got it right. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Hey, these dudes are going to be carrying the NFL for the next 15 years, yeah. these two. That's hilarious. And they had pretty much the exact same day <laughs> in their playoff debut. Wild. Shout out to CBS putting his graphic together. Both of them absolute studs. Their passer ratings, obviously, at perfection. And when you think about the next 10 years of the NFL, these two are names that you have to add into every single conversation alongside Patrick Mahomes and Lamar but, and Joey Burrow and well, Josh Allen. That kind of the great ahead of them mm-hmm. kind of guys. That's This is the next generation's guys. Yeah, and we kind of mentioned it before with that Browns defense, but the Browns defense and Cowboys defense, like those are two of the best defenses playing this weekend. I think Baltimore has the best defense in the league, but for them to go out there and have those performances against those defenses, and I think the Browns kind of stuck to, hey, we are who we are. This is what we're going to do, a bunch of single high. Miles Garrett kind of eliminated him. Uh, especially having Tunsil. But uh, the Dallas Cowboys tried to mix in a little more zone. How about Tunsil? Got picked apart. Oh, Tunsil is – I mean, you got Trent Williams, I think, obviously clearly the number one guy, but Tunsil's mm-hmm. like right there, 1B. They get him, had him out just like you oh, know, yeah. Trent Williams. Leads the way. Leads the way into the end zone, yeah. Why'd they have him on field goal team? 
Okay. On the right side. Because <laughs> he's really good at it, I would assume, right? I'd assume he's really good. I've never seen a left tackle on a field goal team, though. Like starting left tackle. Oh, it's over like $30 million dollar year guy now. Yeah, he had yeah. to be. You normally, normally it's a swing tackle mm-hmm. is out there. You you have to Now, obviously, some of your starting offensive linemen have to be on the field goal team because mm-hmm. you don't have enough numbers. But I don't think I've ever seen left starting left right. especially guy starting left tackle on in playoff. I mean, that was when I, when they said he got injured, I'm like, man, he looked like he got up and was running good <laughs> actually after that play. And then they showed a field goal, and I'm like, that is the special teams coach's worst nightmare. Yeah. Because the conversation has had to take place to have Laramie oh. Tunzel on the field goal team. Yeah. So, I need him. I need him, coach. You know he, he fought for him. Coach, I know who he is. I know how great he is, but I need him. This could cost us a game. Bingo. That definitely happens. So then he gets hurt on there. That special team score. Oh, get no. up, get up, get up. Probably he, his last. Probably his last. Probably, I, even, we've seen D, D linemen even go in and be on the um, – Bingo. Backup, de- yeah. backup defensive ends mm-hmm. are normally the people that they put out there because you just need a body pretty much. Like that is just a bot. You need to eat space pretty much over there where you're at and where he's at. So I'm happy he's okay. But what a game and what a career he's had. Mm-hmm. Yes, I'd say with how he started, how everything, how he came into the league and all the stupid adversity got thrown his way. It wasn't his fault. Yeah, he's awesome. Hey, somebody tried to kill him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. somebody tried to sabotage him. Draft night, somebody that he knew very well. You know, tried to sabotage mm-hmm. him, and all he's done is just put his head down, and go to work. Yeah. yeah. And now he's one of the best to ever fucking do it. And he's on his Houston Texans team where he's like the leader oh, yeah. of the team. Mm-hmm. And when he speaks, everybody listens. And I think he's the perfect guy for it. Good for Larry Tunzel. Happy for him. That's another feel-good story down there in Houston. Yeah, we should have known going into that game because they were talking about it during the broadcast. Like him and Miles Garrett go all the way back to A&M Ole Miss. So they've been going against each other for 15 or Who was that? Blackledge? Years. Todd Blackledge? Oh, I think it was Todd. And uh, the new Eagle. An eye and Eagle. Yeah. Noah Eagle, no. Ian's his dad. Excuse me. There it is. Mm-hmm. Oh, his father. Yeah. Oh, relation. Mm-hmm. Why Collinsworth not call? I, you know, Good I don't question. Know. What happened there? I don't know. I saw Tarika in a booth. I was like Al Michaels. So Al Michaels could have potentially, because remember he got yeah. Uh-huh. So there was Ousted. there was three games. I'm paying to hear. I didn't say it, but people said people it. did say that. He caught. I thought you called a game last night. But yeah, last night, not Saturday night. Al? You're talking oh, about Al Michaels or Collinsworth? No, I was talking about Collinsworth. Collinsworth called, called a game last Saturday night. and Sunday. Tariqo did it, right? Yeah, Tariqo called both. Okay, well, all right. What's that? No, what? Collinsworth just said. Who was I appreciate that he did that because it gave you an opportunity for somebody else called Jason Garrett. Oh, that's who got to call alongside Mike Tirico. And I'm sure he was pumped about that for Super Mm -hmm. Wildcard Weekend. And normally, color commentator would not do that. Eat up every single primetime game that you could possibly have. Collinsworth said, I'm only calling one game. Thanks. And then we'll keep it moving. Al Michaels out. Eagle in. Congrats to him. Get an opportunity to call a Super Wildcard game. What do you call it? Nickelodeon, right? A couple times? Yep. Mm -hmm. And I believe he's calling the Super Bowl again this year for the, uh, the Nickelodeon cast. Nice. Not the main one. No, not the main one. Who's doing the main one? That's Tone. Yeah, yeah, CBS. CBS has it. Tony oh, I'm and excited Nets. to hear him mm-hmm. today. Oh, he's on. Oh, 430, baby. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Tony oh. Romo Monday? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yes. Yes. Uh-huh. Damn it. That just made everything better. It did, didn't what it? What the hell? What do you mean? Hey, I like Romo. I like Romo. But it's certain when he calls certain games with Which certain ones? quarterbacks playing in them, kind of gets a little much. Who? Well, well, he, he, loves, he loves Mason Rudolph. Yeah, when he calls Rudolph no, games. The Josh Allen, like, I mean, hey, but Tony Romo is playoff football. It's Super Wild Card Weekend. I heard a lot of people saying that maybe one particular commentator this weekend was potentially 
Like Greg Olson was being attacked for being a massive DAC guy yeah. going into the game or whatever. And then all of a sudden, he's just dicing up and cutting, breaking it down for Jordan Love. I like Greg Olson on a call. Love, so do I. People hate him on a call. Yeah, I don't really? get that. Really? It's weird. I didn't know that. I read I some people. I thought, well, at least before. Early on, I think people loved it, right? I think I didn't everybody know with a brain loves Greg Olson. I think yes. it too. I, I, think I think it's because he's positive. So when you're positive, you have yeah. to be positive about both sides. And when you are when you listen to a game and he's positive about the other team and not your team. Or it, you, or the other team's playing better than your team. Yeah, mm-hmm. There's a lot more Which positive things lot to say. This year for the Cowboys. On that particular side. I like Greg Olson. Love Tony love Romo. So do yeah, I. I'm pumped for Romo. Like 4:30 is appointment time. Can't even imagine what he's going to say today. He, yeah, Darius. He knows no, I, Bill hey, too. I love the guy too. Gives a lot of insight from the quarterback perspective. It's just gets a little much what? at times. But hey, it's a new game. <laughs> Big playoff matchup. I'm excited. You want to lay out a little bit, as they say? You want to lay out? He knows uh, Buffalo really well. Like he actually has had some great calls. Like tonight is one of those times, or four thirty rather is one of those times. Early on the game, I don't know last year when it was Chiefs Bills, he said it's gonna be twenty four twenty one. It ended up being twenty four twenty one. So that's mm-hmm. a correct score bet. And then he also, after the Bills lost to the Eagles in overtime, Romo said like, "Hey, you look at these next." Five six games for the Bills. They went out. They might be hosting a couple playoff games in the playoffs. So he nailed that one too. He knows. Yeah, he's the Rome Stradamus. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And we're also a thousand percent gonna get a way way suck. Which he does that every Bills game, which I love. Yep. That's that's why we come watch the games. It's gonna be perfect. I'm excited yeah. for him to do Mason Rudolph's cadence too. Oh, me too. I haven't had an opportunity. I don't to do know that. if I've even really. Yeah, but hey, Jim out. and Tony, thank you for launching us into a beautiful Super Wildcard Monday, and then Joe Buck and Troy Aikman taking it home. Mm-hmm. Class personified. I believe there is a Manning cast this evening. As well. There is. Yeah, I think last so. one. Yep. Who are the guests? Great guests. Bruce and um, Ray Lewis. Ray Lewis. Who's Bruce that? Ar- Bruce Arians. Sorry, and Ray Lewis. Okay, Bruce Arians, Ray Lewis. Obviously, two legends. Peyton, Eli, and Ray get along very well. So Ray's going to feel comfortable talking, mm-hmm. nice. which is good. You know what I mean? Bruce Arians, yeah. he and Peyton get along very well. I assume him and Eli. This is good. Two guests, too. This is the right way to go about doing this. Yep. Absolutely. And hopefully, hopefully Bruce is two, three vodkas deep. His but, vitamins? Yeah, his vitamins. Yeah, he's going to have some vitamins flowing. Nice. Bruce a crown guy, I believe. I thought it, when we talked to him, he was drinking vodka. He, he, that I, was early, though. I don't think he judges. Bingo. I think he's okay. Yeah, he doesn't discriminate. Yeah. It's MLK day. Who knows what happened? <laughs> Let's talk about some other news around the NFL. Jim Harbaugh interviewing with the Los Angeles Chargers. Allegedly, if you listen to what Schefter's saying, they just have to figure out whether or not they can get on the same page with all the other stuff. Nutritionists, how the building's set up, what's the power struggle. They're both very interested in each other. This comes after J.J. McCarthy, quarterback of the national champion. Michigan Wolverines team has declared for the NFL draft. Blake Corum has declared for the NFL draft. A lot of the Michigan pieces that obviously want the back-to-back college football play, back-to-back-to-back college football playoffs, and then won a national championship. They're moving on. Is Harbaugh utilizing this situation as, uh, hey, next coach, next group, Already handed off the baton pretty much to Sharon Moore, who got great opportunities at the end of the year to coach great things. And this is just an easy break to go to the NFL and try to win a Super Bowl and be one of the only coaches in the history to ever win a national championship and a Super Bowl. We shall see. But it feels like he's going to the Chargers as of this moment, AJ. 
Do we know if he's going to interview with any other teams, or has it only been the Chargers so far, right? Only been the Chargers publicly. Yeah. Yep. That is all we have heard. We do not know if Don Yee has set up other interviews as well. The Chargers have interviewed a few different people, I think, at this stage. Yeah, Schefter threw out Vegas with the Harbaugh if the uh, Chargers one doesn't get done. The Antonio Pierce stuff huh. is so fascinating, how yeah. they can't hire him. Yep. Might go through the process. Mm-hmm. That's a good question, though. Yes, a good question. So they have to interview what? Two minority candidates or whatever, and you said, like, what, we got it. We're tired. What do you mean? Here he is. Yeah, I don't – feels like we're, we're slowing down a process of making yeah, a change know. as opposed to just – because what happens if they do this full interview process and somehow get distracted Yeah, and Antonio Pierce is without – like, you know what I mean? Like, because Mark Davis potentially distractible. Better, True. You better also. win early. You better win early if you don't get AP there. You better win early whoever you are. going to get yeah, real get loud, loud from they, everybody. They yeah. also say, like, it's because of the Rooney rule and they want more. But, like, we've already seen, like, that it's just set up so it's like, oh, Leslie Frazier's not coaching. Let's bring him in. You know, like, he'll be one of the mm-hmm. requisite one or two guys who's not – especially if you can't – uh, interview guys until after the divisional round. Like, they're basically just going out a lot of teams and grabbing, like, two of the minority candidates who are, aren't coaching right now and who can very easily, like, if they want to get a head start on it, they can bring them in, do those two interviews, knock them out of the park, and then it's like, all right, now we can. Yeah. If you're going to hire Antonio Pierce, though, it just doesn't make much mm-hmm. sense to any of us. Joining us now is Diehard Raider fan. Mm-hmm. Here we go. Also a man who has an award named after him that'll be synonymous with the Naismith Naismith Basketball Hall of Fame forever. A man who's changed not only society, but sport for the good in his time on Earth. Ladies and gentlemen, founder of the Big Three, Ice Cube. What's up, Pat? What's up, guys? How y'all doing? Hey, congrats on the award, man. That's a massive ordeal. That's a you're gonna be remembered forever, you know, in basketball history. Not that you shouldn't be, but like this this cements that case. Congratulations, Cube. Oh uh, man, it's, it's 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 you know, it's such an honor. Not in a million years that I think that we the stuff that we were doing with the big three would uh would land us in the Hall of Fame, especially, you know, we're going into our seventh season in june june 15th and um you know it's just an amazing award you know it's sweet too let me show you yes please sweet award right there yeah Yeah, look at the ice cube that looks like a whiskey drink yeah yeah you know what i mean it's ice cube with a with a nice uh basketball in the middle the ice cube impact award you know it's, it's an honor to receive it but we can't wait to give it out next year to to deserving people that might not be as famous as me, but they do the great work yeah. of uh, pushing basketball. Let's talk about it. Now that you're a Hall of Famer, NBA, uh, basketball <laughs> Hall of Famer, you know, Mount Westmore coming out with some more. Ooh. You know what I mean? We got Hall of Fame shit to talk about now in raps. That's a big deal. Yeah, you know, you know, I got to get Fody and uh, and Snoop. You know, Fody's worried about the 49ers right now. You know, Mount Westmore's the last thing on his mind. Uh, Snoop is worried about the Steelers winning yep. uh, tonight. So, you know, once I get the football off their mind, maybe I could get them in the studio and we could do a Hall of Fame song. Yeah, we we hey, we fucking need it. Yeah, okay, yeah. we need it. So let's make that happen. Let's talk about football a little bit. Raiders obviously going through another transition, a little turnover. Do you have any thoughts on it all? Max Crosby's come out and said AP's the coach. I don't even know what we're talking about. Everybody else has said the same exact thing. Do you agree? How do you feel about where the Raiders are right now? I agree. You know, I think we need to hire AP. Um, you know, when it comes to the NFL, you know, the athletes are, are pretty pretty even, you know, at the end of the day. And 
you got you need somebody that the players listen to, who who they'll play for, run through a brick wall for, and when you find that, you can't let it go. And um, the Raiders have that in AP. You know they really want to play for for this guy, and um, you got You got to respect it and let let's roll with it, man. What are we waiting on? Yeah, Mark Davis seems like the perfect guy to have. The only coach that has two stud earrings too. Yeah, you know what I mean. I, I think the Raiders, yeah. that is how the Raiders are supposed <laughs> yeah, to. And he drive he drive a six four low rider to the game. You know what I mean? It's like. Raider Nation to the 10th power. It feels like everybody's on the same page, Mark. Let's go ahead and get that yeah, done. Come on. Let's get that one done. Go ahead, AJ. Well, I, I'll call him up. Maybe I can, you know yeah. what I mean, convince him that, you know, as president of the Raider Nation, um, mm. I approve this message. <laughs> and a Hall of Famer, too. Hey, you're a motherfucking Hall of Famer, too. Yeah. Let's not get... Uh, hey, you know, I'm in three, man. You know, I'm in Rock and Roll Hall what? of Fame. What? I'm on the Walk of Fame. What? And now, you know, the Basketball uh, Hall of Fame. Not so, bad. This is the trifecta that I never in a million years would think that I would reach. So, very all, proud moment. All earned, Cube. All earned. Thank I'll never forget. Go ahead, AJ. I want to pivot to basketball quickly. What was your thoughts on the whole in-season uh, tournament that they had and obviously the Lakers raising the banner and all that? What were your thoughts on that whole situation? you think that's going to progress and continue to, to grow even bigger? Well, it was a little confusing this year. <laughs> you know, uh, I don't know if I count that. As a banner, you know, I think that's more of a certificate. Uh, it's really about winning. It's really about winning the real deal. You know, we we usually don't hang nothing up but championship banners. So, you know, I guess this is cool. If if we need some extra, you know, we need some extra, you know, window dressing. But for the most part, you know, it, it's a napkin. You know, we need a real banner. <laughs> Man, that is. Turn, in tournament thing was very confusing. Hey, but the, they had different courts. Yes. They yeah. had different the courts. Cool designs. And, well, they learned a little bit from the big three on that. You know what I mean? We <laughs> we uh, mm-hmm. we got some of the most spectacular courts. So, you know, we don't mind if they borrow a little bit from us. We done borrowed a lot from them. Yeah, well, hey, that's good. <laughs> hey, that's why you're in the Hall of Fame, baby. Boom. That's why you're in the Hall of yeah, Fame. Yeah, yeah. Speaking of, like, live show, entertainment, and everything like that, it's because you have a massive fucking brain. Darius has a question for you. Yeah, Cube, I want to ask you about your, your creative process. Obviously, actor, writer, uh, rapper, all these different things, commissioner of the different league. What, what, are, what, are your, what are these thoughts coming to you? Is it on the shitter? Is it on the plane? Is it when you take a walk? <laughs> like, what, what's, what's your creative process like? Everywhere, man. You know, it's really like I'm a fan, and when when I want something that don't exist, it's really up to us to come up with it. Um, you know, I was a fan of uh, – I'm a fan of hoops, and after the finals, you know, I usually, you know, have a basketball hangover, and, and I usually hibernate until, until the NFL starts. So we was like, as basketball fans, we need more hoops. So me and my partner, Jeff Quantinus – started to brainstorm and uh, came up with the big three and it's been just an amazing ride and you know more hoops the merrier yeah I agree with the big three and the more hoops the merrier seventh season wow hey, so, yeah. nothing yeah, makes it seven seasons you know nothing makes it seven seasons no, yeah a lot of people thought we were crazy and a lot of people told us you know um, new leagues don't don't last and we said that may be true, but this is a great idea. Got a lot of fans out there that want to see more basketball. And now we're in the process of selling teams and placing teams in cities. So um, 
you know, we're just looking to expand the league and grow the league. We got 12 teams now. We look to get, go to 16 to 24 and just keep expanding and uh, have something really cool for the summer. Speaking of that, Ty has a question for you. Yeah, Cube, to that point, at what point do you start uh, kind of like almost recruiting or like looking for new people to be involved with this? Like, is that a process where you're kind of the one taking the bull by the horns and trying to find these people? Or do you now that the league has gotten, you know, more exposure and, and more people know about it and want to get involved, do you have people coming to you like kind of pining to get into it? Yes, yeah, it's, it's a mixture. You know, a lot of people are coming to us, they know the league is here. They love the, the competition. They love the style of play. You know, three-on-three three is mano y mano. You got a man up. Um, there's no help coming. You can't be a specialist. So guys like this style of play where you have to dribble, pass, shoot, and defend to really shine in the big three. And so they're coming to us. But I'm, I'm the best recruiter in the country, man. You know, I done recruited Hall of Famers to be a part of the big three. So – I'm going to use my recruiting skills, too, and uh, try to get some of these names you know to continue their game. Hey, maybe next time you're on the shitter or wherever you do your thinking, like college football coach. Yeah. You know, if yeah. you can recruit, you're a winner. Immediate, and they're giving like 80, $90 million guaranteed contracts. Not that you would ever need it, obviously, with all the success, but recruiting's the name of the game. Maybe that's where you where you go next, Scoop. Uh. I don't know. You know, I, I think, you know, with this league, my hands is full. Um, and I'm, I'm, I'm really trying to get people in the big three. College, they got enough recruiters. You know, the big three is where it's at. Uh, I think the fans love the league. Players love to play. It's fun to play and fun to watch. So, um, you know, I'm just having fun in the spot I'm in. Season starts in June. Uh, Connor has a question. June 15th. For- Hell yeah. Yeah, Ice Cube, now that you are, you know, the Ice Cube Impact Award winner officially, the inaugural one, uh, what's your first order of business? Are you going to, you know, maybe reach out to, like, Draymond Green and just tell him, like, hey, we can't have you doing all that bullshit. We need you to be playing on the court. Or where do you think this kind of takes you now? And then will you also have a say in who will be the future winners uh, of this award as well? Yeah, well, you know, it's really about finding those diamonds in the rough, those people that's out there working hard, using basketball to positively impact the lives of youngsters and players all over the country. And we're we're just, you know, now it's time to go to work and find out who's the new recipient, who's going to get it next year. And we're looking forward to, you know, learning about a lot of different finalists and hearing their stories and, um, you know, crowning uh, another, you know, person that's making an impact next year. So that's what's great. Every year we get a chance to, to you know, shine a light on somebody who might not be as famous as me, but uh, who do great work. And, you know, that's what it's all about. You know, my, my quote is, an assist is the most generous play you can make on and off the court. And so we want to assist some people and give them some shine. Hey. That's a beautiful quote. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. You only have like uh, three thousand bars, so yeah. just add that one. <laughs> add that one in there. Uh, we appreciate you, Ice Cube. Congrats on all the success and the recognition. You deserve all of it. Good luck with everything you got cooking. Thanks, guys. You know you guys got a great show. Love to tune in. Love to watch. Uh, keep doing what you're doing. Cube, I was canceled by both political parties last week. Just in one week. Tuesday, I- one of them. Wednesday, the other one. Friday, we woke up. Sun was still shining. You've been there. 
Man, join the club, man. <laughs> let, 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 let's start a gang together. <laughs> uh, it'll be an honor to be in a gang with you in yeah. the movies I've watched. Let's ladies, do it. Ladies and gentlemen, Ice Cube. Thank you. You've been in the waters before. Yep, three, yeah. three Hall of yep. Fames. I've, uh, I've seen one of them documented. Mm -hmm. It involved baseball bat. Yep. That was mm -hmm. awesome. Oh, so yeah. awesome. I love everything about that. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Tough not to. Could you imagine not thinking about that with the way we, what we've learned about the music industry and how it like kind of all operated? Yeah. I mean, now what we're learning with the TV thing, but like. Still. Yeah, similar. Similar. Just a couple people placed in a couple positions. Oh, yeah. And then just walk. Nope. Not happening to me. Yeah. This might have been how it's been, but this is not how this is going to go and just changing everything. Boosh. What a legendary brain that guy has. Yes. Yeah. Thanks for joining us, Ice Cube. How long has he been? He's been super relevant in all, for what? How many years now? 30 some? Seemingly. Yeah, at least. North, yeah. More. Maybe more, more than that. Yeah, 35 years probably. Yeah. 40. Legend. Jeez. Awesome. Legend. Completely Legend. different lanes, too. Like, Bingo. Uh -huh. Legit yep. actors in movies, like writing multiple movies. Commissioner of a league, like owner of a league, like it's music. Incredible, yeah. Mm -hmm. The music yep. is just absurd too because this Mount Westmore, I think I was one of the first fans. I found him. My Spotify told me the morning they released the music, like, boom, here's something you might like. And big, big saw woofer in the back, like, what's up, brother? The windows. windows out the frame. It's a party one. I pull up big, big, big subwoofer in the back. Like, what up? Blow the windows out the frame. It's a party one. I pull it. I'm like, okay, what's it? And then Snoop comes in. Mm -hmm. Then Ice Cube. It was like mm -hmm. an old school rap song. And the next time he came on was like a couple weeks after that. And I was like, hey, Cube, we need some more fucking bangers. Then they, he said, we got 50 songs. Yeah. I'm like, okay, <laughs> here we go. Still able to create 50 songs, mm -hmm. right? On top of having the ability to write movies and like at some point you'd think your creative juices would just kind of stall out and I think they do. That's why your process question was a good one because I think he's the type of guy just like Jerry Seinfeld. Like anytime an idea comes, let's make sure we remember mm -hmm. it yeah. and then the execution of it is something that not a lot of people can yeah. do. And he's been able to execute seemingly better than 99.9% .9 of people. It's like real legend in the game. Very thankful that he's come on this program multiple times. Absolutely. And it seems like he's, you know, remained himself through throughout yeah. the process throughout all the different successes and AJ mentioned this long like I can't maybe Snoop you know and that like mm -hmm. those guys have been famous like 35 like I, my whole life long time I'm 38 in March like my whole life Ice Cube and Snoop have been like the amount right of here. wars that they've been in oh, oh yeah, my yeah. God. just for us experiencing this as of late I couldn't even fathom the mental toughness that you have to have Stamina. shout out to both of them speaking of toughness we've gotten a tweet from Rydell uh, that says, we appreciate the shout-out, Pat McAfee Show. We got some work to do on that Rydell pronunciation, though. It's Rydell. If you guys pronounce it differently, you should change it. Yep. It's like gif Jif thing. Mm -hmm. I'm sorry, what? what? I think they pronounce Is it Riddell? What? There's no well, way that it's Riddell. can't be Riddell. I mean, as a, as a football human being, as a football, it's been Rydell for... That's what I'm saying. You guys need to potentially think about changing. No one's it. ever said it. What do you say? You say riddle? Oh. I don't know, dude. I don't even know. They're, I've never heard that. Right, I've never really? heard that. Zoom in, Foxy. If that's that riddle, riddle helmet. Riddell, maybe. I don't know if you see it. That second sentence said we got some work on the pronunciation, though. See that? Did I say you said Rydell? You said Rydell, right? If you look up the phonetic spelling. That's in my. The only way that is said. It's Rydell. Is Rydell. Riddle. R I double D E L L, though. That's that right. could be riddle. It could be, but no one's ever called it that. No one's ever said that. Yeah, maybe you guys it's should think about changing the name. Read the Dell. What'd you say? What's Lombardi called? What is Lombardi called? <laughs> <laughs> Rudel. Good question. You know, he put his he put his Rodel. 
He's put his Rod Leon. That guy's so wrong. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Rich Versace. He's so um, wrong on every name. I've never seen it. All right, let's make our selections. Let's get to hell out of here. We got overreaction Tuesday tomorrow. Yep. Here we go. Mm-hmm. A season ended one week after the football ended. Oh. Did anybody say that we oh. canceled Nick Saban, too, because his fucking old ass retired? Oh. Hey, how come that wasn't a story? He wasn't on last Thursday. You know, he's oh. been on all year. <laughs> How come, how come that wasn't How come that wasn't covered? That's a good question. That's ageism. It is a little ageism. It is at its finest. It's ridiculous. It's disgusting. I'm over it. I'm ashamed. But we're on to Buffalo. Hell yeah. Yeah, we are. Pittsburgh Steelers, Buffalo Bills. The over-under has moved because the weather seems to be clear. We had boots, actual boots, on the ground with Sal Capaccio earlier in the program. Weather looks nice. Mm-hmm. Beautiful. Now, I don't know how the fans are going to get into the lower half of the lower bowl of the stadium. There is two to three feet of snow on every single seat in there, but the Billa's Mafia members will make their way in there and deal with mm-hmm. it. There's some Pittsburgh media that's trying to stir up some shit. Yeah. Ooh. Pittsburgh media saying, which is my first question as well, as soon as Sal Capaccio showed us how the snow was on the lower bowl at the 50 where I said, those are real expensive seats right there, where those people aren't going to be able to stand. Sal Capaccio said, they'll be able to get there. They're just happy that there's a game mm-hmm. taking place. Mark Caboli's like, I would not be thrilled if I paid dollars <laughs> $350, $400, and I got there, and there's two feet of snow on my seat. And in Pro Football Talks, Mike Florio goes, a lot of people pissed off about the Peacock thing. Uh-huh. What if you paid $500 and your seat doesn't even exist? Uh-huh. That feels like that could be an issue. We will keep an eye on that. And we appreciate the Buffalonians taking card. Yeah, I mean, that's just not the best way to do that. But uh, We don't need to watch this. We don't need to. Oh, oh, no. Who's this? There's no one going to be able to sit in their seats. <laughs> No, I no. didn't get in the aisle. How do you get in the aisle? I, I did see when uh, they showed like a photo of the whole stadium. It looks like they started with the top. upper, yeah, the top, the top level. So I think there was some seats up there. You know what the they bottom were doing? Levels fucked. Yeah, you know what they were doing? They were yeah, throwing it that because it's easier. So those lower seats, which are the most expensive, Whoa. and hey, that's on them. They're gonna have to deal with it. But what I, the fuck was that right there? That was, is that, that, was, is that what's going shovel? on? If you come to work, you got to bring a shovel. Or they got They said two hundred right? people were were able to be paid twenty dollars an hour. They should have two hundred shovels. I believe mm-hmm. shovels were provided. Oh, they're trying to get to sweet. Talk to the Green Bay people. The Green Bay people have it down to a science. Like there's the big oh, ramps no. where they throw the snow on the ramps and it goes down. Like oh, okay, so these people, these aren't the these people bought tickets to a game. Yeah, I mean this yeah. is live. Oh yeah, they're starting. This is going to be bad. This could get bad. Like how do you know where you sit? I don't know anything. They're going to be standing on top of each other. And if, I but mean, you can't even get in the aisle right there. That's the thing. It's not about your seat. Like you gotta. Wow, that's gonna be. Why fun does that to guy not have gloves? Hold on one one second. Forget that whole part of it. Let's just think about the humans we got coming together here. We got Yinzers. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh oh. And we got Buffalonians. Brother. Oh baby. There's probably gonna be some cocktails. Yeah. Wide. For sure. The football game is gonna be very. Yeah. And now they're literally standing on top of each other. Oh no. Bring you know your brass knuckles. Why do they have shovels? They should have. Brought flamethrowers and just melted all the snow. Boom. That's that's chess. Mm-hmm. Just pass them out. They'll, they'll probably start pissing all over them, their seats just to try to it's melt hard. a little bit of snow. I mean, it's not a bad play. You're not kidding. 15,000 people are going to get arrested today. That's They're going to be staying on top of each other. Yeah. Well, they, the issue is they were only offering to pay up to 200 people 20 bucks an hour. That's why nobody's fucking oh, there. Come on. Yeah, which is an interesting move. Like, they were saying you had to register to do this. Like, let them in and let them shovel. How about them saying, we got to make sure we get taxes. Yeah. Like, yeah. look. we got to make sure we do this whole thing. 
Let them shovel. <laughs> like yeah. they're trying to help you out, man. So it, we're an hour and what? 43, 42 minutes mm-hmm. before kickoff. Wow. Those Steelers fans drove up there with their kids. Oh, man. We're going to go see a playoff game. Let's go up there. And he, he couldn't even. Is this our row? The fuck is this about? <laughs> is this our row? I don't know. Where is there any? Is there anybody help? No, they're. But they've had plenty of snow in the past. Why this time can they not get the stadium cleared? Because it couldn't get enough people there? Exactly. Exactly. And all these people on Buffalo who are, you know, taking shrapnel from some people, myself included, saying that this is ridiculous. This is what makes Buffalo Buffalo. Mm. But for some reason, it's a massive deal today. Yeah, exactly, AJ. It makes no sense. They hang their hat on this shit. And then when it happens, it's like, boo hoo. What That's a New England doing? Patriot fan. Yep. Yeah, but still. Yeah, I, I've seen Mr. Kraft handle this very similar situation, but I got to tell you guys off here how he handled it. But okay. It very, very effective and efficient. Snow. Oh, is that right? He just put human bodies? What are you? Why are you? Why is well, he turned off, off, he turned off the weather machine. I will not say it publicly. Well, the thing is, too, with New England, I mean, is that if he, if he put out the bird call. First, you just said it publicly. <laughs> I do not. With, Without saying, we have an update on Yinzer and kids trying to get to seat. Oh, they got there. Boom. Oh, they found it. Nice. Oh, here we go. Oh, yeah. That's what we do. Get, some, get this guy some gloves, please. <laughs> Look at this man. He's a human. Wow. <laughs> Boom. Thank you, Dad. It's a Guys, pre- machine. Preview of what no, this guy for do. clearing out the aisle. Think about how fucking cold this man's oh, legs. Oh, my God. I didn't even think about it. I think it. he's doing the whole aisle. That's what the man. What a dog. Well, you know, he's in the wrong the whole stadium. Obviously, these aren't even our fucking seats. Well, it's the next one. <laughs> <laughs> the next one over. It's going to be so cool. I didn't, I didn't even think about it being pal. Yeah. Oh, no, yeah. I thought it was going to be like. Packed around. Right. Yeah. Instead, I mean, they're going in yeah. this. Fresh pal. <laughs> There's a limit. To Why this. is there a limit? There should not be a limit. Limit to the first 200 shovels. They only had 200 shovels. They don't want to pay that much. Bring your own shovel. We're not paying everybody here, but if you come to Highmark Stadium that we've been told is impossible to get to, (laughs) shovelers can arrive at the register at midnight, shovel snow through the night into Monday morning. 20 bucks an hour. Complimentary beverages and breakfasts in the morning will be provided in a comfortable, warm break area. Those interested in shoveling must have proper photo identification, driver's license, state ID to work. Slow things down. Yeah, this is just I'm not even getting into that whole conversation. Classic Pagulas. Because that would throw us into mm-hmm. last week's mm-hmm. wars we yet again. Mm-hmm. Not even getting into that. With follow-up, though, any human that wanted to fucking shovel snow mm-hmm. should have been allowed to fucking shovel <laughs> snow. Bingo. You want to come do this miserable, freezing cold job that is going to make our business, which is worth billions and billions. billions of dollars, operate in the biggest stage that it's had in a long time? Yes, you can come do that. Now we're now we're staring down a scene. That's going to be a scene. Oh yeah. yes, and that snow is going to be raining. It might not be snowing for Mother Nature. No, but you know how those buildos fly. Yeah, yeah. Wait till snowballs. Fresh with that pile. Snowballs with buildos in them. We don't know. That's dangerous. You never know what's inside. You don't want a frozen bill flying through there. Because they're saying the lake effect snow made it a little moist. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, that's the does. best. Perfect packing snow. Yep. That's what they're you're looking a, for. Like a full stadium snowball fight, but then the first time the Bills score, they're gonna. it's going to be fun to watch. Oh, it's going to be like that Nickelodeon slime zone. Yeah. Bingo. But then yeah. let's look at the fourth quarter when Naj scores. Okay. Oh, baby. And Naj does one of these. Are you not entertained? Yeah. <laughs> that's fine. What are we talking about? I'm not worried about Naj. I'm worried about that man and his two boys getting hit with snowballs. 
after that fourth quarter. Good boys. Can we show that again of him just plowing through there? How the fuck is that going to work? Think about the stairs. It's chaos right now, Pat. They got guys shoveling out there now, too. Fans have taken up shovels, but they're just throwing the snow onto other seats. (laughs) (laughs) Bro, think about how slick those stairs are going to be once all this snow. So talk about people. Oh, yeah. Rumor in Pittsburgh is he walked from Pittsburgh to Buffalo. Just like I'm that. watching fucking Mason Rudolph beat the Bills, all right? Mm-hmm. Ain't nothing this fucking snow is going to do. You see that, boys? You see that? No excuses. <laughs> no excuses. <laughs> this kid's going to remember that forever. Oh, yeah. Now, yeah. kick back. You lead the way back. I'm kind of cold. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sick of this. How many rows are there, we think? Bummed Seven out. rows? How many rows do we think are just in that portion that we can't see anything of? Oh, yeah. yeah How many seven? seats are in there? A hundred? I mean, 150? In this section. Oh my god! I mean, it's oh, up at least. It's up to his dick and snow. Yeah, he's they're fucked. <laughs> Is it? I'm pumped to watch. This. Let's go. This game's gonna be a shit show. Yeah. All right. Does that change anything for you? Uh, does that make you pick Ooh. the Buffalo Bills minus ten? We'll start with Darius J. Butler, who said he had a lean, I believe. Uh huh. Especially yeah. with the Sal Capaccio update of the weather. Now we don't know if the seats situation changes anything for you. It Who did. do you like? How do you like? It did at Rod Wilson Jersey at Troy yeah. Jersey. Bingo. No way in hell they get beat by more than 10. I'm going Steelers plus 10. Okay. Okay. So you were on the Bills? I was. And then Woodson right there, Charles Woodson, Woodson? Him leading the way for his kids, his sweet boys or girl. Can't really see. <laughs> we don't know up. who the third mm-hmm. jersey was either. Yeah. Not, sure, it was. But those two, I mean, who mean cares? Joker, who yeah. yeah. Donardo jersey. All right. Hey, couple of injured swaying some people. He won't be bummed out. A.J. Hawk? Hmm. 10 points feels like a lot, especially in these kind of conditions. As Ty says, you got snow past people's meats up there. They can't even get to their seat. <laughs> mm-hmm. I have a hard time believing that you can win by more than 10. Buffalo could do it, but I'm taking the Steelers here plus 10. I'll take the Steelers as well. I believe I picked mm. them on Friday. You the game did. got moved so we could do a repick. Did you have the Bills or the Steelers on Friday? He had the Bills. Yeah. Oh, so you just changed your Steelers. Wow. Hey. Did I have the Bills? We didn't, we didn't make any picks, I thought. Yeah, we did. Yeah, we did. This game was supposed to be, to be yesterday, remember. Yeah, well, you know, when I'm presented with new information, uh, sometimes Bingo. I will change my mind. That's because you live in a moment. Mm-hmm. Exactly. I'm right here. All right, well, right here, we need you to pick the next one. Philadelphia Eagles, Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Jalen Hurts was a full participant in practice, even though he fucked up his finger last week. Mm-hmm. The Eagles have stunk, in their own words. Yep. Yes. Not been great. 1-5 run, 0-6 ATS. Big Dom back on the sideline. Though. Boom. Big Dom back on the sideline for the Philadelphia Eagles. Baker Mayfield in an incredible season for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers that nobody expected, winning the NFC South, having a home playoff game. Mm -hmm. The weather should be fantastic as opposed to what we're going to see in Buffalo with the snow game that's certainly on the horizon. D-Butt, how do you see it going? I'm going Tampa. Straight up, but uh, obviously with the with the three points, but I'm going Tampa. I like their pass game. I like Baker, and a lot left to be desired for that Philly defense. So give me the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I haven't even really thought about this one. I was hoping you were going to sway me one way or the other. Believe there are some massive incentives for Baker to make mm-hmm. some money today. Baker's speaking uh, of Jordan Love, another five hundred thousand. Yep. Uh-huh. Baker's two and zero against the spread in the playoffs. He obviously got that uh, win against the Steelers, um, and then uh, I think they played the Chiefs the next week and covered. Um, yep. Some rain in the forecast, but nothing bad. AJ, who do you like? So you're telling me Jalen like dislocated his middle finger on his throwing hand, and now he's not even on the injury report at all? Yep. Dog. He wasn't throwing until a couple of days ago. I, believe me, this dude is a monster. He's a stud. But, yeah, I, I'm with D-Butt. I was kind of waffling back and forth, but give me Tampa Bay plus three. 
All right, I think I have to pick the Eagles because I got one wrong. You got one right yep. in this weekend. Mm -hmm. So just for my sake, I'll take the Eagles minus three. Big Dom's back on the sideline. Yeah, you're right, Gumps. Yeah. You, what he does to a team is not just like something you can find in a statue. Not, can't not measure. Yeah, can't measure. Far, yep. I suppose. In, yeah. He's Connor Stallions. Yes. Yeah. But this what? isn't Michigan. This is the National Football League, gentlemen. Look, remember, there was a fight. Mm -hmm. I remember. Who was in it? Big Dom. Mm -hmm. Who do you think is setting the tone for that team? A lot of people will assume, well, maybe it's Jalen. Yeah. Maybe it's Jalen Carter on defensive mm -hmm. side. Sure. It's not. It's fucking Big Dom. Bingo. Yep. Yeah. He's been flying the Italian Philadelphia flag for a long time. Yeah. Generations of Eagles. Mm -hmm. And he just gets kicked off the sideline by a NFL that doesn't want to see Italian shine? Yep. I don't think so. <laughs> So many Italians in the NFL. So many. The NFL loves seeing Italian shows. <laughs> Big, Big Don's first game was actually with Vince Pauly. Oh, Boom. Was left, it? left tackle, yeah. yeah. And you saw him score that touchdown in that movie. Yep. Mm -hmm. yep. Big Don was on the sideline. Wahlberg? Yep. What? Vince Pauly. Mark yeah, Wahlberg, right, though. Yeah. Dog the way he ran. Him. Became oh, him. Yeah, look at this. That wide arm swing, you're right. That Papali swing. Because. Yeah. In those war movies, Mark Wahlberg's yeah, right. Real tight. Oh, yeah. But then he was like yeah. method acting with yeah. this is football Pauly players. With Vince Pauly. <laughs> you, got his, you got his shoes on right there. Goddamn right I do. Shop, shop me this boy. It's my best shoes in the game right there. Who else? Boom. Who else? Polar Bears? Uh, also, Miles uh, Garrett. Miles Garrett. Defensive player of the year. Oh, I heard Steelers fans chirping on here and that. Well, he's had one sack in the last six games, so. Well, it's not just about sex. That's what they say. It's not all. Pretty they, hilarious. They were quiet on Saturday night. Who's that? Browns fans. Kevin Stavansky. Still an incredible job this year. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I think Matt LaFleur needs to get called in the conversation on huh? Coach of the Year now. I would agree. He won't win it, but I would agree. There's one man. D'Amico Ryans. Bingo, yeah. that's the one man. First, needs to be in there. First 7C, right? MCDC, throw the name in yep. there. Yeah, you I'm guys were supposed to win, though. See, like, this I is why we need a Which post. makes him a coach of the year candidate to yeah. begin with. Yeah. True. Detroit was supposed to if win. If you have, like, a coach of the year combined over the last three years, MCDC. Maybe it should just like be that. a group. Maybe it should just be a group of coaches where we just go, like. Good job. Good job. Go. Good coach. And they just, like, they care, though? They don't care. Not at all. That's what I'm saying. So, like. Coach of the year? Yeah. I think they care. Not if you don't win the Super Bowl. If you win the Super Bowl, they care. But they're not saying, hey, how many coaches of the years did you win? Yeah, I remember when Vrabel won it, he did not give it. What about fly. Mike Tom, okay? No one thought this team was going to playoffs, and they did. That's why they shouldn't vote on any of these awards till Super Bowl. Third Bowl's quarterback. Over. Third quarterback. I think they should maybe just pick the five coaches that had great years. Yep. Yeah. Just have them walk yeah. out on a stage. Maybe they get like a ring or something. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be cool. Like a watch, yeah, yeah. maybe. There, there it is. A whistle. Like a whistle. Golden, golden, golden whistle. Like golden a, whistle. Like a pantheon. Yeah. What are you saying? You're saying. Now, what are we doing? It's everybody gets a medal. fucking winner. You're saying we're getting soft? Other. That's getting what they were saying well, last week. We do need an award, though, for like the situations of Jordan Love. Because like Jordan Love isn't going to win anything this year. And sure, whatever. Most improved. It should become breakout that player. Isn't, is there a breakout player no. of the year? Most improved needs to be a thing. Like yeah, That's not an award. Bowler. No Pro one Pro wants Bowl. most improved. The guy's the best player in football. Well, that's the issue. Egos are going to get involved, and nobody's going to get their ego struck from winning the most improved. He should win comeback. Gino did it last year. Should be a breakout player. Damar Hamlin's winning to come back. He was dead on a football field. There yeah. it is. Breakout. Breakout players. Breakout. There it is. That's the one. Breakout. And if you were great earlier in your career and then you had downtime, then you're back, it's like a re-breakout. Yep. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, just mm -hmm. put a re-breakout. Name that the Flacco. Welcome back. Bingo. Flacco would have won comeback player if he wouldn't have thrown that 
fucking sorry ass interception. It was. What's he gonna do next? Flacco's starting somewhere next year. <laughs> so I think. Caleb Williams has declared himself eligible for the NFL draft. Whoa, what? It's official? No. He's, he's potentially going to go back to USC. Wow. He is now projected to be the number one overall pick. Jaden Daniels of LSU, also Heisman winner uh, in conversation of top five pick. Drake May mm-hmm. in conversation, top five pick. Mm-hmm. Marvin Harrison Jr. in conversation. Top five pick. Big Alt. Yep. Yeah. Joe Alt. Joseph Alt. Big Joe Alt. In conversation, top five pick. There's going to be more as we roll on. Everybody's going to be the greatest prospect in the history of the NFL. Mm-hmm. And we're going to be a part of the problem, D-Butt. Yeah, I love being a part of the problem. What was the tackle's name? Yeah. yeah. Olufashan. Olufashan. He was supposed to come out last year. Would have been a top five. Yep. Went back to Penn State to do what Penn State does. Right. Win 10 games. Lose the two that no one thinks you're going to win. And... Then get your ass beat in the bowl game by an SEC school. That's kind of yeah. That's kind of how it goes. Can we FaceTime AQ? Can we FaceTime AQ, by the way? Oh, how did he do it? He finished. Finished. Let's go. Got it done. He said he – Half marathon? He, yeah, he did really well, actually. Man, that's crazy. He was taking videos mid-marathon. Mid he was talking was. promo. He was cutting promos. Yeah. Mid David Goggins out there, basically. He, yeah. And he's big. I, I assume yeah. compared to the rest of the crowd running a half marathon in the middle of the fucking desert, mm-hmm. he was a little bit bigger than all the other competitors. AQ Goggins. Did you see that video of uh, former GM Rick Spielman saying he, all the quarterbacks that he would take Caleb Williams over in the last, like, maybe 15 years? Pete Thamel was saying a lot of the same stuff. Yeah, mm-hmm. I've seen a lot of that with that guy. That's, about Caleb. Yeah. They're putting a lot of... Yeah, not setting him up for any sort of failure whatsoever. Hey, no man, answer from AQ. So. Hate Man was one of them that he would took Caleb over. Burrow was on Yo. that, I believe. Burrow. We've seen Luck. what these, these guys have done in the NFL. We're no longer doing the projecting thing. So mm-hmm. you don't have to add their name into who. Mm-mm. You take them over. Wait, Rick got hired as a consultant, didn't he? Somewhere to find a new... That was company? Chris, I think. Probably no. Chris has been with the, Chris has been with the Lions. I thought Rick just oh, got with, hired a couple um, weeks Washington, ago. Washington, Myers, yeah, yeah. yeah, Washington. Yeah. Ooh, nice job. Head, that was is Caleb going to be a guy? Yeah. Uh, so you know, it was halfway done. I think he's going to be a guy. Obviously, he's electrifying. Can he play the same way he played at USC against professionals and adults? No. That's your thoughts. Yep. That's for all the NFL GMs, more specifically those who are at the top of the draft to figure it out. He was electrifying in college. Yes, he was. College is going to miss Caleb Williams' highlights. Like, that is real deal. Will those continue into the NFL? Will the situation be right for him to continue in Mm -hmm. the NFL? That's obviously what happened with Bryce Young now, who everybody said he was the next Steph Curry coming in. He's the Steph Curry of football coming Mm -hmm. in. The situation didn't give him the right way to play. I mean... There's so much that goes into whether or not somebody's going to be successful. All I know is Houston, ass, C.J. Stroud now, they're good. Yep. Mm-hmm. So that's just simple science. That's it. Andrew Luck, we were not great beforehand. Had a good culture, got it painted over mm-hmm. with the new regime. Unbelievable. Makes sense. Actually roll paint mm-hmm. over top of them. Andrew Luck comes in, go to the playoffs. It's like some of these guys are game changers. Yes. Some of these guys will show up and have success, even if the situation is a little shitty. And then other guys will get excuses made for them for a few years, and then maybe they finally hit. We shall see who will be what. I think Caleb will know immediately Oh yeah, if he's going to be a Ooh. guy or not. 
I think we'll know immediately. Because him extending plays yeah, and like getting it. out of tackles and shit, if he can do that on in the NFL, he's going to be great. If he can't, we're going to have to learn if he can mm-hmm. be out of it, which I think he can without yeah. good of an arm, I guess. I think he's going to be good. It's just that kind of stuff. It's hard to imagine. It's like, okay, well, you're going against a guy who from Oregon State who's undrafted, and now you got fucking Miles Garrett or you know someone like that. It's like that a little bit tougher to – But if he can do it against them. Yeah, then then obviously we're talking. Yeah, here we go. One of one, right? Anthony Richardson, you forgot about him already. I didn't forget about him. Just want to see him stay healthy. People are telling me I forgot about him. Whenever I said, uh, the more I learn about C.J. Stroud, the more I realize it fucking sucks (laughs) to be in the AFC South for the next ten to fifteen years. Got a bunch of Colts fans saying, "What about AR? You forgot about AR? You forgot about AR?" It's like C.J. Stroud's playing right now. C.J. C.J. Stroud is still playing, Mm -hmm. and he's only getting better. And he's won. AR made it four games. That's a massive piece of being an NFL quarterback. Like, can AR survive? I fucking hope so. And we loved what we saw. Yeah. But we, we've Felty. also seen guys, you know, career either get just derailed by injuries or they just fall off a cliff. And it's early with CJ and Jordan. They could have some down years. But Agreed. like with all of us, we've seen enough to, okay, that, yeah, it's not like gimmicky. It's not just, hey, the guys are open, everything's schemed up. It's guys are off platform, off schedule. And, and in the NFL, more times than not, it comes down to just doing the routine shit. Hey, go through your progressions, make it. Take what they throw. give you, right? Exactly. Take exactly. what the defense gives you. Yep, check your protections. You talked about Jordan Love um, checking out of that play and then mm-hmm. checking back into it, a play letter. Like, just shit, little shit like that. Being on the same page with your coaches, the veterans, the young guys, just all those things that matter. Um, you know, that's why it's such a crap shooting the draft. But let's not put the expectation that there's another C.J. Stroud coming. Right. No. You know? Because yeah. inevitably you're going to get bummed out. Yeah, yeah. inevitably, because it, it takes a while. It really does. Like with AR, I thought, all right, we got a guy, and then five games in, he's out for the rest of the season. It's like this is going to be a part of it. Like this is a part of a transition of power into your next franchise quarterback. Saw a lot of promise, saw a lot of hope, but I'm watching with my eyes right now. End of season January football happening in the AFC South. Yeah, and it's really fucking good. Mm-hmm. It's really too good. He came into the lot house. Well. Look, I don't. don't. Want, I don't want to be the one. NRG's Stroudhouse. Yes, Stroudhouse. There can be NRG more. Than was Stroudhouse rocking. is down there. And he, they were rocking down there. I told you that place, mm-hmm. best state, loudest stadium I played in. Whenever they were, when we were playing, it was loud. Yeah. Ears hurt, like actual ears hurt, which is not a normal feeling. You know what I mean? And they're back. They filled that place up. Oh yeah. yeah. Way to go, Houston fans, Houstonians, yeah. brother. All right, if this one goes in, Anthony Richardson is going to be MVP next year. Okay. All right. I believe that. Hey. Put the ticket oh, in. Son of a bitch. Ooh. Oh, I'm sorry, Anthony. It was Almost. flat ball. We'll do it again tomorrow. Universal speak us tomorrow. Yep. yep. That doesn't mean anything, Anthony. It was no, a flat no. ball. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Invalid. Hoops inch too high. Mm-hmm. Too low. Is it? Yeah, that's the low one. That one's better. That was actually <laughs> someone, was someone dunking and hanging on it? Yeah. Yeah, it's actually like the movie Hoosiers. Mm-hmm. Uh, they come out and measure it. Yep. Yeah. Mitt, Mitt was windmilling on it or this morning. I thought I heard that. Yeah. We got a situation brewing with Mitt. Oh, my goodness. How was Mitt? <laughs> he limped coming in here, but uh, I think he's What happened? Right. Well, I mean, it gave him these unbelievable Michael Jordan basketball skills, so whatever happened, it worked. Yeah. He got T-boned in his uh, car that he should never drive again, which he like, won't. He won't because that thing yeah. is it's a completely uh, – yeah. yeah. Happy you're okay, Mitt. Love you, Mitt. You, Mitt. That car has been uh, quite a message from the universe that Mitch shouldn't fucking drive it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
It's got, he's crashed five times. At yeah, least. It's like a solicitor message at this point. He's taking care of it, brought it back to life, mm-hmm. wrapped it a different color, yeah. has, done, so, has invested in this thing. Mm-hmm. Put new lights on it. Mm-hmm. Love the toy, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Verbatim. That's not, that's not hyperbole. That's why he calls well, Yeah. That's a car. Is it the car? Like, what's wrong with the car? Well, well it's rear wheel drive, traffic, first or what? of all. It's rear wheel drive Mustang in the middle of five degree weather. So that's certainly a decision that got made. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That isn't like the soundest. But also, it feels like bad luck just, just. He'll, he'll park it somewhere that's terrible. Yep. There's a parking spot. Yeah, but you, you have eyes. Mm-hmm. You see that potentially no cars can fit through here now. Boom. Somebody just mm. absolutely rips the door off. Crushes it. <laughs> How'd that happen? He opens the door in front of traffic. He's in a parking spot. I did nothing wrong. He's just trying to get in. Boom. Mm-hmm. Takes the car door off. Parks it in his garage. Doesn't lock it. Gets his backpack stolen out of there. All his, st- mm. all his belongings. Jumps the curb with it. Yeah, jumps the curb with. Forgot about that. Yeah. And then now <laughs> the final story of this toy, man, is yep. uh, got T-Bone downtown. Yep. Another one where Mitt says, I ain't doing anything wrong. Mm-hmm. But for one reason or another, this car, the toy, and Mitt are not supposed to be together. And we're lucky we still have Mitt after what the fuck mm-hmm. happened yesterday. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That was a gnarly, gnarly crash. Shoot. Airbag everywhere. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, it hit right. Had to, be, had to be scary as hell for Mitt. What? I know he gets in a wreck every two weeks, but still, that would not be fun. Whoa. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he said he was pretty shaken up last night. Yeah. Bruce had to go down and pick him up, and Bruce said the person that hit him only had a T-shirt on. It was a rough scene, but wait, what do you mean? It, it did see, appear by all counts that it was not Mitt's fault at all. The Which guy, is seemingly the thing with the toy, right, yeah, Bruce? Yeah. Is that kind of the thing? Yeah, it is a, a crazy, seemingly. crazy run here with the the old toy. And the guy that hit Mitt standing outside. Yeah, rocking a T-shirt, vaping. When I showed up, I'm like, oh man, that guy's freezing his dick off. And he did. Yeah, yeah he did. Stuck around though. Good for them. Mm-hmm. I thought you meant T-shirt only, no pants, no shorts, Orlovsky. nothing. Orlovsky. Oh, you thought this was Bass Pro Shops or Orlovsky. Yeah, it was old Dano yeah. and, and Shefty today. Mitt did say the guy, first thing he said, don't worry, I have insurance. And Mitt said to me, like, yeah, it's fucking custom, so okay. <laughs> <laughs> insurance, I could pay for the carbon fire. Yeah, yeah exactly. And he's right. <laughs> They're not. <laughs> they are fucking not. cold air intake. <laughs> Mitt pays $10,000 a month in insurance. Uh, you're doing great, Mitt. You're doing great. Does Ryan Clark have no shirt on underneath the... Uh... I was just looking at yeah. that. I can pull it up. It looks like he does. Here it is. No shirt. Whoa. Oh, he does. No I think it's an no, undershirt. No, he has one on. He has one on. Like a beige. Yeah. That's a good set. I'm happy they have it. I, I legitimately thought they had no set there. Because Shefty and Orlovsky were in a hotel room together, sitting on regular ass chairs. Yep. Uh, with poor lighting, unbuttoned dress shirts, cheeks out, and Dan Orlovsky naked from the waist down mm-hmm. on Get Up this morning. Yep. One of the biggest mornings, probably. Oh yeah. They've had in a long time. That set looks good. That set looks really good. Ryan Clark has a shirt on. That's still you should you pulled something up that did not convince me. Yeah, yeah. I think he's, he's got he's got, got a brown, V-neck on. Yeah, I can I can see the collar. He's got a V-neck. Dude, the amount of confidence it would be just to go no shirt. That'd be sweet. Like you're Jerry the King Waller. Mm -hmm. Warm over there. Just showing off that you're in Tampa. Yep. Mm -hmm. Oh, how's Buffalo? Guys are snow plowing with their penises. Mm -hmm. Okay. Okay. (laughs) You know what I'm doing? Check this out. Tops off in Tampa. Mm Mm-hmm.
All right, let's get out of here. Hour and uh, 29 minutes. Mm -hmm. 19 minutes, I'm sorry. Can't wait. So kick off. We're going to go watch those games. Hell that yeah. place will be clear. They'll get all that snow out of there. It'll be fine. Yeah. No, they won't. Tons of time. Do we have any more um, updates on how it's going? That's going to be a scene. I've seen Bill's fans. Sal. Sal's probably on, up there uh, doing uh, it. Fiery uh, tabletops. Classic. Sal, Sal's using his microphone. To... Yeah. <laughs> Do we know what that was? Why he did that? I think he's trying to so, demonstrate how deep the yeah. snow was on top of yeah. there. And but how easy. Let's throw a mic in here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Hope that thing works. Yeah, uh, actually, does it? It was. Yeah. Perfect. Thing had snow caked in it mm -hmm. for the next 20 minutes. Now when that melts, it goes down in, seeps down into the wires and all the circuitry and all that kind of stuff. Sal might have a problem, but he's a professional. Yeah. He's got a couple backups. Yeah, but we're hoping he uses other microphones for everything else. Yeah, for sure. If I was in Buffalo, you think that's the first time he... That, that trick? Absolutely not. He's a Buffalo, brother. Oh, you think that's standard South? Yeah, that's a little South. Yeah, it's gimmick. South. Yeah. <clears throat> right. South Park, South Park, South did the microphone snow gimmick on. Yep. Mac, if you guys <laughs> see it. Yeah. You guys see Buffalo it? Buffalo <laughs> South Classic, bald head. Of course. Mm -hmm. Did the microphone snow trick. <laughs> They're probably calling for it. Do the, do the bike trick. Do the bike trick in the snow. <laughs> he, even had, he even had boots on the field. He did. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Boots on the ground, he said. Yeah. Sal hit a fucking home run today. Yeah, always. Always. I'm just actually shuttling in which they don't normally do nice little piece of information the buffalo bills are shuttling people in not to shovel but to watch the game yeah it's gonna be a disaster <laughs> all right on that note let's get out of here <laughs> if everybody's got to shuffle their little bodies down through six feet of snow to try to clear your whole your whole aisle out good luck let's can we can we watch the dong paw one more time mm -hmm. <laughs> good leg drive i mean that's the biggest game of the year yeah only only 6,000 more rows to do, bud. Like, come on now. Have You've done stadium steps before, obviously. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. Me as well. So this many is, of them. It's punishment for us. Oh, yes. Can you imagine your hip flexors here and your groin? Oh, man. The kid behind's kind of knocking the snow back into the... Yeah, he is. Yeah. I mean, come hey, on. you oh, jag off. Hand? Watch your left hand. Hey, you jag oh, off. No. What are you doing? <laughs> kid knows it doesn't matter. <laughs> All right, now go back. <laughs> What if, what if the kid's like, what is this Bush League bullshit? <laughs> yeah. What a nice. They moved the game for What this. a nice Yenzer just plowing the whole row for everyone in that row. He didn't cool. have to. His seat's right there. Yep. Well, His seat's probably in the middle. We're not having well, sure if he's in this section or not. Yeah. If I know you him. You don't really know where you're If I know Donnie, like I think I know Donnie. How about how early he was to this game? He was Smart. early. Those people who show up late are going to have so much snow on their seats because everybody, everybody around them. Yeah. Oh. Let's put pays, on that one. Oh, it's coming. Pays to be punctual here. Yeah, mm -hmm. big time. And it's hard to get in, they say. Mm -hmm. Let's watch it. Oh, I can't wait. Can't wait. Tony Romo on the call? Oh, oh I know. Mm -hmm. Look at my oh, fucking have... snows down there, Jim. Holy shit. <laughs> you think? You think Probably. Go for it. Yeah. First, first thing he so says, awesome. I did. Somebody's going to put it. In his open. In his little open at the beginning, he does that. Jim going, hello, friends, and welcome to Buffalo, New York, where there has been snowfall, Tony. Not to cut you off, Jim. Look how much fucking snow's down there. <laughs> if you're a fan watching it, I mean, you got to be fucking pissed. Look, there's so much fucking snow, Jim. It's going to be a good game, though. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. What, Tony? Nick just sent it a, another picture of it's. I mean, they're in a bad situation. We got an hour and 15 minutes before kickoff. Tons of time. Tons of time. Can we see the picture that just got sent in? Where's it from? Is it from up top or down low? Because uh, that guy was tell. up top. You can't tell. It's a, it's, this oh. one fan looks awesome. Just a Buffalo Bills fan. There's no seat there. He's just kind of... Standing? No. 
He created his own recliner in the snow, kind of. Beast. See, so that's taking up three seats. Yeah, exactly. So when the person behind him shows up, they're going to be like, what? Oh, I hope it's happy. I hope you're happy. Oh, my goodness. That's 10 seats there that we're looking at that those two people are taking up. Three packed. <clears throat> Look how much snow is on. Like, yes, I can't wait to tune in. Jesus. Got a beer already over there. So mm -hmm. pumped. Hey, don't need a cooler. So many of those. <laughs> Check it out. Oh, yeah. So many. Ice cold, long neck, ice cold beard, and broke my heart. Pulled out the snow, ah. <laughs> still cold, and then put it back in there. Gonna need a couple more of these. <laughs> and then the person next to him shows up. Can you move your? Uh, no, I was here first. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> what a scene. Jesus. Buffalo handle it. Yeah. yeah. Buffalo handle it. You guys go to the games like this as kids. Oh, nothing like Pittsburgh. that. Nothing I, like that. I don't think no. there's ever been snow like that, yeah. There New was England, a storm no? in 93, no. but that was in March. Quite a blizzard. Shut down schools, all of them. Actually thought the world was stopping there for a bit. People were able to build uh, tunnels, snow tunnels, mm -hmm. like oh, through full neighborhood. Oh, no. That's awesome. Like under. That would be fun. Yeah, through full neighborhood into like igloo on the other side. Yep. And then the banks. Obviously, impossible to get in and out of your driveway. Yeah, but we were prepared. Normally, Pittsburgh gets theirs in February, like the big ones. By yeah. that beautiful man up in the sky, Joe DiNardo. Thank you, Joe. Thank you, Joe. Joe did give us a heads up. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah, duh. Joe said, just a heads up. There ain't going to be school for the next two or three weeks. Yeah. Yeah. Enjoy it. There is a hammer of snow about to hit the ground. Mm -hmm. And that's why Jim Cantore describes it that way. Because yeah. mm -hmm. DiNardo right. called it the well hammer. Said. Do we ever ask Jim if he knew Donato? We did not. He did know. He does. He knows. He knows. He knows. What if he's never heard of him? His mentor? That's impossible. <laughs> AJ. It's his mentor. It's possibility because he, I mean, he could have seen, you know, old Joe on your shirt right there under your right arm, under your right elbow, basically. He never yeah. mentioned it. That's he never said, oh, hey, there's the there's the guy that invented the Doppler. He couldn't see it. Joe said it would. Joe and it said did. it You would. mentioned it in his intro, and he started laughing before he was live. Yeah. Well, he so knows. I think he knows. Yeah, he knows. You know who Babe Ruth Probably is? Probably hates him. Probably dislikes him. Why do you think Jim Cantori knows? I hope he doesn't because I don't want anyone to, you know, throw any shade on, on Joe. Well, A.K. Shipley does enough. Yep. Yeah, you're right. Well, his tea times got messed up a couple of times. If this one goes in, snow thing's going to be all right. Okay. Uh, okay. Well. Yes. Yep. <laughs> yes. Not a chance. Here we go. Here Madness. We go. Chaos. Not a chance. If this one goes in, no fights in the crowd. Okay. okay. Nope. Yes! I was hoping. Here we go. The Holy Trinity. This one, if everybody who has a ticket gets a seat. Okay. 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 Yep. Not just sitting outside. Remember, Pittsburgh Steelers are part of Super Bowl down in Dallas, where Dallas had the ice storm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then there were seats that were behind pillars and mm -hmm. poles. Couldn't get in, couldn't see the game. Paid hundreds and hundreds of dollars. Probably similar humans mm -hmm. traveling to Buffalo for this game. So they've been there, done that before. If this one goes in, they're going to get a seat. Thank okay. you. They're going to get a good seat. Get them a seat. Perfect. Oh. Nope. Oh, well, man. Chaos, should be a good chaos. show. Let's yeah. go. Should be a good right. show out there. Universe talk right there. Always answers. Just got to listen. Same thing. Ball. Check ball. Ball game. Mm. Don't, don't move, John. I want a good zip on it. Yeah, I threw it a little too hard. Darius, what's this one proof? Universe ball. Oh, 
Mason Rudolph wins tonight. Holy shit. Make that. Make that. Not even <laughs> fucking close. Oh, might be a ball. Damn. Ty, what's the universe on this one? Sal Capaccio is the MVP of tonight's game. You know what that means. <clears throat> Jesus. Son of a bitch. Ball's turned quickly. I haven't thrown in a while. That's what I realized. Everybody's been throwing all the time but me. I need to get better for the good of the, good of the sport. For the good of Sal Capaccio. Sure. Mm-hmm. For the good of Mason Rudolph. Yep. Mm-hmm. And for the good of the environment tonight in Buffalo. Yep. Hell yeah. Game's in an hour and ten minutes. It should be great. We'll be back tomorrow with an overreaction Tuesday. I assume the conversation should be flowing, AJ. Ain't that right? Oh, yeah. It's going to be awesome. Hopefully nobody, honestly, watching those guys trudge through the snow, like, I hope no one gets their feet amputated tonight. Imagine how wet and cold your feet and legs are going to be. Yeah, the pow is a whole different game. In my head, I just saw it compacted down. Mm. So I'm like, all right, you'll be able to stand on it at least. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The pow, though, you got people just kind of... Yeah, they're not. That's not going anywhere. No. And then you're packing it in. You get that snow... Cantori mentioned that. You get that snow pack where you snow and then everyone drives over and crunches the first eight inches down and then you snow on top of that. Oh, my. Right here. Hope everybody's got their boots on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, gonna need them. Yeah. And her hunting pants. Yeah. Yep. And her long yawns. Yeah. Your heated socks. Their tights. Carhartt gloves. Make sure you got your Carhartts. Just so they know, it's about 30 degrees better than Arrowhead. So not up and watch the game. Hmm. How about that? It's no. vastly different. Sure. Arrowhead. Sure. They were able to swag. You, could you imagine they swag surf in this snow? Yeah, this- it's like <sighs> <sighs> Can't even move their lower bodies. This is Buffalo. This is what they hang their hat on. So I don't want to hear any bitching about it. They ain't it. doing that in this snowstorm, dude. You think Taylor Swift's ever been a part of that in any stadium she's ever been I in? know Donna hasn't been because she fucking hates it. Just no, look she at, doesn't. Look at her face. smile on her she face. She is vibing. Oh, yeah. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. She's, she's about she's ball. Really she's grimmed. about ball. Yeah, exactly. How come How come everybody says Donna hated it? She yeah, clearly she, did she not hate it. it. She, clearly, yeah, she, she, she clearly hated it. She clearly did not. That was she felt obligated to bob a little bit. She felt obligated to get a little. Yeah, it's cold as shit, too. Yeah. You don't think Donna's like, it's negative fucking 27 right now. Okay, I'll do a little song and dance for my future daughter-in-law yeah exactly i think that was the first time she she sat up there like look there's been some stupid shit this one takes a cake we're not doing this again i'm glad that we're not playing at home well, you she that, was, that's how i took it how that is my truth just the look on her face just just the clear look on her face i'm happy travis it. kelsey's all the way back yeah look at her bop bop I mean, she's not even oh like. My God, she's miserable. Grinning. It's cold as fuck. She's not even like smiling a little. What do you mean? Just straight face. She's like that emoji that's just eyes, eyes, straight line. Well, I mean, she has to dance next to one of the greatest performers in the history true. of humans. And, yeah, uh-huh. she can probably see the guy behind her's reflection in the window, and she's like, "This motherfucker." Has this, that might have been the case. Yep. We don't know. Mark like, breathing what? down my neck. Yeah, we don't that know. That was it. his moment. Yeah. Look at Donna just fucked it. Yeah, who is that guy? He's he's, he's crushing it. Yeah, maybe Donna does feel what he's doing behind and says, "You know what? Can't fucking take this guy." <laughs> Actually, yeah. Donna was probably like, "How come I didn't get a fucking?" Oh, I mean, he, he just did the whip right over her head. Show, show some yeah. respect. Oh, oh, come on. Yeah, what the fuck? I was fuck? gonna say he's like trying to give her a no fly yeah. Exactly. Jeez, that's Donna Kelsey, sir. <laughs> I want that guy dead. <laughs> probably related. Donna's like, uh, it's actually my nephew. Yeah. <laughs> I was there when he was born. Anyways, I'm happy Travis Kelsey's all the way back. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just hit me too. Donna's probably going to be there tonight. Definitely. And? Swag surfing. Probably. Yeah. Swag surfing, by the way, as soon as it turns on anywhere. Yeah. Hits.
Got it. Will forever hit. Mm-hmm. That's why you acting like Donna Kelsey didn't love every second of it is just preposterous. I mean, you guys acting like she's enjoying herself in that video is beyond <laughs> me. But if that's what your guys' truth, I can respect that. My truth is that she clearly hates it. And I think a lot of people who saw that video thought the same thing. But if you guys want to believe Yeah, but you know who those ahead. people are. You know who those people are. Who are they? Magas? <laughs> <laughs> we learned that last week. We learned about yeah, that. Yeah, we everyone was pronouncing it wrong the whole time. <laughs> well, I guess it's just like Rydell. Yep. What was that about today? I don't know. I'm excited. I don't like that was it. bullshit. What, what they no way it's Riddle. Yeah. No way it's Riddle. Is that what they call it? Is there like a one of my old Bruce, coaches? Bruce one of my is old claiming coaches it's works Riddell. For Riddell? Riddell. Maybe. Maybe. Yeah, because Bruce is the arbiter on how stuff's pronounced. <laughs> I Googled it and hit the phonetic thing, and it was Riddell. How's it pronounced? I'm DMing him right now. Let's see if we get an answer. How's okay, it so pronounced? It's Riddell. It's definitely Riddell. Which I don't like. I've heard that before. I have, I have too now. That yeah. You've heard Riddell? Yeah. I have not. I've heard Giddell. Yeah. yeah, and Goodell. Goodell. They may have changed it when he became the commissioner. He said, nah, it's not Riddell. It's Riddell. Oh, maybe he said, like, Theismann. Theismann, Theismann. Bingo. Yeah. Maybe. I thought they were. Raj has that power. Stefan Diggs is showing up wearing a sweet sweatshirt thing. Yes. Yeah, I saw it. He looks super cool. Did you see that? Mm-hmm. Yeah, very uh, fashion forward. You know how Steph does it. He should wear it under his jersey. Or shin pads. Did you see Tommy Townsend show up in the full Carhartt face mask? Sick. It was a great outfit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. How about Puka showing up at the mask for the first drive and then, all right, I'm not doing this. Took it off immediately. I enjoy that. Yeah. In Detroit, I didn't really fully get it, but I appreciated what he was doing. I thought it was because their thing early was like, we'll wear the ski mask and be the bad guy. I thought that it was no to that, oh, but I don't know. Puka, mm-hmm. I like that. Yeah. Puka's a dog. He's, He's so good. Well. 181 yards. Oh, man. Crazy. Torched us. Yeah. How come they had 182 yards on their graphic and then mm. stats ended up being 181? Well, it's weird because also on that Jordan Love graphic that we showed up earlier, they had Jordan Love with a 158.5 or perfect pass. He had an incomplete. He left the game. They put him back in. He had an incompletion, so it dropped it down to 157.2. And, of course, that matters. Yeah. Those things. Because we all understand how that works. And we all voted that that should be the way it's viewed. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. Didn't we? And we all said, you know what? Yeah, 158.4. Is what we think a perfect game should be. Nailed it. He said Peyton, Tom, Aaron, Bud, Josh, Patrick, mm-hmm. CJ. Is this what you guys want? Mm-hmm. You got a hundred. That might be good elsewhere, but not here. No. Mm-hmm. We have a video with the pronunciation of the helmet that we've been calling Rydell for our entire football life. That's not we the, right the sound on the Penguins game. I do believe. Mm-hmm. Sound like. By the way, Sidney Crosby, another goal against Kraken this afternoon. He's having a historic year. Penguins seem to stink, though. Don't love that. No, they're good. They're so good. All right, just get them out. Sabres played Saturday night, too, by the way, at home. Yeah, you can stay for a few quarters. How was your Peacock experience Saturday night? You know what I, you know what I thought about? Because it did get blurry a good amount because mm-hmm. the weather was so bad. I think the thing – we can save this for a second, I think. <laughs> the, uh, we're in the middle of another. The, um, it made me think about how they used to watch TV. Mm-hmm. Blurry a little bit. Yeah. Sure. That was just standard fucking operating procedure. <laughs> just terrible. That's all. Wasn't it? Oh, yeah. I think back to like Johnny Carson. Yep. And everything like that. Mm-hmm. People had no idea what the fuck he looked like that watched TV. Mm-hmm. You couldn't see it. No. It's just a bunch of blurry bodies yeah. pretty much running around. And you just hope if you smack the shit out of the sides of it or to the top of it that it would just kind of like straighten yeah. out for a little bit and you'd be good. That's what it felt like. 
So it was the most streamed event in the history of the United States. Congratulations, nice. Peacock. But see also, when it did get blurry on those streaming platforms, it does take me back to a time of how the fuck did people watch this? Yeah. And uh, I'm happy we're in the time now of 4K. Yeah. And being able to see stuff, AJ. I mean, what's it going to be like 10 years from now? This Even this is going to look like garbage. Way I... Yeah. It's going oh, to cook right. some shit. Who knows? We might not even be here. We don't. Exactly. We might not even be real anymore. Probably be in the Oculus. Mm -hmm. If I had to guess. Not even, no, not even that. It's, it's going to be the Oculus contact. Like you're not even got to put big old mm. bulky things on. Neuralink. Yeah, they're yeah. testing it out already. Right? Human trials. Yep. And then it's Ready Player One. Mm -hmm. Bingo. We're all just living in tiny apartments. Mm -hmm. Running around on a little treadmill that all goes four ways. Actually, yep. takes place in Columbus, Ohio. Anyways, speaking of Columbus, Ohio, football town, had a chance to be there. We've always used Rydell helmets. Are we right with that? In the history of football, one name has echoed through the ages. Rydell. That ain't how they fucking say it, though, no. Paul. Mm -hmm. <laughs> All right. Wow. No. That guy's got great pipes, great voice. Great, great voice. Does. He's wrong, but yeah. <laughs> He's wrong, yeah. One name does echo, pal, but it ain't one you said. Mm -mm. Nope. All right, so we'll start pronouncing right. At Riddell, I see. Riddell. Mm -hmm. Yeah. We will that I cannot commit to that. Rydell. Yeah, me either. Literally, since first day of football for me, they say, all right, strap your Rydell up. Mm -hmm. Here's your shoulder pads. You're going to have to do this whole fucking song and dance. Mm -hmm. Here's a little belt loop thingy you need to do. Of course. Mm -hmm. It's literally day one of football, I think, for everybody. Yeah. Rydell. Rydell. Yeah. Rydell. Riddell. Riddell. Fuck it. I'm a shotgun now. Oh, wait, wait, wait. No, 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 no. Did you see what Riddell did? What was the other helmet? What? Probably. I think what? I wore a shirt. What's, what's this right here? That's fake. And they lost in those helmets. Well, that's the Boys of Summer, right? Or no, the Indiana Indiana Knights. Knights. Rydell. Boys of Summer. Sidney Crosby has another goal against Seattle. Three wow. nothing. Wow. We get that game on. How are they not good as a team, though? A little log in the tooth, I believe. Watch yeah. your mouth. Sid's the only one they got. It's like a Mike Trout situation. What's that? That's a Riddell right there. This one? I think. Oh, this is sweet. That was the one I wore, I believe, right there. So I think, let's see. Yeah, that's a riddle. It looks fake. Paint it all over, huh? They need to put a tilde or something in there if they want you to call it I agree. whatever they said. Let's see it. Uh who? That one's definitely a uh, riddle. Fake. That's a fake. I don't know. Your mic went limp. Bring it back. There's a lot of helmets done, huh? There's a Riddell right there. I think this is a Riddell. Yeah, Might be a shut. I don't know. I think this is a Riddell. Three, yeah. three and five eighths. Here's a Riddell here. It's always been Riddell. You guys remember when the first terrible helmets came out? When they introduced the, the oh. evolutions, they were called. That came yeah. out like in all over your jaw. That came out right when I got to college, and I remember. Turning them down instantly. Those that. are terrible. Hey, look how cool you look. Helmet feels Zenith. That helmet looks. That helmet looks cool, man. With that. With that Dion face mask. Yeah. Go. Can't hear shit, but. I just DM'd uh, Riddell. It looks a little tight. It does. Doesn't look Good. safe. Feel like you can fly around in that thing or what? Yeah. Need to change. Hey, also though, credit to Pat Mahomes. Ooh. They brought that backup helmet in. I bet it was freezing cold and mm -hmm. didn't fit at all. You saw him trying to get his straps all situated. Oh. That's what he said. Negative twenty-seven with those ear pads. Oh, oh yeah. Oh. Riddell has responded. We appreciate the love on the show. It's pronounced Riddell versus Rydell. 
Our crew is loving your guys' take on it, though. Thank right. you. Agree to disagree. That's all right. Yeah. All right. Your company's wrong, but okay. that's yeah. dumb. Sorry. You guys make great helmet. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Change your name now. Sure. Sure. Bill Rydell says it like us. Bill Riddle. It's actually Linda. Yeah. You're right. Rydell. You're right. So good for us, by the way, saying that. Mm -hmm. No big deal. People won't <laughs> talk about us. it. Good for us. Nobody will talk about they it. They won't. That won't be a leading fucking headline. Nope, but we'll remember. <laughs> we will. Because mm -hmm. that's who we are, and that's what we stand for. Hell Amen. Right. Let's get out of here. Let's go watch these games. Let's enjoy ourselves. You look really cool in that helmet. You think about strapping it back up, d -Bot? Absolutely not. Yeah, you're on too many steroids <laughs> nah, right now. Boys flying around, man. Seeing it on the field, like college football playoffs, seeing them boys, and then it's nuts. They're so big. Nope. Why, why are they all so – everybody's so big. Mm -hmm. They're too fast, too, for how yeah. big they are. It's way too fast. I agree, dude. I think, you think college teams at that super high level, they're definitely bigger, stronger. I think a lot of us lift, lifted more weights, hit different maxes and shit like that in college as opposed to pros. It's like, been, you know, being limber and loose and flexible, obviously keeping your you know, strength. But not When we college. were jogging down that sideline next to that Alabama team, one of the last times Saban jogged down the field, by the way. Mm -hmm. Well, four feet away with Tim Tebow. Oh, yeah. Intel and boys. It's like everybody on their team was, I was, Jesus Christ. Yeah. the fuck are Huge. you? Everybody. Right, AJ? I mean, legit. Monsters. Every, I, tell you, I sit there and watch warm-ups. Every game we go to, I'm like, okay, here we go. Another team, another, like, the O and D linemen I watch, I'm just, can't believe it. And you played in the heavy hitting era. Oh, yeah, fullback era. Yeah, it's mm. wild to think about that the game has evolved so much. Humans have evolved so mm -hmm. much in just a short amount of time. And tomorrow we will know exactly what the playoff picture looks like. We cannot wait to break that down. Also, some breaking news tomorrow. Ooh. Ooh. Let's go. Coming from A.J. Hawk. Love All that. Right. Yeah. Be a friend, tell Good a friend tease. something. What's that? Great tease. Great tease. Well, you know what you got to do in the next mm -hmm. 21 hours. Is it, sport, is it sport related? I can come up with anything, but... It, you know, does it have is it any topic? It has to any be real. genre? Any no, genre? Not any week. genre, pal. Let's say sports. Yeah. It'll I can have something relate to sports. Okay. Here we go. Thank you. That's big. Mm -hmm. That's yeah. gonna that's gonna get me up tomorrow morning. Yeah, yeah. that's tease. That's gonna get me going. Mm. That's gonna be it. Mm -hmm. I'm a maybe alarm clock goes off and I'm like, oh, a little drowsy. You know. <laughs> sure. Weather's cold. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Long night watching the Bucks and Eagles battle. Of course, great game. What are we going to talk about today? What war are we going to get into? And then I'm going to go, whoa, AJ Hawks breaking news. Bingo. Bingo. And I'm going I'm to levitate up out of bed. Exactly. Mm -hmm. It's going to be fantastic. Thank you for that, AJ. Hell yeah. Boy, Hawker. Let's go, AJ. Woo! Let's go, Hawker. Hey, all right, see you all tomorrow. Be a friend, tell a friend something nice. It might change your life. Goodbye. <clears throat> ESPN Tournament Challenge is here. And guess what? I'm doing my bracket right now. Making picks, predicting upsets, winning my bracket group, and leaving my old life as a part-time voice actor behind. Hey, you never know. And if I can do it while recording this awesome commercial, you can too. Anyone can bracket. Download the ESPN Tournament Challenge app to play the number one bracket game. Presented by Capital One. <clears throat> ESPN Tournament Challenge is here. And guess what? I'm doing my bracket right now. Making picks, predicting upsets, winning my bracket group, and leaving my old life as a part-time voice actor behind. Hey, you never know. And if I can do it while recording this awesome commercial, you can too. Anyone can bracket. Download the ESPN Tournament Challenge app 
to play the number one bracket game presented by Allstate. 